Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp and Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works. Coming at you. It's Monday, April 19th, 5.01 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening and or watching on Pulp MX YouTube, Racer X Facebook. Things are going pretty well for us. I think this show is going to make it. I think we're going to have good ratings. This is show number 462. So it seems like we're doing well. Thanks, everybody. We are really, really excited about tonight's show. Honda's Chase Sexton will call in. Rockstar Husky Dean Wilson. Pro Circuit's Cameron McAdoo. Star Yamaha's Nate Thrasher. All on the show tonight. Each of those guys had a very eventful Atlanta 1, 2, and or 3. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. 702-586-PULP. We will uh, take your calls all show long. You can talk to these riders also if you want to. Great co-host in studio as well. Looking forward to talking to him all night long. Uh, a couple of guys working behind the desks here to make things happen. Neither one of them is tired. Both of them seem like they're on point tonight. So it should be a real tip-top show, everybody. Thanks to Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles. The Lucid Goggle now in stock at WPS. Our guys at WPS, Fly Racing, they've got the Lucid Goggle. Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Skosh, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, ORW, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF, Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, WUSA, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Works Chassis Lab, Intense Cycles, all on board with us tonight. Don't forget to uh, shop if you're going to shop at Amazon. Go through our little widget on Pulpamex.com. Takes you to Amazon. Make your purchase. We get a small slice of that. That would be super if you guys could use that. It would really help us out. The uh, Also, the uh, sponsor deals on PulpamexShow.com. All the codes are on there. Very, very easy way to get the codes to save, whether it's Guts Racing or W, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, all those companies and more will give you a discount. So if you're in the market for something, check out sponsor deals. And, uh, yeah, man, you can save. Let us help you. Let us help you help your bike, all right? All right. As I said, Sexton, Wilson, McAdoo, Thrasher, all in tonight. Very excited in line of three to talk about uh, with me in studio to break it all down, to help me uh, try to comprehend what we saw. He's a national championship winning mechanic. Uh, he worked at Pro Taper for a long time. Now he is at Renthal Bars. It's Paul Parabinos. What's up, man? How are you? What's up, Steve? What's going on? Uh, man, not Thanks much. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, Thank no you. worries. Quite the lineup you got. Apparently you got to win a race to get on your show now. Yeah, I thought, you know what? Sometimes we've been going three guests and four guests. And yeah, you know what? Thought I'd, I'd try to all these guys. So, yeah, big lineup. Uh, lots to talk about when it comes to this race. Uh, some controversy as well. Uh, we got the motorsport.com tweet at tits later on. We got the x brand goggle tear offs. Race Tech Rant. Paul, you have one. I have one as well. We'll get into that race tech rant. 
I think yours is going to be very popular. You think? Yeah, I do. I, hopefully, you get me a little fired up so I really let loose. Okay. Maybe Marks can help me. But, yeah, I was more angry on Saturday, and it's Monday now, so I'm not as salty. Yeah, yeah you're, you're a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Marks, uh, working the cameras behind the scenes, uh, working on the app. Should be out any day now, the brand-new app. Uh, he is also uh, uh, in charge of pretty much everything at Pulp MX. So if you have any complaints, just hit him up uh, on Twitter or on Instagram. It's Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? I'm in charge of everything? You're in charge of everything. Yeah. Man, that's incredible. Finances? I didn't know that. Finances, sure. Yeah. Finances? Yeah, yeah whatever. Man. Give yourself a raise. I bought some, uh, I bought some um, uh, crypto, and uh, if it goes sideways, I will blame Travis Marks. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I, we, that's, all that, when it's in our text, I, I just <laughs> I can't absorb Pulls all that stuff. Yeah. 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 I like your theory, though, where you're like, I'm just going to buy some stuff for my house. Yeah. I'm just going to maybe put a pool in. Because the house I can see. Yeah. And touch. Right. And look at. Yep. That's yep. my investment. Yeah. Right. I, I send it all out there on the dark web, my money, and, and putting it into a different form, and it could end up on a hard drive that I lose. Sounds um Sounds, 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 sounds scary. Nothing, nothing <laughs> to, to do there. with. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is a Dogecoin-free show, by the way. <laughs> we don't uh, talk about it. Taking your calls, holding things down over there. He's in studio for Paul Parabino. See, graces us with his presence. V! Tits Leisure. Tits, what's up? I'm only here for Paul. I'm sorry, Tits. boy, Tits. Everything hey. good? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yep. Happy uh, to be here. Really? Yeah, Paul's here. So. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about Renthal mountain bike stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's a big mountain bike guy now. He tits is thin tits. This is thin tits. He went yeah. down a cup size. Right? You think? Yeah. yeah especially okay. in the face. Like at least, <laughs> at least a half a cup. Yeah, uh, yeah and for he, sure. And he hasn't even been riding the taser to do all that. Unbelievable. So, yeah. yeah it's, it's I don't know what it is. It's phenomenal. He went on his mountain bike for the first time in, since uh, January? Uh, end of January, yeah. yeah so it's been a full I'm, three months. I'm ashamed of you. So this and is I was, on, I was on Eco the whole time, and that was not fun either. So uh, lesson learned. Talent. So is this diet? Yeah. Yeah, I really haven't lost weight. Maybe it's just that I have less of a beard now or something. But that is the goal in the end. So, so no, yeah. speaking of no e-bike, sorry, I, I really want to know how the non-e-bike life is going for you, Steve. It's not good. How many times have we rode it? Well, just once, and then I, I left for Atlanta. I only, I only got it like a couple days before Atlanta. So not itching to get out. Didn't go out this morning. No, no. no okay, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> I got an intense primer. Uh, it's it's not. It's harder than I thought. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. Stupid purchase. You won't even give me rental bars for it. No, because I said, hey, ride this thing for a while. <laughs> Let's make sure that you're going to own it and use it, and then we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you, you, you are not confident this no. thing's going to make it. I mean, look what e-bikes have done for you. You've lost weight. Yeah, you're but, happier but, but for But if it. I can get the same amount of work in less time on a regular bike, that no. sounds good, too. Yeah, but then you're going slower. Like you're, I'll you're, tell you what. Yeah, it, the, It's just the, not the, as fun. The, the flat ground. Like, okay, never mind the hills. That sucks. Yeah. But the flat ground pedaling on a regular bike is boring. Yeah, no shit. Because I'm so used to the speed of the trails. I know you're 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 a dirt biker at heart. You enjoy the higher speeds. Yeah, yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Tits almost didn't put it together. He said it'd be the worst purchase I ever just, ever made. Just, just a big paperweight, eventually going to get sold or forgotten about. Something. I guess I'll give you a thousand cash right now. I'll take it home. No, it stop it, stop it, flip it. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, so uh, on pulpamex.com, uh, we're coming up with a great guest, by the way. Uh, on pulpamex show pulpamex show Twitter, we ran a poll. Did Cooper Webb win the race or did Kenny Roxon lose the race? 81% said uh, Kenny lost the race This this on Atlanta 3. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I tend, to, I tend to side with those people. I mean, look, he was gone. If he hadn't crashed, he wins that race. There's no doubt. Yeah, I agree with that. Cooper Webb does not catch him. But, you know, I was watching it, re-watching it today, and when he got up from his crash, he still had five, six seconds. 
And his lap when he got up and got going was still okay. It was the following lap that he did a 140 or something. Cooper did a 130-something that really so was... So do we need to focus, Paul, on Kenny's collapse then because he lost the race? Um, I mean, we still love Cooper Webb. First, by the way, did you know his first name was Paul? I mean, why do you think he's so awesome? <laughs> okay, I never thought of that. Right. Good, 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 good yeah. point. Yeah. Did, uh, did you know that? No, I didn't know that. I just thought of that on the spot. Um, I, I, I mean, I think at five minutes to go, Cooper is like, all right, I'll, we're going to Salt Lake City and I'm going to have a 10-point lead. Yeah. That's what I think he was thinking. Right. But then Kenny crashed. And even so, I don't think Cooper was like, okay, okay. But then that the whole next – even, again, the lap where he got up was okay. But then the lap after that just wasn't, wasn't good. And Cooper put in a good one. And then it was like, okay, maybe yeah. I can win. Maybe I can get this guy. Yeah, and then it's like when you give him that, that sniff – Man, Why he, did Kenny ju- start jumping the whoops? I mean, he crashed in him yes. for one, right? So if you crash doing something, it's hard to go and do it again. They're just getting harder every single lap with all those guys going through it. Um, and I have to imagine it takes a lot of strength and energy to go through them like that, right? Especially, I mean, mm-hmm. he was fighting up. He was tank slapping for like seven whoops, it seemed like, when he crashed. So he knows he was going to fight that. So I, I think and, it's and a Anybody combi- who's raced knows that when you crash – Everything catches up to you, and your heart yeah. rate spikes, and it yeah, you get for, sh- you for get sure, yeah. for sure. And maybe his bike was a little tweaked, right? He 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 alluded to that on the podium, but to me, still the moment was so big, and the and there's so much hinging on all of this. I really thought second lap from the end, he was going to come through there and skim the skim those whoops, like yeah. hit him fast, right. and make the pass. And he, he did followed not. him. He did not. He didn't just jump. He followed him. Yeah, and that was just like, dude. That I I was surprised. I was like, for sure. That and it, and again, I don't know what's going through his head. And I, and obviously, he's way better rider than any of us will ever be. And blah blah blah. But to me, I think I think he's going to look back and regret that. I think he'll have regrets about that race. Wow. Well, it I, might not be next week. Yeah. It might not be I next month. I think he should have but, regrets for Dallas three. Yeah. I mean. Right. To me, this one was was really big, and I. And, and also, <clears throat> during the pass when Coop passed him. I know he said he went wide to check up and sneak underneath Coop. Yeah. Why did he go that wide? Why did he, he look like? Okay, I get, I get his plan. I get the, I get the motivation. Yeah. Uh, totally makes sense. He's got me. You know, he's, he, he got. I can, I can hear him. He's got me. He went. It seemed like five or six feet way to the left that he needed to go. Kenny's not an earplugs guy, is he? I don't no, think so. No, I don't so. think so. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That was just like. I mean, I'm sure he heard Cooper coming, but he left a lot of room, and obviously we knew his intentions were to square up and go underneath him, and Cooper just countered that by turning tight. Yeah. And it seemed like no matter what kind of run you got into those whoops, it didn't really matter. Those Kenny ones, was good in those two. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and and even the jump line through there wasn't that slow. But to me, like, if you're I, – I would just look at it as, like, just hold him off for one more turn. Like, yeah, you feel him coming up the inside, but cover the inside. I don't know. Let him go around you and try to blitz through you on the. I don't know. Just make prolong make it. his life harder. Yeah, prolong <laughs> it one more turn, then another turn, then another turn. Right. Before you know it, yeah. it, you're at the white flag, and maybe you can hold him off again. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm not one for letting the guy go by and trying to. I just think, yeah, 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 like I just think if you can withstand the 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 attempt, it takes a few more turns for him to work on another attempt, right? So it, when you're that close to the end, man, God. I just. I mean, and sure, hindsight's twenty twenty, but f- yeah, he left a lot of room, right? Dude, I mean, between this and the Dallas three race, I just what happened at Dallas three? Well, he was leading, had a big lead, and Coop caught him. 
Coop crashing the whoops and the heat and everything else, and uh, yeah. they were side by side for a couple of sections. And Kenny just kind of, but he didn't was have that there too. that ace up his sleeve like he had at in Atlanta three, which were the whoops. Well, I just want him to fight a little more against yeah. Cooper Webb. This is the Supercross Championship. I think everybody did, like everybody did, right? No matter if you're a Kenny fan, or Coop, I think if you're Coop Honda, you're, I think if you're Honda, you're like, listen, you're our guy. This I think is, yeah. When you're when you're you know two rounds left, yeah, and you can make it look at you can make it ten instead of sixteen. That's right. uh. I just I first again I thought he was going to come through the whoops on that lap and he was going to send it. Yeah, and it didn't happen. And I was like, damn it! Like, I he, and when that happened, I was like, he ain't for ninety percent of the race he rode perfect. He looked amazing, oh, beyond perfect. It, it was going to be ten <clears throat> points. We were set up, yeah, for a great couple of Salt Lakes. And then that. Yeah, just, I mean, he crashed, right? Yeah. The crashes happened, yeah, yeah. so that's, but still, I think he still could have won. He had but, six seconds, five, six seconds when he got up. Yeah. And, again, I have to say that maybe it's just he was too tired to skim those last four laps or whatever you have to do yeah. after the crash, whatever right. that was. Yep. And that was all Cooper needed. Uh, let's take some phone calls here. Uh, Pulp Mech Show. First up, it's Damien. Damien, what's up, man? Hey, uh, so 10 years from now, you got the opportunity to interview one of these three guys, right? Because you know, like, they're far enough removed, they're going to be honest about the situation. I'm talking about this season. So this season, 10 years from now, you get to, you get to interview Cooper Webb, Kenny Roxon, or Eli Tomac. And full disclosure, they're going to be as, as transparent as they can be. Who do you want to talk to? Who do you want to, who do you want to, to reminisce about this season? with absolute transparency, what the hell's going on? Because every one of them's got something. Uh, I'll go Coop, I guess, if i got to pick one guy. Really? You know, I, I feel like Coop's pretty honest. Coop's pretty, uh, you know, down to earth. He, I feel like he'll tell you what he thought, what he's thinking. I feel like Kenny's pretty polished. Kenny will tell you the PR spin a bit, you know? Right. Um, what I'm saying is 10 years from now, okay, they're going to be honest. Yeah. So I, I, I wouldn't you, wouldn't you want to know what's going on in Roxon's head? Like, cause you know this. Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just thinking about myself and trying to do this. Oh, bullshit, dude. Bullshit. I'm sorry. Like, you could be as friggin' mentally strong as, you know, I don't know, a Navy SEAL. But this is this keeps this shit keeps happening over and over and over to this guy. You know what I mean? And I'm a Roxanne fan. I'm like, dude, pull it out for God's sake, pull it out. And it ain't happening. And you know, like you were just talking about, he, why'd he go six feet wide and let him by? Like. I mean, he, he might as well get off the bike and just, like, parry him. Like, here you go, bro. Go right here. You know what I mean? That's damn near what I was watching. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm with him. Yeah. I mean, I think if you ans- ask that question to Cooper today, you get the same answer 10 years from now. It's kind of what I think. Right. Where maybe that's not the case with Kenny. And, and honestly, I, I, you got to, th- at this point, may, you know, he's seen his brother-in-law get hurt. He's tried to make aggressive passes and he's had his arms yeah yep. he's been through so much surgeries and injuries and and maybe honest he's just like i am not willing to go over my edge no matter what the circumstance is right. and, and maybe sending it through those whoops on the other side in all the ruts and the cups and the edges and all that crap was yeah. was what he considers over his yeah, edge look, he wasn't he, willing to look, do it uh if he loses this championship he's gonna have won four races he'll made a lot of money uh you know what i mean he had a title fight like he seems like he's just like, okay, all right. But when he come after Daytona, I know you're heated when you come up the track, but when he's like, I can play that game too. Yeah. And he proceeds to play no games when he yeah. has a chance no to. Games. I, I'm a little, you know, I'm a little bit like, okay, I mean, that's fine. If you don't want to play that game, Kenny, if you just want to be all finesse, which he is, I just, and I don't, I'm not 
I don't want to see a T-bone. I don't want to see anything like that. But can you rough the guy up a little bit or try yeah. to? That's all. Yeah, or, and the, or not, or not pull off the track and let it by for Christ's sake. Yeah, and that's what I. That goes back to what I said earlier. Yeah. I think, um, granted, you know, I I almost take whatever rider sa- says within five minutes after a race. I take with a grain of sand. Yeah, but I do think I do think that he will have regrets about Atlanta three when he looks back at right. it. That's my only thing. Right. I, I, you know, for me, that's what I'm saying. Ten years from now, from now, you know, right. in the future, future headlines, in the future, you're saying, "Hey, what the hell happened?" I don't know. I would, I, I think I would want to, because you know, again, they're going to be, in, they're far enough removed. They'll be transparent. I, I would want to hear what Kenny's got to say. Like, what in the hell was going through your head? Because he ain't going to tell you now. But ten years from now, you know, he'll be honest. The other thing I got is, Mathis, how do you not do a review from a- a- Atlanta Two? Like. You got the Cade and yeah, you but got the Cade and and, dude, and, 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 I, and I know, and I know. Freaking, what's his name? No, we had A Ray and Anderson. That's what it was, A Ray and Anderson. Yeah, bro, we were Weege uh, Weege and I were. I was driving to North Carolina to do the the Pulp Show on Wednesday night. JT was visiting dealers. We couldn't get on the same schedule. Uh, you know, we all were busy, man. That was it. It was, it was, it was sorry. Whatever. You know. All right. Sorry, bud. Sorry, to let you down, Damien. That shit hurts. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe, right. maybe like. You know, it's Kenny was going down the right side every lap in the main event, and maybe in his head he was like, "All right, I know I need. To, if I get close, I skim him, I can pass him." But then Cooper was in his yeah, line, right. and then maybe the left side was just totally chewed up to where he he was like, "Man, if I try to skim on that left side, it ain't gonna work." Uh, Brody, what's up, man? What's up, man? Uh, so I had a bit of a question uh, about Cooper Webb. I, I watch all the races, obviously, but. I'm curious. I mean, obviously his main driving force is chasing Roxon. And without, you know, let's say Roxon retires tomorrow, you know, is Webb still, is he, does he still have that same fire? Yeah, I disagree with his driving force is Roxon. I think his driving force is winning the race and making as much money as you possibly can is, my, is what I think I his mean, driving force is. I don't think it, it matters like who's in the front. When he's dueling it out, when it seems like when he's dueling it out, like with Tomac, you know, he had a few runs with him last year, and he he didn't just he did, he just doesn't seem to be able to bully other people the same way that he kind of does. Uh, I don't know about bullying anybody like that. I just I mean mentally, Coop thinks that probably he can get catch Kenny late in the race, and when he looks at Eli Tomac, but hey, Salt Lake man, he had some great races with Eli Tomac. Some great races last year. They were banging bars, yeah. going at it. So, yeah. I, but I, I mean, psychologically, Coop has to think about that. I can get this guy late in the race, a hundred percent. You know. Yeah, I just wonder, you know, if he retired, if he would have that same nah, fire yeah, to to win, or if it would just be even easier for him then. You know. No, I think you would. I, I think it'd be fine. You still want to win races, cement your legacy, win championships, and win money. And all that stuff, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, so. absolutely. I, I just was curious, you know. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank yep. you. Uh, Ken, and you got a question for Paul and Kenny's Roxon's Renthal Bars? Yeah. Um, Paul, I uh, was noticing on his bars that it just didn't look like a Fat Bar 36. Did he run a different setup with Atlanta? or? No, he's been on Twin Mall since... Uh, what the first Supercross of the year, he switched to a crossbar in the off season in Houston. Oh, yeah. so okay. yeah, he's been on those. And I had another quick question for you, Paul, or uh, oh, for both Paul and Steve. I've noticed like the Fox guys and some other Bell Hummets, they have like a little vent tube on the back. Have you noticed that? Do you know what that is at all? 
it's the hats off device and uh everybody has it it's just a it's a tube that like the medics can inject air to to help pull the helmet off if the rider crashes oh okay yeah, it's mandatory cool. for right. for everybody to have one in their helmets so gotcha all right cool. thanks for calling man appreciate, appreciate it. it thank you dean wilson coming up you know anything about dean wilson never heard of him never heard of him he's mm -hmm. a rockstar energy husky rider he's been riding good I, I've, I've watched atlanta Two and three, I thought he rode really good at those. He didn't races. qualify Atlanta one, and I and, saw that and, as and, well. And I can't help but think his two of his best rides were helped by that DNQ. I'm going to ask him about that. Okay. Uh, Paul Parabino's brought to you by Art of Sport. Uh, Kenny Roxon. Speaking of that, he's a partner in this brand along with guys like James Harden. I use a deodorant. I use the activated charcoal body wash. Uh, I've got all their products. Their for products are formulated with natural botanical ingredients to keep you smelling fresh all day. Even better, they leave out the bad stuff like parabens and sulfates. I love parabens, though. Oh, you do? Yeah, I don't know what. No, okay. I'm joking. They're award-winning products of more than 7,000 five-star reviews. Uh, all their products are under 10 bucks. Artofsport.com. Find them at Target, at Walgreens, at CVS, uh, anywhere you go just about uh, online as well. Artofsport.com. Have I given you some of this stuff? Yeah, I have some of that body wash. I've been using it. And it's you, good. You're it smells lovely. Okay. Yeah. All right. The wife just comes after me. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> Artofsport.com. If you want your wife to just come after you. Use it, uh, and uh, it's fantastic stuff. So thanks for artofsport.com for coming on board. Uh, appreciate those guys as well. I want to thank the folks at Firepower, of course, Firepower Batteries and Chains. They've been on our show all year long. Chiz, A-Ray, Cade Clayson, uh, a lot of guys. Uh, Justin Brayton team using Firepower, of course. Uh, they're committed to offering superior products with over 50 years' experience in the industry. Don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains. We need to get them more power and supreme reliability by choosing Firepower. Uh, they got heavy-duty roller uh, chains to O and X-Ring, all made in Japan. Their featherweight lithium batteries are backed by a two-year warranty. Firepowerparts.com, at Instagram, at Firepowerparts as well. Thanks to those guys. You can get them anywhere that you can get WPS products. Uh, Firepowerparts.com, on board with us as well. Dean Wilson coming up. Chase Sexton, Cameron McAdoo, and Nate Thrasher. I don't even know where we start with McAdoo, Parabinos. I, don't even I know, think like, we where... start by saying, hey, how do you feel? <laughs> You feel all right? <laughs> like how you? Yeah, are you limping around the house? You've been in the bathtub a lot. Yeah, that, that's how yeah, I'd start. I how much hey, Advil buddy. have you taken? Yeah, how much ice have you used? <laughs> right. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, the motorcycleindustryjobs.com job of the week. Uh, first and only a job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Does Renthal use these guys? I guess uh, they're in England. They're in England. Yeah, so. I don't think so. You're 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 one of two people in America. Correct. Yes. Uh, motorcycle industry jobs, the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates. Looking for employment opportunities. Uh, job of the week this week, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. A video producer for the Pulp MX show. Huh. That's awkward. That's welcome. Huh. What are the oh. qualifications? <laughs> Nothing. Breathing. Uh, breathing. Breathing. Don't be tired, it says. Non seeking non-tired. That was negotiable. Breathing <laughs> humans. Uh, Product of the week, Fast House is looking for a product development associate, a full-time job in Santa Clarita, California. Uh, so this is a uh, product development associate developer full-time. Paul, this is something that you've had experience with over your jobs. Yeah, so that's probably so. like building pants and jerseys and not so much designing the graphics of them, but like... Yeah, yeah, kind of the, the uh, basically the nuts and bolts yep. of gear. Yep. Uh, product development associate developer full-time job, two to three years experience, bachelor's degree or equivalent work experience preferred. So please check that out. If you're interested in something like that and you want to get in the industry, uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com for more information on that. Uh, Nate Thrasher's coming on later, Paul. And Thrasher, uh, you're an amateur guy. or Not an amateur guy, but you certainly follow these guys a lot. 
Uh, he had his best finish of like seventh or something, and then he goes ninth. to the, ninth. He goes to the LCQ and he wins Atlanta one. He goes to the LCQ, he wins Atlanta three. <laughs> what the fuck? Go to the LCQ next time you race. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I I feel like the only two. Did he ride any LCQs prior to that? That'd be I a good stat to know. Like, I don't know. Is he one hundred percent? Win, win out of the LCQ. It's, it's insane, right? It is. And then, dude, he, he looks comfy. He rode good. Um, I do think there was championship implications that led to Cooper not riding to his him. potential. Yeah. Yep. But, um, but I mean, how cool is it for a, a rookie kid to win, like, and win twice? I mean, I was big on ha- Hammaker winning his – because, again, I don't remember the last time we had a true rookie come in and win in his first – when was that? Last uh, time we had a true rookie win. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But, yeah, um, I can't. I can't remember honestly. Right. Who it's? Canard? No, Canard rode outdoors too. It's been a while. Yeah, to win in your first year. So I thought he was impressive. But yeah, Thrasher to have two wins. Obviously, Atlanta was awesome for him. So if he could keep it going, I think that's awesome because we. I, I mean, I don't know we, but plenty of people were talking about. Man, it it ain't going well. Right. You're on this team that demands you to be getting podiums and trophies and. He's uh, he'll be su- there next year now. Are you surprised at Fry? Yeah, I am because I I supported Fry when he was younger, and I really like the kid. I like his family. I thought he had a lot of potential, and like the ingredients for what it took to become a really gnarly pro. Like you know, he's had a pretty tough kind of growing up. Definitely not super rich, and had every you know what I mean yep, like he yep. was grinding. His he comes from humble humble background, right? Mm-hmm. And I just thought he would be really good, and and um, yeah, it just hasn't. It hasn't for, been great. But for Thrasher to have a best finish for ninth and then win the main event. Yeah, I mean that. I like not, the, that. Uh, that's more interesting to me. See, what's been a guy's you know worst finish to then win a main event? You yeah, know true. I mean? That's like, a that, good stat. That would be a really good stat to look at. Yeah. Uh, Travis Mark says that uh, Thrasher also got second in the LCQ to Orlando too. Okay, so, so season opener using the LCQ. Wow. Um, yeah, it, incredible, incredible win. Uh, um, first one, okay. Got the start, checked out, got it. There was some issues going on behind him. Okay, got that. Not lucky, but some things Went, broke his way. Yeah, for sure. This one, passing Cooper and taking off. Yeah. Um, we're going to have McAdoo on later, but where do you stand on? So Hunter Lawrence put out a PR on a Honda PR today, said you know he didn't know if McAdoo deserved to race because of all the things that have been going on with him. He was involved in seven crashes over the three races. Uh, he... He, we all know, we all saw the, the gnarly one. We also saw the uh, March bags thing. AJE team owner came out, and you know, because Chris Blos was involved in the mm-hmm. one that, you know, thankfully Blos is okay. We hear yep. broken thumb and maybe a rib injury, but uh, the AJE owner came out and said, you know, he didn't think that McAdoo was, uh, you know, he was allowed to race because the monster or Cowie, you know, all that stuff. Where do you stand on not McAdoo's uh, riding, but like? kind of being involved in all the incidents like should something should somebody have said something should he be allowed to race all that kind of stuff um i mean i i i was okay with him racing because it uh, there's a lot to this i guess to unpack but um you know a lot of people said should the team make the call to pull him off the track uh, this was the first crash on at, at atlanta Tuesday. too yeah and i believe no i i believe that it was up to cameron to race and yeah, there's championship inc- implications and blah, blah, blah. But I don't, I mean, m- the medical doctors cleared him, right? Like they cleared him of his concussion. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. he had a concussion, I yeah, don't know yeah. that he did. No, no I, I don't think, think it was more did. of a right. Charlie horse, so I don't think it was a head thing. And if you're able to race and the rider wants to race, then yeah, I think it was fine. And then after that, I, I do think it's the previous, um, 
the previous things that happened that that made people's dis, uh how do i how do i word this like it had a big effect on their viewing of right. how he how he rode and clearly what he did March, afterwards clearly Marchbanks was pissed off oh, i think that's a separate issue okay but um but yeah i think i think he was allowed to race and 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 cameron has always we know you yeah. call him whackers for a reason like he's been Ramming flirting with whackers, the edge and sending it for a while and i don't think any of that was different i mean i do think maybe the crash in practice the pretty big one was a result of him being yeah. yeah was a result of him being sore and weak he just kind of got over the front and didn't have the strength to kind of muscle it back down mm-hmm. um and he ate shit but um but no i think do, i wouldn't say that he shouldn't have been out there do you think the ama anybody should talk to him no okay no so so aje's team owner which was a stupid post by the way yeah <laughs> he also put jerry robin on his bike so i don't know where i'm at with that guy <laughs> Jerry, since Jerry's been on the bike, he's made two or three main events. You're right. Um, yeah, so, okay, so you're just like, hey, all of you people, like, so I heard from somebody who was down on the starting line that March Banks was yelling about him being allowed to race on Tuesday. Why? What's it matter? Very angry that he was allowed to race. So a hunter um, put out that PR. Yeah. Angry about his move on the start before the finish. Or on the on the, on the lane before the finish, yeah, um, yeah, where he so, ran, where he ran yeah, into yeah, him, where and he crashed, ran into yeah. him. So, so you're, in your opinion, sour grapes for those guys. Well, I mean, it's hard to say, but yeah, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Like, and again, I think it's because there was so much drama around the first crash, and right. that 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 you know, let yeah. brings people to think that. And again, if he doesn't, if he doesn't crash into Chris Blos. Um, or get squirrely and Chris Blows hits him again. I don't, you know, the, that team owner doesn't have anything to say. Right. But, um, and there's an incident with, with Hunter and he wouldn't say anything either, but, uh, it's. So the March Banks thing, uh, that's a personal pro circuit thing. For uh, sure. Man, that one bothered me a little bit. Right. Because, oh, and if, again. If I, look, I don't think he deserves to be fined or lost any points, but if I'm Club MX and we had Brandon on, the owner, I'm, I'm saying to him, dude, you got to have your fucking better handle your emotions than that. You just ruined his race and your race. Yeah, and 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 maybe there was something that happened prior to that. That's the only thing I'll I'll will say because we they don't, were teammates we don't last know. year. They were teammates last yeah, year. So yeah, yeah. Who know. knows? God may, knows. And maybe there was some. Who knows? Who knows? No. Maybe something happened. But if nothing happened, that was completely uncalled for. That was not even a. If I can I, again, I I. You can go in and take somebody out, but don't take yourself out too. That was just asinine. Oh, it's a, it's a it's a stuff that I've seen Freeze do. You know what I mean? Same thing. Like that for, was just a very like very bad it. choice. Right, very bad choice for a for not a great position they were in ninth. either. They were in ninth. Yeah, and those are guys that have gotten trophies before, right? Like they're yeah. not stoked with ninth. Right. right. Um, I don't. Yeah, that one was that one was dumb. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, fair enough. I I agree. Uh, Vertex Pistons, Paul. Uh, every two-stroke KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas come stock with a Vertex piston? Did I know you, that you know because that? you say it a lot, yeah. Okay. Did you know that 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was found in a small workshop in Italy? Again, Steve Mathis told me that. All right. Today, they're an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas, as well as bands like Beta and TM. Four-stroke pistons, two-stroke pistons. Uh, I think Mitch has a Vertex, uh, a deal with Vertex also. Did Mitch use Vertex? Mm, uh, I don't know. Okay. Anyways, Husqvarna does. Uh, full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons and replica high compression and DP style. If you want a deal on a piston kit or a wrench rabbit kit or Pivot Works or Hot Cams or any of those companies, they're all affiliated with the folks at Vertex. Sales at pivotworks.com. 
uh, sales at pivotworks.com. Please check that out. And uh, thanks to the Vertex guys for making it happen. Get get a piston kit. We give these away on Pulp Mex Fantasy as well. So uh, we've been doing some of that, of course. And I want I want to get into some fantasy talk later with Marks and you. Why? So I have that. <laughs> That's probably where that's I what I want to get into. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Husqvarna and uh, Vertex Pistons, let's bring our first guest uh, of the night in. This man's a national champion. He rides for the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team. It's Dean Wilson. What's up, Dino? How are you? Yeah, doing good, thanks. How's it going, guys? We're good, up, man. Paul? Yeah. Up, man? Are you familiar with Paul Parabinos at all? You know him a little bit? Yeah, I think I know him. I think I know him. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, hey, we were just talking about McAdoo because obviously that's the story, right? Uh, the uh, the incidents that Cameron had. And we're, we're fans of, of McAdoo, and, and he's awesome. And I, I don't know if you know him, but I'm sure if, I'm sure if you do know him, you, you think he's good and all that because he's a nice kid. But, like, do you think – Look, multiple incidents with with McAdoo, and we're going to have him on later. We're going to talk to him. Do you? And we saw Hunter Lawrence came out in a PR and said, you know, maybe McAdoo shouldn't have been racing. And clearly, March Banks wasn't happy with McAdoo, and and the Blosses team owner came out and said it. But Dino, you you've been on the track, you've crashed gnarly, you've gotten up, you've raced. Do you have any issues with McAdoo racing uh, at all in any, any of those races? Uh, well. I don't personally, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just feel like the dudes that he's racing against do, but I feel like if they were in the same position and crashing like that and, you know, going for a championship, yep. of course you're going to line up every time if you're healthy enough, you know? Yeah. But I understand that he was so damaged that he may have not had the strength that he should have, mm-hmm. you know, but I know a lot of his competitors are kind of, not super stoked with him being out there, which, you know, unfortunately he kind of did cause that red flag. <laughs> he did, yeah. That, yeah. that time, but I think that's, I don't know, it's just, I know his competitors aren't super happy, but right. the way I look at it is if they were in the same boat as him, mm-hmm. they would probably be out there too, right? Yeah, like, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, it's kind of a, I feel like he was just fighting for a championship yeah yeah you know? and you've been there you've been there you know you, you yeah. do a lot of things to, to 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 try to win a championship for sure right um right hey did you have any issues with with the move on hunter lawrence because i really didn't hunter was upset about it i mean i'm kind of like yeah he moved over on him but he was also trying to get to the straight line straight shot to the to the finish right to me uh, yeah i didn't see it too much i don't i i uh i was watching the race and i had to get ready and then um, I don't really watch the races when I'm at home, but right. uh, I did kind of see it, and uh, I think he got squirrely in the sand before, and uh, which made Hunter. I just feel like Hunter was at the wrong place at the wrong time, right there. It was right. just like, like he literally could have rode it out if he was on the concrete, but then he got collected with the hay bales, and it was just like, it just is a crappy, unfortunate situation for him. So, right. yeah, I don't know. I, I think uh, it was just the wrong place, wrong time. For Hunter right there. Dean Wilson on the show, brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Uh, Paul and I were talking earlier. Now, obviously, uh, Dino, um, uh, your DNQ at Atlanta 1 sucked. You you crashed. You've, you've gone to way too many LCQs, as we know this year. Uh, that sucked to not qualify for the main event. Ha- have you ever had that happen before in a 450? <laughs> no. no, that was the okay, that was very, very first one. Work yeah. I didn't ever. So, but, okay, the last two weeks – turning around to a positive you've ridden very well you came from way back atlanta three uh top 10 
I can't help but think, Dino, like the DNQ fired you up a little bit, or I mean, you know what I mean. I don't want to be one of those guys because I do believe you ride. You know, you you ride with your heart. You try your hardest. I'm not one of those guys that you know sees you and says, "Oh, Dean's just just uh, mailing this one in." But dude, I I kind of see a little coincidence here. No, um, I don't know. I'm going to be honest. If yep. I, so so the. It wasn't even a mud race. It was just no. a bit wet yep. at Atlanta 1. And I, I honestly feel like if I was in that main, I would have done really well because I felt good. I qualified well. Right. My heat race, I had, I ran out of tear-offs, and I I, uh, I was just like, uh, I was stuck in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Obviously, bad position, and I had to go to the LCQ. And then you seen what happened there. I yep. kind of got taken out, and then I got up, and then I fell again. And then I feel like I was, I would have been, had another good ride in the main. It was just unfortunate incidents that happened, and then, but yeah, obviously after that, I was I was pissed. Yeah, like, I would think so. You know, I'm yeah. not I'm I I'm too good of a writer to be known as an LCQ writer, and I'm like the thing that I I say, you know, like when Orlando, I came back, I came back from a broken toe, and well, I was racing with a broken toe, mm-hmm. and I hadn't ridden at all, and. uh so I was just like struggling. So I was riding with an injury. So I had to go to LCQ. I think them two times, and then the one race I exploded my rear wheel, and mm-hmm. I was way yep. on my back in the LCQ, and then Daytona. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, it yeah. even be known as the LCQ. It's, <laughs> it's not cool in any way, shape, or form. But it is what it is. I know I'm a top ten guy, and you know that's all that matters. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And, and 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 for yourself, you know, you're you're on a factory bike, and you know you know the pressure, and you know everybody's looking at you, and yeah, it's kind of a yeah. shitty feeling to, to do that. I so for the DNQ, like, how fast were you out of the truck? Um, I wasn't that fast. Like, I was bummed. I have never had that happen before. Right. But uh. So it wasn't like uh, an immediate like like like, like a man. I wanted to. Uh, talked to Scuba and stuff after the race, and he was not there till at the end because everything really moved fast that day because of the time schedule. Right. Um, so I just waited. I watched the races. And oh, you did? I, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I got. I'm yeah. impressed with that. Yeah, because most guys at your level, I mean, they're gone before the mechanic gets back to the truck. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wasn't happy. And right. Right. I, I was. One of, I was actually shocked that it even had happened, but. Right. I put myself in that position, so no one to yep. blame but myself. But yeah, I, I wanted to talk to Scoot, okay. and I, I wanted to apologize to everyone because it should have never happened, and, and it sucks. But it and I will say, and, yeah, I will say too, you've had some shitty races, and I've seen you after the race. Not this year, obviously, we're not around there, but I've seen you after the race with some shitty races and been like, "Hey, man, do you want to do an interview?" Like, you know, I totally get that you would say no, and you've always been cool. Like, you've always been like, "Yeah, let's do it." You know what I mean? And so you do face the music, quote unquote, you know, after a shooting. Yeah, night. yeah. yeah, I mean, I, you got to just be frustrated with it and then move on and just try and improve what you did wrong. That's all you can do and move, move on from it. Because right. when I was younger, my younger ages, like when I was at Paul and PC, like, dude, a bad race would destroy. It would destroy <laughs> me. For like, dude, I wouldn't yeah. even be okay till the next race. Yeah. And then. You know, but now obviously I'm a little bit older, and you know I just move on from it and, and try and uh, be better. You know, you know who's like that now is uh, Adam AC, dude. Oh really? He goes in a fucking cave 
when it go, <laughs> when it's a bad race, he's in a deep dark place for seven days. Oh you know, it just comes with yeah. it just comes older. with age. Yeah, yeah it just comes with, comes with age, hundred yeah. percent. You know, I mean, he told me one time, like he's like, dude, I thought Calgary was gonna fire me. Like I thought they were gonna <laughs> call me up and be like, you're done. Like I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's just that's the way he is, right? That's the way you guys are at that age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we just have put expectations on ourselves, and we know where we should be. And obviously, right. you're on a factory team, and you got sponsors, and you there's a you, you just. You know, when yeah. things don't go how that you want them to, it's it's disappointing. Cause yep. We work. You got social media, hard, like yeah, <laughs> bothering you. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's the other thing is you're always getting shit from people, and but that's part of the sport, and that's what like like the the trolls and stuff. Like we don't even get it that bad compared to basketball no, players and no. that. But when when you when you are down and you're not real happy, then you have people just you know throwing a little bit more salt on the wound. It does piss you off, but. It's just part of it. So and, and uh, yeah, and actually speaking of that, you came on after uh, after the Houston thing with Kenny, or yeah, Houston, yeah, yeah you came yeah. on our show then the Monday. You're like, yep, yep let's do it, you know. So um, yeah, yeah. I, I do feel as I'm, I'm biased because I'm in the media, but you guys get paid a lot of money. Well, maybe not you this year, Dino, but generally speaking, you guys get paid a lot of money, and and yeah. you're a professional athlete, and the perks are great. And one of the downfalls is these fucking trolls or the media or whatever, but that's the downside where you have to stand up and face the music, but you guys make a good yeah. living, you know? So yeah, I, I do feel, yeah. that, but um, yeah, I mean, you look at, I don't know, basketball and the, you know, Charles yeah. Barkley and all those guys, like, dude, they wreck those guys. Like, yeah. so, yeah. and, and, yeah, I mean, it's well, just part of it. You know, maybe just put in a good word for me with Anderson, and uh, we'll try to get him on the show here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, hey, Speedway Race, what would you think of that place? I, I was, uh, okay, I, it probably was a little long. A minute 40 uh, is a little <laughs> ridiculous. It's fine, it's fine. But, but I like that, man. I like the, the different tracks. I like the fact that you guys are figuring things out through the night. Uh, what would you take away from Adino from the three races there? I liked it a lot. Yeah. I liked them. I I don't know. They're fun. They were fast. They were, um, for me, I feel like they should be tall guys better, you yeah. know? Um, but I, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Um, yeah, it was yeah. good. It, it, was, it was a nice change for sure, you know? Yeah, Coop was saying that uh, it was really cool to get into fourth gear. <laughs> He's like, we don't hit fourth. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I liked it. And, yeah, you know, that, that straight that main straight kind of after the finish, the long yeah. one, like, yeah, man, you had some speed going, but it was fun. I liked it. Dude, that section there and those ruts in the sand and the rollers. I'm like, I want no part of that. If I like, a, like you guys are gnarly. You're just grabbing yeah, no, gears. It got, yeah. it got so nasty there. It, it got good. And the dirt's real good in Atlanta too. So it was, right. it was good. I, I enjoyed it. And then the last race, they felt some proper whoops, like yeah. just some good, Whoops, they never cut them down. They cut the first two out, which yep. was fine. Yep. And it was just awesome because it was like finally a little bit of a separator in the whoops, you know, because it's nice right. when if you're good in the whoops to have that advantage, but when they're just the size that everyone can, you know, yep. do them. Why, um, why do yeah. you think they took the first two out? I saw that. And was it uh, some complaints? Did it just give you guys a little more run? Like, what was the reasoning for that, I wonder? I'm not sure. I, yeah. I would imagine complaints. Like, I'm not going to lie. In practice, <laughs> even I was second-guessing them a little bit, you know? Like, and I don't ever do that with Lewis, but they were pretty big and long, and yeah. I liked them. But once they took the, the two out, 
I thought they were sketch, like a little bit sketchier because you're carrying so more mm-hmm. speed into them. Yeah, you yeah. know, so um, I don't know. They were good, uh, though. I, I like them. Paul, hmm. two fifty unseated guys. There was they want no part of those things. Yeah, <laughs> even just uh, you know, like jumping through them looked yeah. difficult. Yeah, yeah, they were right. Um, Dean Wilson here on the show brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Email sales at PivotWorks.com. The stock piston in a KTM, a two-stroke, and Husqvarna two-stroke, and a gas gas is a Vertex piston. Uh, Dino, how's MX testing coming along for you? Is something that uh, you're into? How's it going? Yeah, it's going good. I So, you know that two-week break we had? That's when I rode outdoors. So, I yep. had two weeks, and then uh, we got back on Supercross before Atlanta. So... Yeah, I, I only got two weeks in, but it was good. It was good. It's, uh, man, you you think Supercross is like kind of a grind when you're doing it, and then yeah, and then you get to outdoors, and you're like, holy moly! It's it's it, it when you start getting into it, it's fun because you're like right. getting the high speeds up and stuff. But it's it's another animal for sure when you're doing those 35 minutes, and yeah. it's just a Florida humidity humidity as well makes it that much right. tougher, you know. So. And is Rarick helping you out, or is he mostly just scrolling Tinder? Uh, mostly scrolling Tinder. Okay. But, All right. Um, no, nah, he's been good. He's been good. He pushes his hard, and Brownie's been awesome too. And then, you know, Alden does our program, so it's right. it's good. I, I I'm not with the um, the main guys. Obviously, like yeah. the A group, like yeah. Cooper and uh, Marv, but um, you know, we we still uh, have a good program and have good guys to ride with, and it's good. Yeah, uh, I hope Styles is all right. I guess his knee popped or something. It said in the PR, so hopefully Styles is okay. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, that'll be good. Uh, let's take some oh, phone. Call- let's take some phone calls for uh, for Dean Wilson here. First up is Christian's on two. Christian, what's up? What's your question for Dino? Hey man, yeah. Um, uh, question for Dino or just for Dino? I uh, back in like December, kind of off topic. I seen you over at uh, at Tier in Orlando at that uh, Jack Harlow show. Um, Saw you over there. I was gonna say hi, and you know, kind of left you alone, but whatever. Kind of off topic, but kind of wanted to get into that March Banks thing. Um, what you thought of it, Dino? I also I thought it was kind of uncalled for, and also what Ricky said. You know, if you I don't know uh, Mathis, if you saw Ricky's statement on it, but you know, Ricky's Ricky. He'll he'll be um, you know he'll be uh, timid about it, but. I, guess I thought Ricky actually though. Ricky actually showed some uh, some some thoughts there. He said that's uncalled for. He actually went out on a on a limb for RC. I thought that was oh uh, yeah no for yeah, sure for right. sure for sure no 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 for sure. But you know how Ricky is. Um, well, I, and honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. It, it, just a just a character of a you know great person. But um, honestly, what do you think? You think uh, March Banks is the new um, quote unquote Ferrandis, even though Ferrandis is a good dude, but you know what I mean. What's uh, what's your take on that pass, Dino? I mean, that probably happened to Bar- Barsha. Probably did it to you a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he did. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I mean, I seen it and uh, I thought it was a bit uncalled for. Um, I was just good. It was like out of nowhere. I was like, I didn't even know March Banks was behind him, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess March Banks. Like, there's always two sides of the story, you know. Like, apparently. McAdoo was cross-jumping him, and obviously cross-jumping is not cool and, and very uncalled for. So there could have been a lot of built-up frustration behind um, before that, and he was like, dude, I've had enough, mm. and just cleaned him. So I thought it was a bit out of order, but uh, <laughs> there might be more of a backstory to why he did it. So I don't want to comment on something that I don't really know, but 
I mean, mm, if yeah. you're just watching it and don't know anything, you think, man, that was a bit too much. You know, he ruined his championship, and yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was pretty gnarly. But um, there could be more to the story that I'm missing. So uh, that's yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, because you know how the TV, honestly, those guys. No disrespect, but you know, sometimes it just doesn't do it justice. Um, I was yeah. honestly wondering myself, you know, what are those, where that triple, triple quad was, stuff like that. You know, he could have been, like you said, cross jumping, whatever. But, you know, you never know. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't, yeah, exactly. I find it, well, you, we don't know, but I've, McAdoo has been better than March Banks all year yeah. long. And I would find it hard to believe that they were trying to race forward. They were ninth at that spot. I would think McAdoo is just. You know, if he if he did move over on him, that's possible, and maybe Marchbanks thought it was on purpose. But I don't see McAdoo being the type to cross jump Marchbanks to keep him behind him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but yeah. hey, yeah, like Dino said, there could be more of the story, dude. There could be exactly. a there could be a chick thing that happened two years ago between those two guys. <laughs> uh, you never quite know on, on the, the the dirt bike track, right? So thanks for the call, yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Right, like at some point, Marchbanks could have liked McAdoo's chick. And thought that she was going to date him, and then she dated McAdoo, and now he was teeing Like, who God knows what could... Well, yeah, that's what I said, too. Like, right. I, I don't know what happened before then, but based on what I saw on TV, that was right. not smart. Yep. Uh, Sam's on four. Sam, what's going on? What's your question, man? Hey, I had a question about uh, McAdoo taking his foot off the pegs. It just seems like uh, there's more of a negative effect than a positive effect in doing that. It like, like, that like in, the, in the air the or in the air? Yeah, in, in, the, in the air, yeah. Uh, I feel like a lot of these guys do that. Dino, right? I feel like a lot of you guys Wait, do that. What, what, do you, what do you mean? Like feet coming off the pegs in the air. Like gripping the yeah. bike and, you know. Is there a specific time he did it or something? Yeah, yeah he did it right before he cartwheeled him into the face of that jump. And, uh, well, he was getting bucked he... there. Yeah, he was getting bucked. I, do you not think? Like, I almost felt like he hit neutral or something. How did he get that gnarly of a? I I heard the same thing. A few people were talking about that. They thought he might have hit neutral or a false neutral or something. Because that was that yeah. jump kicked you naturally, but not like that. No, exactly, exactly. I, that's what I was when I was like, that was a bit extreme. But um, yeah, I don't know that. Yeah. I think I feel like we all our feet are barely on the pegs half the time. Yeah, but I do too. I feel like you guys are all over yeah. the place on a bike, you know. So yeah, I uh, don't really. I don't know. Thanks, Sam. I guess, hey, thanks. thanks. I guess I was just gonna say, if his feet were on the pegs, he could have rotated his heel down, you know, and kind of braced, you know, braced better. Maybe wouldn't have. What about his foot stuck? Yeah, that's so. a, these guys. They, you know, it's hard to do that. They they ride the way they do, and it, I, I know what you're saying, Sam. But yeah. Um, all right. Thanks, man. Could have unlocked the hips? Did I didn't know what he was saying. Could have unlocked the hips? I didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> was about it his knee braces? The, the heel. Was it the knee braces? I don't know. I don't know. It was the knee braces. I talked either. to Rhino this week. About what? Knee Rhino braces? Rhino called me, yeah. I'll get into it later. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't really understand a lot of what Rhino was saying. <laughs> um, hey, so, Dino, um, obviously when you went to Jeff Ward Racing there and Paul went for a day and then he left and then you guys were <laughs> mad at each other for a while, right? I'm, yeah. not, I'm not talking about that argument. But when he was your mechanic, did you guys ever get into, like, an argument at all? Did you guys, like, because I, I have a story about Red Dog and I, like, Red Dog's wrist was bad, and he wasn't jumping his table on. And I said, dude, you got to jump the table on. I said, Tyler Evans is doing it. And then Timmy said, <laughs> Timmy said, you ride the fucking bike. You know what I mean? So that was, like, an instant where we got into it, right? Um, did you guys ever have that between you two? Was there ever a time? 
I don't think so. I, think I don't so, know. Yeah. I mean, me and Paul would have our little fights, but then, like, it'd be like an hour later, we were fine type of thing. We were okay. pretty, we had a good relationship where we were like, we could, we would have a little tiff and then, like, it would be fine, but it'd be like a brotherly fight type thing. It was, I don't feel like we ever. Was it over, uh, uh, was it over, like, bike stuff or bike setup or the way you were riding Dino or something? I, I don't no. even know. Oh, okay. I literally don't even, I don't know, Paul. Do you remember anything? No, I don't. Like Dean, Dean, he never had to tell Dean to jump something. That's for sure. Right. Never had to tell him to go fast. Like he was when we were together, like uh, and like really clicking. Like he would show up for the moto as the pre laps getting ready to take off. I'd show up there. I'd pick his gate. I'd yeah. pick his tires. <laughs> like he just ride the bike, and that seemed to work the best for him. When you when he just would just have like he always worked really hard during the week, and that was kind of. Yeah. I think something that pissed him off a little bit because everyone thought he was not working so hard during the week back then, but he worked really hard. And then on the weekend, I thought he did the best when you just take as much of the stress away and let him have like fun. Like trust, trust, trust the tires. We trust had a the good, yeah, like, trust bones. He just, trusted yeah. me with a lot of that stuff, I think, and that was yeah. cool because I like it was cool. And I don't, I don't ever remember getting really okay. in an argument. No, all right, all right. I yeah, mean, he would just good. honestly just say, yeah, do whatever you think is what he would say a lot of times. <laughs> like if we were talking about gearing or if we were yeah. talking about a tire. Yeah, yeah. Is that true, Dino? You'd just be like, yeah, I'll, I'll make it work? Yeah, it's just like we did so much testing in the off season, and then uh, Paul was really good at like – Paul could like literally get my bike exactly how I would like it. Like the bars and levers, like I could get on the bike straight in the – like not even touch it, straight in the practice, like – so I would just show up, and I, and yeah, that's what worked good for me. Is like, I just, he, I, I don't know, I, I felt right. comfortable, and I, I think that was a lot of confidence as well, and uh, trust in Paul. So we had just a good, you know, bond. I heard that, yeah, that somebody you won that championship. You were at Chad's for a bunch, right? And just motoring down there. I heard you were, you were. Yeah, we yeah. we went there the last four races. So. Okay. I was just in the California grind, and then I was like, oh, man, a nice change would be nice. And then I talked to Chad, and he's like, yeah, come on down. So we went down there, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was a good change, and and uh, yeah, that's what really brought me – eventually brought me to Florida. So right. it was cool, but I had this uh, – you know, he's kind of like my Mr. Miyagi, Big Sam. He's uh, yep. He's been a very big help to me my whole career, and um, he's just kind of always – low key and quiet in the background but he always helped me with my writing and like man he would he would really like put me through the grinder on my writing when it came to like we would go into the hills and do like a bunch of figure eights and just corner drills and stand up drills yeah, before we would go to the pra- like before we would go to the practice yeah, track yeah. <laughs> and then we would go to the practice track and then so like I just did so much writing time and um I really, you know, did a lot of that, and um, I feel like that's what really helped my writing, you know. Was Mitch okay with you going to Chad's because it was Chad? Because we know Mitch and letting guys go, right? We know how that goes. But was he fine, or did you have to really, like, grind him down to go? Uh, He wasn't bad because Chad was doing really good that year. Right. And uh, Chad was doing good that year, and then and then I was obviously doing well. And then, uh, yeah, it was fine. But I remember my first race was Unadilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, from being in Florida, and I yep. qualified like the first qualifier. I qualified like 16th, <laughs> and uh, we I were... didn't get a lap in. And Bones was not happy. But then the next qualifier, I was back. Okay, yeah. so I, I, Bones was tripping. He was like, "He goes to Florida, and now he can't ride. He sucks." <laughs> and yeah. and yeah. then the next practice, he was the fastest. In one qualifier, Dean, yeah, Dean forgot how to ride. Bones was losing it. Yeah, right, right. 
yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Dino, how much uh, how much longer you want to race for? Do you have a do you have a long term plan mapped out? Do you have any ideas? You're 29 now. Yeah. 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 29. So um, yeah, I mean, I have a bit of a plan. Um, I think I'm just going to do uh, another two years is my plan. So next year and yeah, yep. and then the next year. <laughs> right. That's some good right there. So. Uh, that's my plan so far. It's just, right. uh, obviously, I, I've had a good career. I've had lots of injuries, and um, unfortunately, like kind of the injuries on my knees have taken a toll on me. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's just, I some at, there comes to a point where I like I need to be smart with my body, and um, so I think I'm just going to do another two years and uh, mm-hmm. put my put my own all, all into it and, and right. my 100 percent commitment and. And I, I would be happy with that. Right. Yeah, that's good. Do you think you'll do something in the industry? Will you go away and not be around? Do you want to stick around? What, what, what Do you have any post-race plans? I'm not sure. That's always a good question. And mm-hmm. it's always hard for a racer that's always, obviously, just raced his whole yeah, life. And, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, obviously, eventually get a family going. And that's what's crazy. It's like I, it scares the crap out of me thinking of me having a kid. But I do love kids. And... It's funny when I go to the amateur races, like, you know, every now and again, I see, like, the, the families and stuff right. like that. And it brings you back to when you were a kid. And you're like, man, it'd be kind of cool to have the roles reversed. And, you know, you, you have your kid out there. It'd be pretty awesome. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But um, I'm, I'm not much of a, of a planner. I, I like to just let things <laughs> happen. Uh- uh-huh. So, I know that. I know you don't plan your airline tickets out. Yeah, I know. I know all that, Dino. I know. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm joking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Good job at Atlanta. Uh, two and three uh, really rode well. Like I said, you were quietly coming up through the pack, and, and it was impressive. So uh, nice, nice job on that. Uh, and thanks for coming on, man. No worries. Thanks for having me, and uh, enjoy your night. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Dino. All right. That's Dean Wilson, everybody. Uh, Paul Parabinos is a uh, rider for how long? Uh, four years. Four years, I think. Yeah, I worked for Timmy for five, so yeah, one up on you there. Yep, you sure I was going to ask him, you know, how much better he thought if he thought I could have took his career, but uh, yeah, you should have. You should have asked him that. I might not have walked like that answer. No, you wouldn't have. Uh, so two more, two more years for him, uh, and again, another sign that I am getting way too fucking old in this sport. Where Dean Wilson is uh, planning on retiring in two years. Yeah, and, and I remember when Dean Wilson was one oh eight. We're gonna have a real big one. At the final round of Supercross 2023. Yeah, that'll be that'll yeah, be it. Yeah, VIP. Oh. Yep. Limos. Okay. Well, see if the, I can get see if I can get a wristband for the that one. full nine yards. See if I can get a wristband for that one. Okay. Uh, Vertex Pistons brought you bring you Dean Wilson on the show, of course. Uh, yeah, he rode really well at Atlanta three. Got no TV time. Nobody really noticed or whatever. But yeah, he rode really well. Yeah, you know? he's been better the last last two qualifying better yep. faster in practice. Yep. And yep. yeah, maybe it's because they finally built proper whoops. That proper helps. whoops. That well, helps. but Atlanta too, he was good, and there wasn't really proper whoops in that one. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay, all right. Uh, coming up next, Chase Sexton here on the show. Uh, brought to you by Skosh uh, USA. Pulpamex 2021 is the code to say with Skosh. Whether it's his base link modular charging system thing that Paul has, has right in front of him, whether it's uh, charging cords, uh, phone mounts, uh, uh, mounts for your phone for your bike, mounts for your phone for your car, uh, whatever it is, Skosh will have you handled. Of course, that, that boom bottle thing, do you have one of those? That's from Skosh? I... The magnetic... 
don't think I have one from oh, Skosh. They're amazing. They're great. JT still raving about the one that he won uh, from the folks at Skosh uh, when he beat Filthy to Phil Nicoletti in a trivia contest. Right. I like trivia. That was funny. I yep. listened to that. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was unbelievable, right? Mark's looking at that Skosh thing. like I mean, for, for minutes. <laughs> Like just enamored, like minutes, just holding like just it, holding twist, it, twisting it, like looking. He's around. so weird. It's so funny. <laughs> it's unbelievable. He just—it was like he won a, like a pound of gold. Yeah, we've known JT for a long time. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. I don't know if you've known him longer than uh, I have. No, I, I know. I met him in '99. Okay, so I've—I I've, don't—I don't. I, maybe you met him before I did, okay. but yeah. Surprising, you would have though. Florida guys. This, I can't remember. Yeah. I don't really. I didn't really meet him until I started going to Gainesville to hang out with the Butlers. So I don't okay. remember. Anyways, when that so would be. yeah, yeah, he's an oldie child, and you can tell. Yeah, yeah, we love JT. Yeah, we do. Uh, he'll be on later. Speaking of fly racing and Jason Thomas as well, uh, he'll be on later. I, th- I sense that Dean didn't want anything to do with that McAdoo conversation so much. Yeah, you know? that's tough. I just wanted his opinion. Just, yeah, uh, yeah, just as a as a because certainly he's crashed hard. He's had to convince medics to let him race over the years. I'm sure, uh, and then he's had guys that he's lined up next to that have probably crashed hard. You know what I mean? Yep. Dean's been in that situation on all sides. That's yep. why I yep. valued his uh, his his <laughs> thoughts there. So, uh, anyways, uh, coming up with Chase Sexton here, brought to you by the folks at Scosche. Pulp Pulpamex twenty twenty one is the code to save with Scosche dot com. Punch in that code, and to get yourself some sweet Scosche stuff and save. Let's get to our next guest here. He's a factory Honda rider, Chase Sexton. What's up, man? How are you? Hey guys, thanks for having me again. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, hey, so. Uh, I'll talk about the Atlanta one in a second here, but Atlanta three, uh, you know, when this, you know, we, we had to talk about this the other day on our show. Like, I think we're so used to chase like Ricky, James, Jeremy, Chad, Dunge, Villapoto, like they could roll around the first turn and last and get on the box. Right. We just saw that so many times. They were so good. Um, And I think when you look at Kenny's ninth, you look at Tomac's sixth in, in Atlanta, and you look at your mistake in Atlanta three, like you just can't rip through the pack anymore. These, I hate saying it because I don't want to be the uh, the you know the the guy that's just recent have recency bias. But dude, the field is so deep and so fast. Like you literally can't make a mistake. You'll end up ninth like Kenny, sixth like Tomac, or like your race at Atlanta three. I mean, yeah, I, I would say. I mean, obviously it's super stacked, but um, for me, I was riding horrible. Like. I couldn't get to the whoops. I had a lot of sketchy moments, and it was it was <laughs> okay. kind of embarrassing, honestly, going to the whoops. I was like, man, I'm either going to crash or I should just start jumping because it, it was bad. I was seeing my, my side number plates a few times, and I went off the track. <laughs> had to go backwards, but I think – Oh, I saw the off the track. Put, yeah, I saw that one. Yep, yep. Yeah, if you put a quality ride in, and say if I would have rode like I did at the first two Atlantas, I think – Maybe not to the podium, but yep, top five yep. is definitely not out of out of the okay. picture if you get a bad start. I don't. I don't think. I think he can still do it. Cooper does it. Tomac does it. Kenny can do it. I just don't think he was comfortable that night. I right. think it's one hundred percent still possible, and that's what's gonna it's gonna take to to obviously win because you're not gonna get a perfect start every single race. So yeah, to be able to get back to the top five is definitely key because you can't if you start ninth, you can't just get ninth. So for me, I rode horrible. So that was kind of my scenario, but okay. I still think it's definitely possible. Obviously, like I said, the class is mm-hmm. super stacked, and yep. probably, I mean, I could be biased too, but I feel like it's definitely <laughs> more stacked than it's been um, in a long time. But it is my first year in the 450 class, so it just it could be that too. Right, seven zero two five eight six. Pulp, you got a question for Chase Sexton? Give us a call. Brought to you by Skosh. Um, I don't feel like you're bad in the whoops. What was it about these sections, that, or what about these set of whoops that was causing it? Like, what do you? Was it a setup? Did you go the wrong way? Were you were you too slow in them? Too fast entering them? Like what? 
What'd you pinpoint? Uh, I haven't really pinpointed it yet. Okay. I mean, I definitely wasn't comfortable with my with my setup. I I really feel like when the track's really tacky, with just a 450, I don't know if it's a 450 or just a newer chassis mm-hmm. um, this year, I feel super comfortable when the track's tacky. And then when it starts to go away and we start to lose that traction, I feel like I have, or in the past, I feel like I haven't had the best traction and the best feel with my bike. So, and for me, I'm huge off feel. I think obviously every rider is, but yeah. when I'm comfortable, I'm a totally different rider. So when I went, went out there for the side lap, I went to the whoops, clicked in the fourth. I'm like, all right, here we go on the side lap. And I got a little sideways. I'm like, oh, it wasn't that great. <laughs> and then I came into the ba- I came into the start line. I'm like, I'm like this is this is either gonna go really good or really bad. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna give it the best shot I got. But yeah. obviously, it didn't go great. But yeah. yeah, I just I've been struggling a little bit with trying to find a setup for mm. the main event because for us, I mean, the track is completely different than Tuvity Class. It's yeah. It's night and day. I've, I'm kind of blown away with how gnarly it gets, especially if they don't get enough track work into it. Mm-hmm. Not that it's their fault or anything. It's, yeah, just, yeah. it's hard yeah. to ride. And um, I'm just trying to adapt and trying to find a setup that works when it gets slick like that. Yeah, I think, Paul, us watchers or the people who watch the races, they see qualifying and they're like, oh, this guy, like, you know, Chase was a second faster at one of the races. And you're like, oh, he's dialed. But the, the fast lap in the last practice of the day and the uh, lap – or 15-minute mark of the main event, 450s, couldn't be any more different. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, and I mean, Chase, he won the heat, He won the heat too, right? Yeah. And I think the toughest part is is guessing or knowing what the track's going to be like and how to change your bike to set up for yeah. that. And that yeah. only comes with experience. But, I mean, I still think Chase has made, like, you made really good progress. I think you've learned how long the race is already. And, you know, I think the the hardest part is how those guys transition their lines at the end of the race. And I think, Chase, is, you've done a pretty good job at it. And I honest, I thought you were going to be there in the main event, too. So yeah. I, I'm just going to yeah. tell you to go slow on the parade lap next time so you don't get a bad feeling. <laughs> so, yeah, so you think you're, you think everything's going great. Yeah, don't, don't go so fast on yeah. the parade lap. <laughs> I mean, I came into him first lap. Like, I was – I kind of tried to erase my memory. Came into him pretty fast, and then – Came into him fast behind Malcolm. That's when I went all sideways. So I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. definitely not the entrance speed. It's more of a, yeah, yeah. it's more of just the hitting the wrong line or bike right. or whatever it is. Right. But yeah, no, it's it's finding that line ten minutes through. I've given a lot of credit to Eli and Cooper and obviously mm-hmm. Ken because those guys are, I mean, they're leading the championship and um, that's what they're the best at. So that's kind of what I've been trying to learn throughout this year. I learned that Cooper's real first name is Paul. Did you know that, Chase? Yeah, I've been seeing your tweets. I was kind of confused on what that meant. His name's Paul Webb. Oh, actually. Yeah. You're being, you're being dead serious. I'm being dead That's serious. His first name. That's his real first oh, name. I did, not, I did not know that. I thought you were joking. No, I'm not. I, I, I heard this right before the main event. I couldn't even focus on the main event for the first half of the race. <laughs> Wygan said that he heard about it, too, and he went and he looked at uh, uh, Coop's uh, amateur entries yeah. at, at MX Sports. From back in the day, and they're Paul Cooper no Webb. Someone sent me a, his voter registration. Really? Yeah, Paul Webb yeah. from from Claremont, Paul Cooper Florida. Webb, and yeah. we got and we got Michael Adams seen Cirillo. Like I knew I knew Adam right, name was Michael. Right, right. I didn't know, but yeah, your tweets they get me because I was actually thinking on the side um, before the side lap because we all had jackets on. Yeah, and your favorite thing is to say uh, <laughs> jackets. Yeah, uh, yeah, jackets. On, no jackets on the side lap. So I was thinking about putting mine on. <laughs> oh, dude, you should. You. The problem is is, uh, is is Alpine Stars is really screwing with me because they're making jackets that look just like jerseys, 
And, yeah, and, I had a, I right. had my vest on. So right, that would have been. It wouldn't really have been a jacket, but no. Yeah, and trust me, I got the binoculars. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I don't know what that is. I don't. What is it? <laughs> it's it's a it's a. And then I got. Then I'm finding out that Cooper Webb's real name is is Paul. I'm all fucked up uh, up there. So yeah, it, it's tough. Um, uh, hey, what do you think of the the speedway style of track? We just had Dino on before you, and uh, he loved it. He thought it was great. Um, dude, I, I mean, I gotta admit, maybe I'm just. I don't. God, it's been bugging the shit out of me this year that we got 42 second lap times. You guys are jumping everything on the second lap of the very first practice. Like I'm just kind of sitting there going, "Fuck, I want to see more." And and so. I mean, it's easy from the press box. Don't get me wrong, but I just I love the fact that we saw the different stuff. Cooper made a mention. Paul made a mention that it was great to be in fourth gear. What's your thoughts? I I couldn't agree more. I think I don't know what it is about this year. I, I mean, I can't believe that we're going that much faster. The tracks are just so like so short. I I almost feel like they like for me. I think they need more dirt or something to build everything up and get it to more, I guess, how it used to be. I was watching, um, obviously I work with James, and we watched a lot of old videos, and mm-hmm. the tracks look like they built, were just built a whole a whole lot different, obviously. And they looked like they had, looked like they had more dirt in general. So I don't know if that's the problem, but yeah. I honestly, I'm overdoing, not over, but like doing 30 laps in a main event. Like I go, I do 25 laps in the practice track, and I feel like I'm overachieving, right. like 225 lappers, and that should be plenty, but – at the end of the day, you really need to be doing 30 laps, which is a lot of laps on a practice track. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it is. I just feel like it's more like even Dallas, some of the tracks were getting almost like stadium, like kind of like a little bit built down and just not, they were still hard to ride. Don't get me wrong, but it's a different kind of hard to ride. It's more like you're searching for mil, like milliseconds and corners. And yeah. that's when it gets a little bit gnarlier too. And the track is broken down. Obviously you're going to get separation. So, um, yeah, I don't know what it's been. I mean, they've been doing, I know they've been trying to make them longer and I can see that. And it was just nice to race a track that was long and definitely had some room to make passes and kind of get away as well. So it was definitely a breath of fresh air. I, uh, I had my guy Clinton pull some stats for me. I, I put this in my column earlier this year. So up until this year and last year, we had sub 50 second lap times. We had only had like two or three sub 50 second lap times tracks until 2019 and 20, or t- I'm sorry, 20, what are we? What, 20? We're in 20 right now. We're in 20 right now. Yes. Till 2019 and 2020. No, we're in 21. 2021. Right 2021. <laughs> God, dude, right? <laughs> Fuck, I know, shit. I know, right? Uh, so, okay, so 2020 and 2021, we had, I think, seven and nine tracks that were sub 50 seconds and before that in the previous eight years we had had two a year average so something's going on the last two years for sub 50 second lap times i have a theory that it's lack of dirt when you talk to the the folks yeah when you talk to the folks that build tracks they'll tell you the biggest expense is dirt Mm -hmm. they hauling it and digging it and all of that which means they're not buying a bunch of extra they're not trying to buy the bare minimum right i believe they're not buying as much dirt and i'm with you chase the tracks the jumps were bigger we had more i mean think how many times we've seen like small little rollers and you're like well that used to that was that was supposed to be something and now they either ran out of dirt or Mm -hmm. whatever i'm with you chase 42 second lap times on a stadium floor that three years ago was a 54 second lap time unacceptable unacceptable yeah so i I don't know to me i'm with you you know so i like the speedway i thought it was great yeah and i feel like 
for not having enough dirt at the other races. I felt like we had plenty of dirt at uh, Atlanta. So right, and that covered a lot more, a well, lot more ground. So but you know, but hold on, know. they got free dirt at Atlanta. They took it. Oh. They took it from the speedway place out there. So. Okay, well that makes sense. Yep. Everything I feel like everything was built like how it should be. Like the rhythm sections were built bigger, yep, um, and more technical. And obviously the loops they they made that were probably the biggest set of loops I've ever seen in a Supercross race. They weren't. They were. I wouldn't say they were sketchy. I would say obviously you had to be on your toes, and yeah. I was, I wasn't comfortable in them. But right. it doesn't mean they were wrong. So I actually I I like the tracks. I think mm-hmm. the last one. I mean I might be saying I didn't because I didn't do good. It was my probably my least favorite, but. Um, my first favorite was probably the first one, I would say. Even the second one was really good. But um, overall, I thought they did a pretty good job with the layout and just building the jumps in, in general. So, right. yeah, there was some big crashes, but I don't really think it was because of the track. I would just say that it was just mm-hmm. – I think it was definitely put you on your toes more. I worked for – well, Red Dog for sure. He would have – if on that track, Atlanta won. If Red Dog only got one seven-minute practice in, he would have been fucking losing his mind, Paul. <laughs> like, he would have been... jump stuff? Dude, he would have been... Yeah, he wouldn't have... First of all, yeah, he didn't jump stuff to the night show, for the most part. <laughs> so you know what I mean? So how were you, Chase, with only one practice and going into the track like that? Uh, I really liked it. Um, I I tend to learn tracks really really fast, and mm-hmm. the free practices, I'm usually pretty good in, just because I, le- I learn it, like, I pick it up pretty fast, but... Um, there were still some jumps out there that I really wanted to like uncork. There was a there was a quad I wanted to do at the second one that I didn't didn't do, and I feel like that might have been because of just my crashes this year and being dumb. But right. I think the tracks in general, learning them um, is not really my problem. I actually right. liked it was it was not nice that we didn't ride that much, but it, it gave it a little bit more of uh, excitement and made it just harder to learn the track. So and it was muddy, so that was a little bit more difficult, but. Um, yeah, for me, I actually, I didn't mind not having that much practice. Right, right. Yeah, I definitely, Paul, I don't know about you, but I would have had riders that were losing their minds. Uh, that. I mean, I don't know me personally, but I, I like what Chase said and I agree. Like it, it, it was something different and it right. finally, you know, it seems like we all, they always get plenty of practice and, yeah. and it, and kudos to the guy who can learn it faster. By the way, Paul, uh, you're working for Renthal. What's happening with the bar with Chase's tooth mark in it? Oh, Are I got put- it at my house, but I think we're going to. Are we, we putting on display? Yeah, we want to do something with it for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because it is a legit tooth mark. It's pretty gnarly. So gnarly, Chase. God, dude. Oh, oh my. Yeah, I, that uh, that wall jump, I, if I could have got that down, that was a second. A <laughs> that was sick. Sure. It was sick that you I, tried it. Uh, but it was, it, was ten, it was either 10 feet longer or 10 feet shorter. I would have been completely fine. Yes. But I had to land right in the middle. I didn't want to come up short. That's definitely, I, like, I right. did not want to come up short, and I didn't come up short. I did, well, actually, I technically I did. But yeah, you went like, long. Yeah, you went long. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel like it looked like you weren't really on. Like I feel like you could have done it. I just like just a little bit more. Like oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Right. Like I feel like you were going even like slower than I th- would have thought. That you know I'm like oh he's yeah. Anyways. So here's a question, Chase. Right. If you grease it the first time, do you consider going onto the tabletop? Uh, it's tough to say. I mean, <laughs> it's when I when I actually when I did it, I'm like, man, if I just step a little bit faster in the heat, going into the heat race, I'm like, or even the main event, I was like, man, if I got a full move out, I might just jump onto this thing. And I was I never ended up doing it. I kind of I was being a baby about it, but um, it was it was deceiving because it really wasn't the face was pretty tamed down. It was almost like a triple face, and I never double triples ever. That's one thing I never do. I either go roll, 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 or triple. No in between. <laughs> so uh, that was 
probably my problem because I, I mean, that yeah. was like, bas- it was a little bit bigger than a double of a triple, but yeah, yeah. I, I completely misjudged it and I came back and I was pretty, I was pretty bummed because I had, I had to get 15 stitches and lost oh, yeah. one of my teeth, one of my teeth. So, um, if, yeah, it was a bummer, but yeah, it was, <laughs> it was gnarly. Put that thing on like a traveling display. Like, Hey, like, yeah, you know, we need to do something cool. Yeah. We're, maybe we'll frame it and. I don't. I don't know if you want it, Chase. <laughs> was, well, it was funny because they were Asterix was digging through my. Cause I had a hole straight through my, like from my teeth through your straight, lip. You can see straight to my my teeth through, oh. from the outside. So there was they were digging through there, making sure it was like all cleaned out. And they're like, "What is this?" And it was a piece of the bar in my in my mouth, oh, in my lip, like wedged in there. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Oh my god! And then yeah, it, it was not pretty. The one I will say, the one that hurt way worse though was the one in Dallas. That one. By far, was probably the most. I mean, obviously breaking bones and stuff yeah. is painful, but right, like right. that face, like that, like it almost like makes you depressed because everything you do, you are hurting. No matter what, eating, sleeping, drinking, yeah. everything yeah. hurts. Yeah. It was it was miserable. Yeah, you look like uh like like. Oh, I'm dating myself, but like the the Dr- Ivan Drago just beat the shit out of you. Yeah, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, no, it was bad. Um. I don't even want to ask you, but I got to ask you because we just got to ask, how's Stu? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Stu's good. Are you Stu's, tired uh, of talking about Stu? Are you tired of talking about Stu to people? No, I mean, Stu's, Stu and I get along good. Like, we have a good relationship, and, um, yeah, he's chill. So, no, I don't get, I don't okay. ever get uh, bothered by it. I know you guys love him. I know you did the whole finding Stu thing. So, yeah, you have, uh, you're definitely a big fan. Do you beat him when you play golf? Uh, it's, it's close. He's, I think his potential, I don't know. I, I Cause you're a pretty good golfer good. from what I hear. Yeah. You actually had like short story. I, I hold out for Eagle the Thursday before the last race in Atlanta. I thought, nice. Oh my God, I'm going to win this. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, and I'm going out there and doing terrible. But no, I mean, he's, he's probably, I mean, he's shot better scores than I, than I have. And he was really good at one point. Um, but now he's kind of going through, uh, I don't know, a little lull. So we're pretty close. We we struggle together. Jordan Bailey told me that sometimes he'll golf with him a couple years ago or whatever, and if he's having bad a bad game, he's gone on like the sixth hole. Gone. That's what I do. Oh, yeah. He's just gone. Yeah. yeah. I, Jordan, I tried pawning my clubs Jordan, after Jordan nine like, holes one time. Jordan will be like, you turn around, he's gone. Yep. Just yeah. No, he'll just disappear and he'll like bounce around on holes because he lives on this course right. that we play on. And it's like I'm when I say. This is a nice course. This is a nice course in yes. probably Florida, like private course right, guys. And right. it was, and he just bounces around. He'll be that. He goes wherever. He don't. He does not <laughs> care. Stew, he'll dude. just be gone. He's like, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll just be gone. Um, yeah, we. Uh, it's so funny. Like his legacy. Like it's. It's just like you'd watch that Daytona thing, and you're like, what's Stu, what would Stu do this weekend? I forget Atlanta three. We're up in a press box with Brayton. And JT, myself, and Wygant, and then Brayton is like, I don't even remember what. Maybe it was Atlanta two. I don't remember which one. Brayton was like, Hey, you guys think Stu does that? Like whatever we, whatever we were looking at, you know, it's just like that's where we're at with him. It's just like a legacy of like, would Stu do yeah. that, or what? You yeah. know what I mean? And we and we break it down, and we like break it down. I'm like, Ah, I think he would. Or, you know what I mean? I th- yeah. It, <laughs> he he was uh, he definitely wasn't afraid. And like I said, like there's multiple times out there where like, and I like to jump. Like obviously, yeah, I like to do right. big jumps and stuff like that. And the Daytona one honestly might have like not scared me a little bit, but kind of made me settle down. And <laughs> there were some quads at Atlanta that like yeah. were definitely doable that I didn't do. Like there was one, I was probably halfway through the main event, and I was seriously like so close to like, there was that after the pit board, 
you were going like wheel tap and then triple single, 100% you could have quadded that. Like, yeah, no yeah. problem. Yeah. It was just problem making the corner. Right. And I was just so close to doing it, but probably better I don't. I don't <laughs> it wasn't necessary. I was losing the race in that other part of the track. So, um, no, it was – there's some jumps out there. A 450 can pretty much jump, right. jump anything. So. Yeah. Yeah, and especially now, like, you know, his bikes were carbureted. A lot of them were, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yours yeah. are – they're better now than they were when he raced. But to know? me, the coolest – Yeah, 100%. I don't want to take Chase's interview into a stew Oh, no, go ahead. No, we're fine. But go ahead. the yeah. coolest part <laughs> to me about it was his – he would save it. And he would yeah. – he'd get it out in the main event when and just blow people's wigs back. How about he wouldn't yeah. ride the last practice? Yeah, he would ride such a two, strong move. He would ride two practices and call it a day. I know. That's a move. <laughs> I like it. That's playing the mental game. Right? That's everything. Like, yeah, I'm good. Dude, I don't need any more practice. I'm good. It's a move. I, I, I got like this, it. everybody. You're just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was a power move. If you did that nowadays, I mean, people would be. Right. I, I don't know what. I don't think they'd know what to do because right. no one's done it. I mean, honestly, you could do it. I feel like we get yeah. plenty, oh, of, you get plenty sure. of practice. Plenty of practice. Do it next weekend, Chase. Yeah, at this point, I don't even care about qualifying. <laughs> like qualifying first is great, but I actually really but, like being first heat. So yeah, yeah, like second, I'm actually not mad at. Like yeah. Anderson passed me last lap this weekend, right. or was passed me for the pole. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I was usually I'm pretty bummed about it. But for the two D, it's nice. Your second heat which is better. But four fifty, I like being first heat. So I wasn't really bummed out about it. And yeah, if you, if you're not worried about qualifying, cause it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. No, like, it I doesn't. Learned that no. The hard way, the hard way, plenty of times. So. <laughs> Um. Yeah. I. I it, you don't even need to do the last practice. I only. The only way you do it is if you're doing bike setup stuff or um trying to find like a setting. But yeah. Yeah. He was telling me he's like, man, I just. I learned the track the first practice and, like he would. I mean, he would just tell me he's like, yeah. I mean, um, I knew no one beat my time. Cause he, I think he said he's like a second faster than anybody. He only did one lap in practice fast. So he's like, yeah, I just save it for the races. Yeah. Um, don't show your hand too about, much. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. There was, there was a quad I did in Arlington. No, not Arlington. Uh, Houston, the second one, the one I crashed at the one oh, yeah. section that yeah. I did first. And I, I, the sooner that I did it, I said that was stupid because I should have saved it for the race. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and, and everyone ended up doing it. So right, right. no, he was not like that, that. That's some balls to pull it in the race. Cause if you crash, obviously that's, um, going to cost you some time or possibly injured. Yeah. So, yep. um, yeah, it was, he he definitely was uh, very talented on a dirt bike. <laughs> yes, well, and I appreciate the gamesmanship of it, right? Like, because he's playing every card he ha- And I, I grew up in Florida, and I was, I'm very similar in age to James, so we were always at the same races a lot of times, and, and he would always win, right? Every single time he went. But sometimes yeah. it would go bad, and he would oftentimes leave. Like, he wouldn't race the second <laughs> moto because in Cycle News, they only print the top five results. So if he's not... He wanted to be first, or he didn't want to be there. Yeah, so, yeah. like, so yeah. people just assume, oh, he just didn't go to that yeah. race. Right. Like that was his That's move. Funny. Yeah, it's like a golf game. It's the same thing. He does yeah, yeah, there. same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, you're not gonna beat me if I'm not there. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I I've always gotten mad. At, I'm not mad, but I've always ranted on this show. Like you guys are out there flipping off uh, privateer dudes and freaking out over somebody who gets in your way unintentionally on a fast lap. It's like, oh, dude. Your uh, third gate pick instead of second for a heat race. Like, who cares? Like, no, it does not matter. I at mean, all. the Cowie guys get money for fast qualifiers. I don't know if they still yeah. do. I think they do. I know they I did think for Adam a while. Does. Did, you, did you see Adam on a fast and a qualifying? He he likes to go for it, but yeah, he, yeah. I know for a fact he got an antipathy. Like, yes, yes, yes. That was yeah. a known thing, but right. I don't know if he does in four fifty class. Yeah, you'd ask. But him. other but yeah, than that, he, just calm down. Just calm down on the hot laps. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean the heat race means a lot more because then you get 
Yes. You get to pick. Yeah. Like, yeah. The game's been gnarly lately, so um, getting a first date pick is an advantage. Yeah. we got a question for you here from uh, Chris. Uh, Chris, welcome to the show. What's your question for Honda's Chase Sexton brought to you by Skosh, Skosh.com? Chase, it's Chris the lawyer in Minneapolis. i got a quick question for you. Since the last, yes, uh, since the wicked accident where you smashed your mouth, have you considered wearing a mouth guard? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely come came to mind after, especially two of them. The first one, I just was like, oh, it's not going to happen again. And then it did happen again in <laughs> Dallas. It, it, uh, it definitely came to mind because, uh, like I said, that, that hurt pretty bad. Um, I'm still not wearing one. Uh, I just haven't, I haven't even put one on, but I do know people wear them for concussions too. Definitely something to look into. I thought about wearing like a, they don't have those. It's like a, it's a very small one just for your like your teeth and stuff like that. I don't know. I haven't really looked into it too much yet. Cause it, I, I like to have the least amount of um, restriction as possible. I don't like having stuff in my mouth. Um, but I'm definitely going to look into it because I cannot afford to hit my face one more time and just destroy <laughs> my, my lip. So, uh, no, that's a good question. I definitely thought about it. Thanks, Chris. Cool. Bye. Thanks, man. Uh, also, too, uh, you were wearing an Atlas neck brace for years. Of course, you switched to Alpine Stars, but you're not wearing their neck brace. Is it something with braces? Uh, we saw Marvin take his off. Uh, we've seen guys put them on. Like, was there a movement thing? Did you, like, Brayton, one time Brayton tried one and, and thought that he was faster without one because he could move his head a Can't bit. Can't see the face of the triple what, with one on. Uh, what do you, what, where'd you come up with that, Chase, for your, for your, your decision? Yeah, it definitely, it's been coming, like, I've, I've been thinking about it for a while now, mm-hmm. just, it's I, like you don't wear them in photo shoots like right. after, before the season starts, and I always feel so good on the bike, and like I don't know, it just it's something. It's it might be mental, but yep. for me, like getting in the whoops and stuff like that. So with the neck brace on, I was noticing where I was almost like like not shrugging my shoulders, but like my neck was. I had to like like not extend my neck super far, but to get my neck in the right position, it was mm-hmm. kind of putting strain, and I could just get into a position so much easier. I felt like without the neck brace, it was just not that I couldn't do it right. but before. I just felt like it was easier to do it without one. So that was kind of my decision. And then I really, I feel like my Houston crash, like I was pretty nervous just because I did hit the ground, like in the right. wrong position yeah. without a neck brace on. That was my first crash without one. That was big. So, um, yeah, it was, it's, I'm still on the fence about it. Like I right. do, I do like what they do. And I, I've worn one for a long time mm-hmm. and I was super good to me. So, yeah, I, I think they have they can do good and bad, but um, it's just kind of preference for me. And it was, I was honestly like mind blown that Marvin took it off. Like, yeah, me too. Me he too. Took it off right? After yeah. practice and just races it, I'm like, that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty gutsy. But yeah, I don't know. It's just something with like range of motion, especially in the loops, and you just feel freer without one. That's sure. kind of how I felt now. Right, right. Uh, also, I gotta say, like uh, our buddy Kay Clayson, we've had on the show the week after Atlanta won. And uh, he mm-hmm. talked about, you know, holding you up a little bit. And there's certainly a, a big debate among all of us. I thought you handled it pretty well. I thought you'd be fucking irate, Chase. Uh, you weren't really, though, I guess. I mean, obviously, look, it sucks. It bummed, bummed you out. Yeah. You know, Eli got you there. But, dude, I think you handled it pretty good. I don't know if I would be that cool at, at that, what Cade, <laughs> Cade got in the way. Yeah, I mean, I was I was bummed out, obviously. And, like, I, like he – I expected him to move. It wasn't even so much the corner. It was after the corner, that double. He kind of yeah. kept going right. And I was ex- it was. I was expecting him to go left, so I didn't really adjust for it. And then that's when I missed the double. Right. But for me, I think I told uh, – I've said this, I think, in the press conference. I thought it was last lap. Like, yeah. I, my mechanic on the pit board 
two laps to go, and it was just because the team called it out. It wasn't Jade's fault. The team, he was just a mis- miscommunication. So, for me, I thought it was last lap, and that's I lost the race. I mean, obviously he passed me there, but I lost the race when I didn't do that next double. Right. So that was on me, and um, I know Kay didn't mean to do it. It was a racing incident. There's, it's Yeah, it just stuff happens. So I can't go on the podium, and ultimately I'm just going to make myself look like a bigger idiot if I say something dumb. <laughs> obviously I was frustrated, and um, and he didn't mean to do it. So right. And it wasn't obviously it wasn't meant to be. So, we're uh, yeah, we're still striving for that win, but – it was going to be a good race. It was going to be a good last lap. I, it was. Hopefully, I wouldn't have pulled off after the <laughs> white flag. But um, well, I would have been more mad after that. Trust me. You didn't but, jump the no, you didn't jump the third double. So I was like, "What's up with that?" And that's why you were probably like wondering what's going on with the flag, right? You were totally yeah. Well, I saw I saw Eli get going. Like, is he doing like a victory lap? Cause he just beat me. <laughs> but um, no, I I didn't know it was last lap. And yeah, like I said, there was nothing. Yep. That Cade could have done after that. He didn't. Right. Do, mean, he didn't do it on purpose. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. It was. It's all good. Right. Right. Yeah. I. I just admire that you didn't just absolutely launch your bike at him and start screaming and yelling at him. So that. That's all. <laughs> so I've done that. I've done that too many times, and it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, right. Do any good. So. Yeah. No. It doesn't change anything. Right. You're absolutely right. No. The race is over. So. Right. Right. Uh. Well. Hey, man. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh. Really uh, appreciate the time. Uh. We'll see you out here for Salt Lake City. Are you staying in between? Or are you going back to Cali in between? <laughs> Uh, I'll probably go back to California. I'm going to be out in California for right. um, like five weeks because outdoors and everything like yeah, that. So yep, yep. I'll probably go back to California and change it up a little bit. But yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a good one. It's going to be interesting going back there after um, it's been a year. So yeah. we were there for quite a while. So it's going to be kind of like a homecoming almost. True. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, well, it's got good memories for you too there, Salt Lake City. So yeah. Um, yes, cool. sir. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you, Chase. Yes. All thanks, right, thanks, guys. All right. Yep. That's Chase Sexton, everybody. Good interview. Yeah, for sure. Chase is cool. Yeah. Uh, Chase Sexton brought to you by Scosche.com. Pulpamex2021 is the code to say with the folks at Scosche. Paul Parabinos in studio here as well. Uh, we got Nate Thrasher coming up and Cameron McAdoo, of course, uh, as well. Um, I think Chase does outdoors. Well, when we last saw him, he won, right, uh, at Paula. Can we, get, so, can we do some outdoor talk? We can, yeah. Yeah, let me let – me, uh, Pencil okay. it in. Yeah, let me write that down. You want to work the drops? Is that is that what you want to do? Uh, yeah, I, I would like to press some buttons, yeah. Okay, all right. Sounds yeah, good. we raise Rider D. We'll get there. We raise him when it's time. All Just right. slide it over. Okay, hold on. Okay. We're going to do this. Uh, don't, so. Don't, oh, comes with rules? Yeah, we gave this to, who Who we? Who did we give this to? I don't remember. We give it g- to me. We Okay, calm down. Hold Ball's on. Fine. We, we gave this to somebody, and they were very irresponsible with the drops. Okay. Uh, at the commercial, I'll, I'll Jerk off. work. Work on it, okay. All and right, that so way, I can try so to be quick. Are you familiar with all of the? No. Drops? Okay. So uh-uh. you, you see how they're I... you see how they're loaded via, you know? Do you have any questions? There's serious shit going on with those guys. Okay. Come a little closer to yourself. So you don't sure, sure, in. sure. Yeah. yeah the court Tell me reach. how to run my levers and. Yep. Well, no, just okay. you know, it's easier to do it. Yeah, do you have I'll, any? Do you have any favorites in there? I don't know yet. Let me dick with it over the commercials, and then I'll come. Well, you in. can't dick with it over the commercials because I won't hear it. Right. They we're play. going. To, we're going to commercial. They play. That might be, that might be fun. I think it's fine. What's with so many rules? Don't you want to eat your chipotle? Yeah, I do. Tits, are you okay about over there? Am I okay? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's down a down I got a, cup a re- size. I got a report that you were sleeping. <laughs> Definitely not sleeping. <laughs> it looked like he was sleeping. I was I was slumped, not paying attention. <laughs> okay. Definitely not sleeping. All though. right, sounds yeah. good. Thanks. What's Thanks tits? What's your first name? Is it Paul? Peter. Peter, okay. Yeah, it's close Just enough. Check and make it yeah. sure. All right. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. We're going to go to commercial break here. Speaking of uh, uh, commercials and Chipotle, uh, we're going to come back with Jason Thomas, ex-Brown Goggle Tear-Offs. 
Nate Thrasher, Cameron McAdoo, all coming up here. Paul Parabinos is in studio, of course. And uh, so we'll be right back after this, everybody. Yeah, we race Ryder D. We'll get there. We race him when it's time. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts Check and gear out my at competitive boat, prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories He's for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and ass. UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work. Or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here. You guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order.
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp Nation, Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Starcross 5 Tire Range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships in my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. 
Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas Brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and Rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and private tiers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Bet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today.
Welcome back, everybody. Pop Mesh Show presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Guys, the Decal Works are absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Paul Parabino's in studio with me. What's up, Paul? What's up, Paul? Use. Can you plug my drops back in? Yeah. Can you just? I, I was. Can you just wait? I was trying to respond with a drop. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Can I, so, ready? No. No, I'm not. Wah, wah, wah. Say, say, hey. How are you doing? Hey, how you doing, Paul? He's not Marks. What? what? Kind of a show you guys running here. It's a tight ship. He's not what? Can you explain it to him? Uh, we this, tried during the commercial. Is it still not plugged in? No. This is the cord. Okay. I play music. Oh, give me the cord. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. All right. The I wish Jesus. people could have heard the conversation right. that went on. All right. Now, Paul. I like how Paul right, now sets go for up it. everything Say. for the drops, yep. not usually hey, making the drops. How you doing, Paul? Show. Hey, buddy. All good, right. Steve. Me and Kenny are good. Uh, great to hear. <laughs> this show has reached a new low. Um, hold on. Pookie! Decaf! All right. Uh, Jason Thomas coming up here shortly. Uh, let's go to Colin on four. Colin, what's up, man? Colin. Oh, hey. What's up? How's it going? Good. Hey, so my, my question is, uh, you guys were talking about AC with Dino, and uh, so my question is, you know, with how frequently this dude is is injured, you know, I mean, is it is it feasible for him to maintain a factory ride, or is it going to be like, I mean, what is it like, I mean, who are the other guys who are injured all the time, and, you know, who are just going to end up going to, like, the Canadian series or something like are that? Are you kidding you know, me? Is, is that feasible? feasible for him to maintain a factory ride yes because because well it doesn't we've seen it all before it really doesn't matter paul you can back me up here or you can agree agree or disagree it doesn't matter how much you get hurt it's what you do when you're healthy that determines you keeping your ride so if adam comes out and wins some races and gets hurt again he will get hired again and again and again he signed a two-year deal with cowie so the end of uh 2022 is his uh is his contract up so Paul, I mean, are you with me on that? Ultimately, how you, how much you get hurt does not matter. It's what you do at the races that you're there. Yeah, yes and no. Unless you're getting super old or something, you keep yeah. getting hurt. And but in Adam's not, case. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, he's he has race-winning potential. He will be on factory equipment for a while. Unless the speed goes away. Yes. Which none of us really see that happening no. anytime soon. No. I mean, look at Josh Grant. Look at Trey Kennard. Look at Travis Pastrana. They kept rides when they missed a ton of races. Jordan Smith, even. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I, I totally get it. You know, I'm just looking at, like, the the money perspective of it. Or, you know, cause, I mean, motocross, at the end of the day, is a business. You know, so, I mean, if your dude is out for half the season, you know, I mean, is it is it going to benefit you? But, you know, yeah, but granted, these, these like, teams don't the, care. The great results that you have while you're healthy. They don't care. I just told you that. They, they don't care. Okay. They, they, if you can yeah, win, I got you. if you can be fast, you can miss half a season. A hundred percent. Like, there's no question that if you were to come back and win two races a year and you race half the races, you will continue to keep a ride. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to, uh, Nick from Australia. What's up, Nick? How are you? Hey, mate. How are you? We're good. What's your favorite drop here from the show? Can Paul play you oh, a drop? Oh, I got it for you. Hold on. Let, no, I'll let, tell you what it is. Let Nick decide. Check out my boat, dude. <laughs> that one's awesome. That's chicken. Uh, Nick, is there a drop that Paul I, can play for you? 
I think it's got to be a right back there from Kiefer. I, I just can't get over that one. Oh, I got that for you. It keeps going. Uh, it's a, it's six seconds. Oh, it goes by itself. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's up, Nick? Hey, Marvin Mishan and his neck brace. Yeah. Do you guys see that, and what is your thought? On well, that? yeah, we just talked to Sexton about it, right? Sexton thought that was weird. I do, too. Marv has been a neck brace guy forever. He had it on in practice, I guess. Now, I can't verify this, but this is what I heard from people. He wore it during the day and then took it off, and that's weird. That would be a tough yeah. adjustment to do. No, taking it off is not a tough adjustment. To, no, just to make that decision. Oh. To, 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 to be a guy that, you know. Where's Leah at on that? Well, he tried to throw. Those guys have got to be pissed. Right? Aren't you like. Oh, yeah. I would. I mean, I, I, if I was Leah, I'd be like. I'd send an email immediately and say, hey, you'll be docked yeah, one, yeah. 129th of your pay or he however put, many races you well, pay him to do. threw it on for their interview, right? Yeah, but, but man. No, I know. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. But, yeah, ultimately. Obviously, his, his yeah, feeling yeah. about a neck brace changed. Right, right, which I, I, I'm, I'm down with. I think that's yeah. fun. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to not wear a seatbelt. These pros, a lot of them don't even wear chest protectors, you know, which is insane to me. What if McAdoo had a neck brace on in his crash when he flipped over the tunnel? What? Well, do you th- would it have been worse, or I think I think he would have. Yeah, I think it would have been worse. Oh no, I, I don't. No? no, I don't. I don't agree with that. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know, Nick. It's got to be. Uh, it's got to be gnarly, right? Like uh, a big decision yeah. to sit there and be like, I'm going to take this off for the first time in God knows how long. I'm sure Rhino will have an opinion on it anyway. I talked to Rhino. Uh, so last week's race, last week's show, the week before, uh, I went on my rant about Rhino and knee braces because now he's attacking yeah. knee braces. Um, Rhino was not happy with me. He called me at 6 in the morning <laughs> and left me a message. Um, so I called him back on Thursday. And we basically had to – he talks – first of all, he talks so fast that you're trying to think about the point that he was making that where you're like, I want to I disprove your point, but he's already 30 seconds down the road and he's not giving you a chance to, to talk. So it's very tough to have a conversation with Rhino. At the end, though, we agreed to disagree. You know, I said, what about Marvin's races that he won with a neck brace on? All the supercrosses and all the motocross races where Marvin was the baddest dude in the world. And he had the neck brace on and knee braces. And then Rhino just glossed over that and said, now he's no longer able to, to win because of that. And I'm just like, I, I, I'm just like what happened in a year? Mm-hmm. Um, he brought up Anderson not or Anderson winning, riding better than ever before. And I'm like, but he won a supercross title with a neck brace on. He brought up yeah. RV. RV wears wrist, neck, and knee, <clears throat> and was the baddest dude in the world. So, honestly, Nick, I mean, Rhino's fine. We're cool. Uh, he he thanked me for calling him, but I was I, I didn't. I, I still not with him. I'm still not with him. I talked to a couple of pro guys on knee braces. They they told me, and I I ride and race at a very low level, but I certainly ride and race. I don't feel like there's anything I can do on a bike that a knee brace holds me back from. Uh, and when I worked for pro riders, they would grip. The, the, the graphics and the tank would be shredded from a knee brace. So they could mm-hmm. obviously grip very well. I talked to a couple of pro racers who told me there's no movement that they can make with a knee brace that a knee brace holds them back from. So, uh, you know. I like a lot of what Rhino says. A lot of it is is sometimes out out there, but I filter through it, and I believe a lot of what he says. But when it comes to knee braces, for me personally, 
I mean, if I drove to Florida to go riding and I forgot my knee braces, I would not ride. That's how important <laughs> right. they are. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not on there with that. But thanks, Nick. Anything else? Um, when are we getting Darkside back in studio? Who? Darkside. The Pony oh. Pod. Oh. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Should we get him back in? I mean, I, I, I wanted to get him in a couple weeks ago. Mark's told me no. So. I think I think we need we we need the it's pony pod back in. Fake news. The pony comes back in. Calm down, Fox. The po- uh, I don't make, know. Make yeah, no, I would ha- I would have dark side back in. I, we need to figure it out. I guess. Yeah, I am not doing a wrap up or a sound check pod with him. I'm not. <laughs> hell, hell will freeze over before I do a sound check pod with Dark Side. You I know. think the wrap up shows are fun, dude. Never listen to one. Well, they're good. They're fa- it's the you, best. Rap- all you do is make fun of it, so it doesn't. I don't make fun of it. I'm trying to bring it. I'm trying to elevate oh, it to a new level, it. like what you, you did with Dean. You critique it. Trying to bring it to a new level. Oh. Hey, can we call Kiefer? Can you call Steve, you Kiefer's number? Steve gave Darkside a compliment the other week. What? I did. See? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you do that? Because he's working on his game. Ah, uh, you're you're breaking brand though. It's not a brand. It's just real talk. Oh, it's real. Spade real, is a spade. Yeah, got it. Spade <laughs> is a spade. That's why when you got all mad at me about Anderson and A Ray. And you said your dislike for Anderson is clouding you. I was mad at you because has my dislike or like of anybody ever clouded my vision to call it as I see it? I thought it was clouding at that point because you okay, I was. But, but knowing me. Yeah, that's why I was so fired up. Friend or foe, I call it like I see it. Yes, that's why I was like, dude, either. And again, I don't want to say, you know, you're t- you watched motorcycle racing forever. And I was like, maybe it's because you're at the race and you didn't see it, Steve. But like. That was A-Ray's fault. It was mostly A-Ray's fault. Not all A-Ray's fault. Two things had to happen for that thing that, for that incident. A-Ray had to go left, and Anderson had to not triple. Had to mess up the section. Had to mess up the section. A-Ray deserves most of the blame, yes. But if you don't jump the jumps in Supercross, Paul, as you know... Uh, sometimes you can get landed sometimes on. Sometimes you get landed on. Sure. So. But, man, you were strong. But you... but. You know my feeling. Like I don't care if the guy likes me or not. I've I've got oh, out of at, I know a, that ACS texted me and been like, "You're an idiot," because <laughs> I've criticized him for you know what I mean. Like that's my buddy, but it doesn't matter. Osborne yeah. the same way. You know what I mean? I just call it like I see it. I'm not always right. I'm not saying I'm always right, but I call it like I see it. You saw in the beginning of that when you didn't see the replay, you were you didn't see it apparently because you okay. were calling it inaccurately. No, I didn't. I was not. <laughs> I did send a text. To uh, on another group text that said, what, you know what the fuck, a ran. I'm like that's fifty fifty, and then and then they were like, and I'm like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, that's not fifty fifty. See, I, see, right. that's the, uh, the right. tough part too. Is there's so much sarcasm in our text? Yes, there is. It's very hard to read it. Right. So, um, all right, Nick, I'll work on getting Dark Side in here. Thank you. Does he get to stay in the house, or do I have to put him in a hotel? Ooh, can you trust him in the house? I don't think. Good I can. Good question. I don't think I can. No. I like this guy. Uh, maybe in the shed. Maybe put him in the shed. <laughs> what about in the hot tub? The hot tub. He stays in the hot tub. <laughs> hair. Right. He'd like the hot tub. Filters would be all clogged up yeah, with hair. Just, yeah, pony everywhere. <laughs> just a wet pony. Um, all right. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I thought you had Kiefer. You got Kiefer? I can't pick him up. Hey, sleepy eyes. All right. Sleepy eyes. I wasn't actually sleeping. Chris Kiefer. Yo. Paul Parabino's in studio here. Keith, you want me to hit some drops for you? I got uh, full here, control. Here we go. Oh, we got drops? Okay, go. That's right. All right. I love beating my meat. Ha, 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 ha. 
I don't want to blow fly. Can't do that, yeah. dude. But no, like, no, 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 that no, is no. a really good helmet. You want more? No, we're good. Okay. <laughs> I think we're good. That uh, is like an orgy of sound drops. Uh, hey, by the way, now we're talking. By the way, um, uh, Kiefer knows his truth. So he knows his truth. I, know, I, I thought I know, Heather, Heather knows hers. Where did you stand on Stopwatch Gate? I watched the Racer X video. Yeah. And hmm. <laughs> it didn't. I know how Chris is as a rider, and I know how Aiden is as a rider, and it didn't add up to me. Because to me, I would have thought Aiden would be faster in the beginning and slower at the end, and Chris would be slower in the beginning and faster in the end. So, and then someone, I saw something, I don't know where it was, maybe it was YouTube, or someone sent it to me. Heather was showing that she yes. was doing it with two phones. <laughs> yes, with her technique. Yeah, and then I was like, that's loose. And and Aiden that's, that's is loose. Heather's only child. So I right. gotta. It's fishy, is what it is. I know my God, truth. She, she has not uh, got a break from that either. So at least once a day, she gets jabbed from that. Uh, <laughs> all right. So listen, I want to have you on here, Kiefer. Uh, I talked to Rhino this week. I oh went, shit! I went off on Rhino last show. I talked to him this week, but yep. you tested the TP one ninety nine knee pads versus knee neck knee braces. <laughs> Are we gonna do this right now? Where, yeah. you, where are yeah. you at? Where are you at on this? Uh, okay, so I've ridden about four days in the knee guards. Wait, have you had any Go knee ahead. injuries, Chris? Yeah, I've had an ACL and MCL. Okay, go ahead. Um, so this will be up on pulpmx.com later this week, by the way, but we'll just blow it out right now. Yeah, please do. Uh, Nobody listens so to the show. I, for, for me... I haven't ran a knee guard in a long time. So once this started up, I was like, shit, I got to try this. So I started, got the TP199s from someone, um, put them on. I was a little skeptical because it was kind of a little pain in the ass. It kind of pinched the back of my my knee. But as I rode, I had Rhino's voice in my head. And son of a bitch, like it is, to me, it is a lot friendlier to ride without knee braces because i feel looser i can grip the bike better um i feel like there's less binding to my legs um now with that being said i took a rock to the knee at glen helen on saturday and that that didn't feel too good well they're they're plastic cups on the front or they're just foam no it's like it's like a harder foam jesus so you can get ones with you know obviously different kinds um, that have plastic but um, so I did take a rock down the straightaway, and although it didn't hurt bad, but I could feel it, right? And I'm like, oh, I never felt that before. Um, and I would be worried about, like, racing, side impact, someone coming in on me, just something where the hinges would protect my knee a little bit better. Now, I am a firm believer if I'm going to tear my ACL, I'm going to tear it regardless of what I have on. I don't think the knee brace is going to save my knee um, with an ACL injury. I just don't see that. Unless you're doing it the old school way with Castillo said you got to have a tether, you know, to your boot mm-hmm. and how Asterisk designed that knee brace back in the day. So if people want more comfort, a little less protection, the knee guard, Rhino's right. It is better to ride with, and you can ride more efficiently with it. I can find my my footing better, um, I just feel the bike more with the with the knee pad. So, mm, shit, wow. the, the dude is onto something. I'm I'm Start shocked. 
I'm shocked. Uh, yeah, I talked to a couple of pro riders about it, and they're like, no, no, I can, I can do everything I want with a knee brace on. There's no. And you can like see that's the that's the thing. Like when I have my knee brace on, like I was like, oh, I'm fine. I don't need this shit. Like whatever. But you, if you don't go back every once in a while to see, like we just did now, you don't know. So I just did this, and I'm like, shit, this is actually really good. So I might stick with this for a while. Well, that's so my next question a, for oh, you. Wow. Yeah, so my next question. It's a better was, feeling for wow. you, Chris, but yeah. more dangerous. Fake signs. It's like raincoat, no raincoat. Exactly. <laughs> throwing the dice out there. <laughs> well, I don't know where that's from. So, talking uh, about a condom. I told, I, Whoa, this is a family-friendly show Prophylactic. here. Uh, you know what? That's it's fine. So, There's nothing wrong mm, about a condom. Mm. I don't know why they're behind the... the, the pro the, or no pro. You know, behind the glass anyway. Those should be right out. You should be able to buy those however you want, <laughs> no matter how, how old you are. Okay. Anyways, all right. right? Hey, uh, so Aiden's going to stay in knee braces. Um, why? I, I, I just fucking, feel like uh, I, I, I offered it to him, and he just said, I want to stick with what I got, so I'm going to let him. Nice glasses, Pookie. Um, all right. Well, I'm, uh, I'm shocked. Rhino. But, next frontier. Yeah. Right. He's on to the next frontier. Here, here's what I've said about Rhino in the past. You've got to filter through, through some of the shit. You can't feed your dog hydration fuel, and he's going to be cured, cured cancer the next day. Okay. Like, I use the word filter. I know that. I knew I know that's bullshit, but like some of these things he says has merit. Yep. So I agree. You have you have to figure it out. Do you ever think about riding in tennis shoes? You can feel the uh, pegs a lot better than boots. Oh my god! Yeah, D- DV does. DV. Yeah. You're out of your mind, dude. All right. Well, Kiefer, um, thanks for the call. Thanks for the wrap up. I look forward to reading this on pulpamex.com this week. Yes. And yes, uh, and we will dive into this. Uh, but uh, for now. Ryan Hughes, innovator. So well, hold on, before I get on the phone, did he was he pissed? Was, how was he on the phone? Hey, buddy. Wasn't like that. <laughs> um, he was okay. He, he we had to agree to disagree. Uh, I couldn't really get a word in a lot of times. He talks very fast, very intensely. Um, Are so, you gonna freaking argue with me, Meathead? He, you know it's yeah, that was me. Um, so I kind of yeah, we we didn't really get along too well. As far as that goes, but we were fine. No, no yelling, no cursing, none of that. You know what I mean? We we're fine. So but. The end of the call was okay. Yeah, he said, "I respect you for calling me, man." Cool. Oh, that's good. So, so I was like, oh, "Okay, all right." Just, like, oh, just, oh. just let's not fight right away. I'm like, "Okay, bro, me." I'm like, "Oh, okay, goddamn." Um, <laughs> okay, goddamn. <laughs> okay, goddamn. Uh, so, all right, hold on a second, Kiefer. JT, what's up, man? What's happening? I talked to Rhino. He. I... I, I'm sad I missed that. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. Is, is Rhino okay? No, I, I don't think he didn't talk to him on the air. No, no, I meant on the phone. Yeah, just on the oh, phone. Oh, just a personal call. Yeah, personal yeah. call. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He. Uh, uh, but here, but Kiefer, <laughs> Kiefer just, just claimed that the uh, knee pads were fine. Maybe even better. Yeah, that, that's fine. If you're worried about a one-lap sprint and you want the most feel in the world, great. But if you're going to ride dirt bikes quite a bit and you're worried about blowing out your ACL, I, I still think a knee brace is much better. Kiefer, would you go racing in your knee cups? Uh, I'm going to try it this weekend. Hmm. Godspeed. <laughs> yeah, and if you're bareback, and be careful, dude. Uh, <laughs> well, JT, hold on. Jay, so you think yeah. a, a, a knee brace is going to prevent an ACL injury? Yes or no? Uh Prevent is probably not the word I would choose. I would probably choose uh, reduce the likelihood 
I tore my ACL in a set of knee braces before. Yeah, of course. They're, they're not going to stop it from happening, but I think when you are in a situation where you're putting stress and strain and torque on your knee, uh, there's less of a chance of, of traumatic injury in a knee brace than versus a knee cup. Okay. Oh, well, goddamn. There it is. Uh, Parabinos is in charge of the drops. You want me to hit one for you, JT? What you, which one's your favorite? Poor uh, Steve. He's going to lose his yeah, shit. Dealer's choice. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, we race Ryder D. We'll get there. We race him when it's time. <laughs> That's a good one. I really don't care. Um, all right, uh, Kiefer. Thanks for updating us. Uh, I look forward to it being yeah. reading this uh, this week. And uh, long live Rhino, I guess. Listen, Kiefer knows his truth. He does know it's his fun. truth. Yeah. I know my truth. You know your truth. No, no, Have no, a good no, show, no, guys. No, no. All right, thanks, buddy. See ya. Goodbye. Oh, okay, goddamn. You think uh, I'm hitting them too often? I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Travis? Marks? All right. I'll, it I'll, sounds, uh, I, I feel like that's how I was when I first started yeah. this job. I yeah. was hitting them way too often. Okay, fine. Kinda, all right. You got to kind of find your rhythm a little all right, bit. All right. Yeah, it's fine. How many more hours we got to Find your on. rhythm. <laughs> I find will your find rhythm. my rhythm. Uh, find my truth. Find your truth. Um, okay, so Hamaker wins a race. Thrasher wins two. Fry struggling. Schwartz is struggling. Uh, did I capture uh, Voland? Yeah. Yeah. Before he got hurt. Who, who's been the most impressive? I mean, is it just easy to say Thrasher with two wins? I think it's easy to say Hammaker. Okay. He's never, this is his, what are we on? His sixth, seventh pro race? Yeah. I think that's impressive. I said it earlier. I, JT, what? who's More the last, than Thrasher? who's the last pro, who's the, to win, you know, to win his first super, like, uh, who, I'm sorry, who's the last rookie to win his first supercross? And, like, and in his by first rookie, year. By rookie, you mean someone who didn't. Meaning, like, three digit guy. Yeah. Rookie. First race ever? No, not first race ever. In his first year, like Hamaker did. I just think that's a uh, really big accomplishment that not only like the really greatest guys have done. Yeah, I mean Ricky did. Yeah, I mean lots of people have. I mean he's he's had a great season, no doubt. Ricky no did. No doubt about it. Ricky did. He he didn't win a Supercross in his first Supercross. No, he season. was number seventy. Yeah, he won a race that year. No, no, he didn't. He got he got seventy from Steel City. So Paul right, is just saying he, his first supercross. Yeah, Paul season. is saying not oh, even. Paul is saying I, I meant like true, yeah, true, true rookie. Well, he only rookie. he raced, You're right. He raced, he raced one race. So he yeah, that's a Steel City. Yeah, he good went point. Sixteen seven or something. Um, yeah, I, I'm not trying to take anything away from Hamaker, but I think what Thrasher's done over the last three rounds is pretty darn impressive. Um, I mean, we'll see what Salt Lake brings, but yeah, it shouldn't be an indictment against Hamaker just because I think Thrasher's been amazing. Fly Racing, by the way, flyracing.com. Please check them out. Zone Pro Goggle is a big uh, push for these guys this year, uh, as well the Formula Helmet with Rion Technology, all-new light pant, of course, and the 2021.5 Kinetic Mesh is out. Get it. Saw all the guys in it uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, it is available now at your local dealer or e-tailer like motorsport.com. You can go there, too, and uh, and check it out. So, um, so I have a Rhino okay. question. All right. So we've seen Rhino go hard on neck braces, yes. right? We've seen him now transition, uh, and this one really caught me off guard. Going after knee braces, I did not. I'll be honest, I didn't see that one coming. And I'm waiting for his attack on masks and uh, the face brace. I believe he's going to come after face the face brace as his next uh, mission attempt here. It, it just dawned on me this weekend that that would be the next next in line that he would attack the masks of the world. What's a face, face brace? brace? 
That's what he's going to name it. That's what he's going to name the mask is a face brace. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, yep. yeah, he has uh, he has gone after masks. Yeah, absolutely. He said something about not being capti- capti- captive or something uh, a while ago. Uh, you knew that was coming for sure. Rhino's in, yeah. Um, but Kiefer, look, I was surprised with, at what Kiefer had with, to say. Yeah, Kiefer, but man, Kiefer, I, I could totally see that happening because Kiefer will try something. And I'm not saying that it wouldn't have its redeeming qualities. Knee braces are wide. I think they they do rede- reduce some feel. They're bulky in, in in many cases. So, you know, it's not like knee braces are anything fun to wear, but I, I do think that they serve a purpose, and I do think they can prevent you from having a, you know, six-month, eight-month injury uh, in, in some cases. So, for me, it's, it's worth the inconvenience to wear a knee brace. When, I, when I'm riding, I don't even notice that you have a knee brace on, which I think most people would agree with. You guys are sheep. I love my knee braces. You guys are sheep. All right, okay. Uh, X-Brown goggle tear-offs, let's do this. Wow, reaction or, or not. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles are the choice of champions everywhere. Like Kyle Chisholm, like Alex. What? The like guy's asleep on the gate. It's I was hanging up a phone call. It's it's not smart. Oh. Yeah. Uh, X-Brand goggles. JT, did you know that WPS has the brand new Lucid goggle in stock now, ready to ship, ready to sell? Did you know that? I did. I did. I know he. we got them, and then they were immediately gone, and then we got more. Yes. Flying off the shelves. Uh, go to motorsport.com. Check out the new Lucid goggle from X-Brand. Like I said, champions like Chisholm. And uh, uh, Ricky Russell. Ricky Russell. You're welcome. Ricky Russell. Sixth in points. Sixth in points. Crushing it at GCC. You know who else? Josh Strang. X-Brand. Ooh. Yeah. A lot of champions using X-Brand. New Lucid Goggle. It's fantastic. I love it. Uh, These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Are you familiar with him, Paul? Uh Uh-uh. Okay. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Repeat fire. Here we go, Marks. Let's do this. Okay. Steve. Yep. You and JT had no major arguments on this week's race review pod. Is this the new normal? Honestly, he said so many things that were wrong, but I was just tired. I just, he's won. Really? He's, oh, yeah, you were tired? He's beat me down. I'm just tired. I was going to say that. I, w- I was tired. Chalk it up to wow. being the third third Atlanta. A third Atlanta. Long trip. Long trip back. Yep. I, I, I went, uh, yeah, I didn't get a nap in the afternoon. I feel that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I did. I did. <laughs> JT did. So I just, yeah, I just, you know, chalk it up to him. He said outrageous you know what? Honestly, things. And for me, um, I've had a, a tough run. Like Atlanta just wore me out. I was, these residencies really take a toll. My attitude hasn't been the best as of late, and I kind of reflected on that. And I wanted to, I wanted to be a little bit more cheerful and and grateful for the opportunities that I have. And I'm going to try to reflect that moving forward. Uh, fantasy has really frustrated me, and I've been letting it get the best of me. So I'm I'm trying to be a better version of myself. Wow. Wow is right. Do I'm we, looking for a drop. Do we have a drop? I don't know. There's no wow drop. I don't uh, – yeah, circle back. Okay. All right. <laughs> circle uh, All right. That, that's, not, that's not true? I feel, I feel like all everything I said is true. No, yeah, we're just – we're just we're, – we're not saying it's – yeah, we're not saying it's false. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. All right. Paul, what's the difference between aluminum and aircraft-grade aluminum? Uh, when you say there's so many different types, I mean, 
I think well, it's a it's a fancy marketing term for one, but aluminum is graded in uh well, a bunch of different ways, I guess. Between uh aluminum and an aircraft grade aluminum, yeah, it's just better. I don't know. All right, twenty three seconds. I feel like it's a it's a it's a just a. Hey, it's, this is really good aluminum because it's used in airplanes, which could which and it have to probably be has a heat treatment and all right. kinds of different things. And is there a is there a significant difference between seventy seventy five and sixty sixty one? Fuck if I know, JT. Okay. Also, why not titanium bars? Why don't we too stiff? Too stiff. They won't flex, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, too all stiff. Right. All right, fair enough. And and no yield, so like when you crash, they would snap, they snap. instead they of snap, bend. Right? right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> JT. Why don't you think Paul Cooper Webb is the greatest race closer in Supercross history? I do. I do. Moser was says, drunk. It says, why don't I? That I why read the question yeah, he, as it's written. Okay, all right. Yes. He was drunk on Saturday night and trying to make an argument out of something there was an, ar- an argument about. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't really have an argument for it. I think I think Carmichael could be in that conversation. Uh, you, you did not want to face Carmichael late in a race in that situation, but... I mean, Webb deserves all the credit in the world. No no doubt about it. 26 seconds. Steve, if you could have any other first name, what would it be? Flash. Wow. Flash. I thought you would Flash. say Ross. What? I thought you would say oh Ross God. or Rollerball or something like that. No, nah, Flash would be cool. I think that would be cool. Flash Mathis? Yeah. I think like that... you're, you're going around taking your clothes off in front of people? No, just Flash is a cool name. Flash Gordon. You know, the Flash, or the, it was a superhero. Okay. Paul, if you didn't live in Cali, where would you want to live? Wow, that's a good question because I've talked about this with um, my wife a bunch. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, well, we thought about Florida for a while, but... You're both from there. Yeah, I know, but yeah, I guess that would be where it is, but I really love the... I like I like a lot of the West Coast. I don't miss the humidity at all. I'll that's a what. big one. I, I, I think Utah is cool. I think Idaho is cool, but um, Idaho doesn't want anybody there. So you're not. Yeah, welcome. no, they definitely don't want Californians there. <laughs> just dude, just driving across the country with a California license plate, you get you get a lot of attitude on the on the road sometimes. But I, um, I tell you what, probably I was, Florida. I was in North Carolina. That was pretty nice out there. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, yeah. All right. Also, snows there. True. I don't care though. I'm can I'm Canadian. I don't snows do, in Vegas. I don't do snow. Yeah. JT, if you could train for one month, who would be faster, you or Paul? Oh, for a month. Oh, I don't know. I, be I can't beat anybody, man. I, I have no. You'd no be better or no, after a month, JT. You'd, maybe you'd, a month. You'd work me. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't know. It, all of that where I'm like, oh, I'm better than that guy or I could do this or that. I, I just don't have any of that anymore. Like not, not for riding dirt bikes. I don't ever do it. Like you can't expect it, be expected to do something well if you never do it. 29 seconds. This guy right here. Good job. Steve, where does the new dog rate so far compared to all the previous adoptions? Also, how many dogs have you adopted? I think Pookie and I counted. I think we were up to 14 in 15 years. That's more than Chad Reed. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, Augie's good. Augie's a little much. He's, he's young. You know, we usually get them when they're a little older. And they're a little more chill. Mm. Uh, Bassets are chill Augie's anyways. Awesome. But, yeah, Augie, Tits likes Augie. I like He's my favorite so far. Yeah. Yep. yeah. He's yeah. very, very personable. Yes. Yep. yep. Paul, what's the biggest benefit or perk of working at Renthal, and what's something you miss about working at Tucker? 
Uh, I don't miss much about working at Tucker because it's chain. It's not even the same Tucker that, you know, when I worked there, the biggest perk of working at Renthal, I'd say is, um, job security. Like it's just, it feels like you joined a family and I've never really had that when I, at any job I had, um, working from home is also a really, really nice perk. Um, I don't, I don't, I forget how much I drove and I took that for working granted. Working from like home would be lot. unbelievable for you. Yes. Paul was so angry all the time driving. He yeah. was. I, I, I he was. it was minimum hour and a half one way and yep. I did it four days a week. Yep. And every some, day, what, what road is that? The 90, Ortega. 90 I would do Ortega, Ortega a lot of times. And if yeah. somebody put a wheel wrong and crashed, it would ruin the entire oh day. Oh my God. He would text and call and. <laughs> send videos just ranting yeah yeah every day yeah yeah it's really improved my quality of life not driving in california as much and that's why i think i love where i live so much now is i don't have to deal with the roads anymore and erica so. doesn't work right she works from home she works from home as well she's so a how's graphic that? artist right so how's that we had to figure it out but she um her office is downstairs mine's upstairs we kind of just we don't see each other much during the day i'm okay. in my office working and she's right. doing her deal and yeah right. we figured it out all right. All right, last one. JT, describe Steve writing style and craft when you guys went out recently. Windham-ish. He's fine. He rides well. Um, I, I think he's really cautious. Uh, but, I mean, when you factor in age and we're not trying to take any chances and, you know, like it's been 20 years since he was riding at his best level, he should be cautious. So yeah, I'm, I'm for a, me, riding behind please, somebody, I'm please. used to riding against like really, really talented pro level guys, right? So yeah, of course he's going to look cautious, but yeah, he rides fine. Twenty nine seconds, fourteen, fourteen nine, seventh overall last year at the World Vets. So. Pretty amazing. Sucks to stick, stick that in your pipe. Uh, X Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X Brand, you will not win. Lucid goggle available at WPS. JT, we got a call on you. Uh, or for you from Adam. Adam, go ahead. Uh, what's your question for Jason Thomas? Hey guys, hi JT, hi Mathis, everyone. Um, yeah, guys. So, so I want to talk about Roxon. I mean, I've been, I've been watching racing my entire life, right, over thirty years. And I, I mean, Saturday night had to be one of the most frustrating uh, races to watch. You know how uh, towards the end there with Roxon changing strategy in the whoops. I just could not, I couldn't understand why he changed strategy in the whoops. I mean, I think, and I want JT's and your take on this, because I heard you guys talk about it today in the wrap-up show uh, with the uh, uh, on the, uh, Sunday show or whatever. Yeah. Um, my take on it, my take on it is that this is definitely uh, more mental than anything else. Like, Cooper's got to be in his head. I mean, how did he, he was blitzing the whoops all night. He knows he's better at it. Why would he give up that strategy? I, it has to be a mental game. It has to be a mental issue there. What do you think, JT? What, what, and also, Steve, uh, I think it scared him a little bit because I, I don't know for what other reason you – because he is a natural-born blitzer. He doesn't like jumping whoops. It's literally the last resort for him. So he had to have felt like if I try to blitz again, I'm going to crash, and I don't want to crash. Obviously, we know all the, the traumatic things that have happened to him from injuries. Uh, so the, to me, there's really no other reason for it. I, he, I, I just know his – approach to whoops is blitz at all costs he doesn't want to jump yeah. so if he was winning the race and still chose to jump them 
he just had to be like, there's no way possible I'm blitzing anymore, which to me is a little bit of hesitation and a little bit of fear creeping in. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And the thing is, I mean, on the other hand, you could say that, you know, it's incredibly smart of him to be able to change, you know, strategy late in the race like that, because normally that's a, a talent that you see, you know, Reed, Reed has it. Other guys have, through the years have had that type of talent where, you know, you know, where they can adapt late in a race and see what the competitor is doing and change their lane or change their strategy. Um, but in this case, it's just it just doesn't make sense. It, it wasn't, wasn't well, going to work. You know, Paul so, brought yeah, this up yeah, earlier. I, I don't get it. Paul brought this up earlier. Look, you crash. You, 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 you It's late in the race. Perhaps he's just tired. I just think it you takes know, a lot of heart rate spikes strength to go through the whoops like that. And yeah. then and then I mean JT and I had talked about this too, um, I think yesterday or something. Maybe he had intentions of blitzing that second to last lap to pass Webb, but Webb was in his line. He never I never saw him go down the left side ever. And uh, but he but he, but he went he started started jumping after that and just never went back. Like he yeah. never blitzed again after the crash. And that last lap, like he was sending it the last lap, trying to trying to catch, especially after the mistake from Webb, like he was going for it. I, I don't know, man. I I don't have, you know, I, we don't live in his head, right? We can't be in the moment. But I've never seen anything like that from him, where he was just like, nope, I'm not, I'm not blitzing anymore. I I have honestly seen yeah. him blitz when he shouldn't be blitzing anymore. Go back to previous Arlington rounds. Uh, 2019 Arlington, where Webb ate him up by jumping. I've seen it happen many times where I'm like, Kenny, and the, it, right now you need to jump. Jumping's faster. You got to stop blitzing. You're losing time by blitzing. And he would continue to. And this was the opposite of that, which was it, it's really surprising to me. And I don't, I don't have the answer. I, I yeah. would love to, for him to take some sort of truth serum and really tell you what was going on. But I really think that it was just he was scared of crashing again. Yeah. Right. Yep. Definitely. Uh, cool. Definitely uh, an odd one. Thanks, AJ. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. We're gonna get into some hardcore motocross talk here too in a oh, second. Flat motor? race. What? Motor. Motor. Motocross. Because you asked for some MX. Yeah, talk. I like you asked to talk for drops out. and you asked for MX talk. Thank you. Thank you for uh, being accommodating. Decal Works for over thirty years. Decal Works has led <laughs> the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics out there. Officially licensed with Honda, Yamaha, Cowie, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas. The expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. And I know this because we had a guy email me who had some sort of issue with the code or something, and I forwarded him to Sean at Decal Works. Sean got back to him in two minutes, handled the order, fixed an issue, everything else, and the guy couldn't have been happier with his customer service that he got at Decal Works. They're a proud sponsor of the Red Bull KTM team, Rockstar Husky Off-Road as well. The best part of it is the code PULPMX saves you 20%, decalmx.com. Promo code PulpMX to save 20% off your custom graphics uh, from, from the guys at Decal Works. Great company, great guys, and also uh, Fly Racing, of course, bringing you Jason Thomas. Uh, Goose is on, too. What's up, Goose? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good. What's your, uh, what's your comment? So, McAdoo, not the last race, race before that. Yep. I just want to know, how is it that a guy that red flags the race, right, you eat it, you're on the ground, concussed, right? Eh. And then debatable red flag the race and then you get to line back up on the gate well get another chance at well it. It i mean no sense. did you hear the pulp show last week no i didn't okay not. yeah we we talked about that last week last wednesday we covered this uh, uh concussed i don't i'm not i'm gonna say he was not concussed the doctors were down there and you weren't and he passed all the tests and yeah. he answered questions and everything else so i'm not gonna say concussed but i am gonna agree with you goose and i said this last week if you cause a red flag 
you should not be allowed to line back up. Now, Absolutely not. Now, yeah. Jeremy Albrecht from JGR brought up a point like, what if you're totally fine and the red flag was thrown in error? Just, you know, somebody panics, someone throws a red flag, but you're actually fine, and then you're not allowed to race. Well, I said in the odd chance that that happens, too bad. An you know exception I mean? exception. should be made. Yeah. You know, so, but well, no, I, I agree with you, Goose. If you cause a crash, and Bogle, yeah. it happened earlier this year, Bogle caused the red flag, got up, got back into the race. Um, yep. You shouldn't be allowed and to race. At the end of the day, you still ate it too, right? You know. Yeah, you still no. Yeah, you're you going to ca- be at the end of the pack. You have to right? cause a so penalty. The fact that you get McAdoo a fresh was, start is just ridiculous. McAdoo yeah. was going to be two laps down. There's yeah. just there's just yeah. no way. I, and then he gets you know? the second, third, whatever. Yeah, he I agree. It's a, a I, lap later. It's there's a no, dumb no rule. Point. And Paul, do you agree? Yeah, I I read the rule book about it, and yeah, I I assumed that if you cause a red flag, you can't restart. But yeah, if you read you, the rule book, it, it only the, matters the when it's a start. staggered start. Yeah. yeah, so okay. But yeah, and they uh, didn't red flag it because he was not moving or anything like that. He just he was on he was on that yeah. tunnel, right? Yeah, and yeah. like, and he said he couldn't get up because of Charlie horse. Sure, you know it wasn't concussion. It was it was Charlie horse. So I'm with okay. you, Goose. Yeah, the rule should be changed. All right. So thanks for calling, thanks. man. Hopefully, hopefully the AMA does something about it. Yeah, we'll see. Thank you, man. Uh, chances JT the AMA does anything about it? I don't know. I think it. I think it has to be looked at. Uh, it's. It's a. Could you imagine if McAdoo somehow found a way to win this championship? You know, I, I don't know, man. I. I don't agree with the rule. I think it has to be looked at. But your point's well made, right? It, you can't assume anything with the AMA. Right. And J-Bone's point was well done, too. Like, hey, I'm okay. Why'd you throw the red flag? Like, uh, oh, well, now I can't race because your decision. But you know what? In the odd chance that that happens, well, sorry, you went down. You crashed. I, I think the red flag was, was no, no. He's saying, appropriate. No, no, in that case for sure. But he's saying in cases yeah. where it's not appropriate. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Have we seen a lot? I, I don't think we've seen many. Inappropriate where, reds, right? Yeah, right. yeah. Yep. I've seen one inappropriate black flag. I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, I remember that I haven't one. Seen many. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I was really angry that night. Uh, Yamaha LCQ challenge, everybody. Uh, Marks, are you are you firing up your little machine there for the Monday after Salt Lake City two? She's locked and loaded. All right, because we are we are going to give away a 2021 Yamaha YZ450F that night. Thank you to Yamaha. For I that. am buying a ticket day of because last two. Winners uh, have come day of. No, 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 no. Lies. It was yeah. uh, the la- something like that. One was the day before, and the other one was like three days before. Uh, right, Mark? I think that's accurate. It, it was yes. close. Okay. It was it close, was, but it was very close. It was okay. very close. Yes. Still, reward the procrastinators. It seems like Mark's is is what li- the Mark's does. little machine does reward those people. I think it's just more the fact that uh, more tickets are bought at the end, towards the end. It shouldn't have uh, to do so. with anything. It's random. I'm just saying your chances of it being somebody yeah, that bought it late, in late. later right, right. are higher because there are more tickets bought later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul's not happy with yeah. that one. <laughs> it doesn't um, like that one at all. Uh, all right. So, um, Yamaha LCQ Challenge, 20 prizes. First one's a brand new Yamaha YZ450. Second one is a pair of Yamaha generators, and it goes down from there. All of our guys from Guts and Decal Works and Roost and X-Brand and FMF and Fly Racing, of course, and Race Tech, they're all giving prizes. All the money goes to the privateers, uh, seven privateers. So please go on the link on my Instagram or on pulpmex.com. Buy a ticket, 20 bucks. So you have a chance at 20 prizes with your one ticket this time. No, you can only win once, right? Um, I don't know. If we actually eliminate them. Okay. So you do the randomizer. That probably needs to be worked out. You do the randomizer for the pulp. Yeah, right. You do the randomizer for the twentieth prize. Yeah. And you win. That guy 
gets a chance to win prizes 19 through I, one I'll, as I'll well. Make, I'll make an adjustment. We'll probably say that uh, you can only win one prize. Okay. Yeah. Easy fix. All right. So you can only win one but, prize. But one ticket, chance it, 20 prizes. Yeah. Still. Yeah, we yeah. used to go only like seven deep, and the winner got a decked out Yamaha while we took all the things from right. FMF and everybody else, and it's all separate prizes now. Cool. So please check that out. Nick Schmidt's winning. I think Jeremy Smith is second. Uh, Schmidt, by the way. Oh, not, that's, he's clinching he, it. He wasn't pushing really hard in fifth. He's clinching. This past uh, Atlanta 3. So thanks to the folks at Yamaha and all of you people. 20 bucks gets you a ticket. All the money goes to privateers. We've given over $100,000 to these riders the last two years. So I uh, really, really appreciate all of you people for stepping up. So um, Pulp and Mix Fantasy. Let's talk a little about that. Big plans for next year. We're excited to have it. We're, we've got an outdoor season coming up. we got the uh, two rounds to go. Marks, can you pull up the championship points? Yeah, points? Do we, is it tight? I, I, I meant to ask you this earlier. Yep, give me one second. All right. Um, but I got, seriously, like, Paul. Yes? You're really good at fantasy normally. Huh. Dan Truman, he's won a couple of bikes. Yeah. I have finished in the top 1,000 I think three or four years in a three or four series in a row in Pulp Max Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Marks, whatever. Um, I'm terrible this year. It's not nice. Paul, you're terrible. Dan is slightly less terrible. JT was on fire early on, and it's kind of gone south for JT here too. I'm still all right. I'm still all okay. Right. You okay still with your placing? Doing you're pretty well. You're okay. I mean, yeah, he's this, still pretty good. Okay. It hasn't gone as well as I would like. But right. I'm still doing well. Okay. What's going on with us, Paul? It's Not, hard. So, it's There's a lot of people playing, and there's a lot of luck in the game. And I think on Saturday, you were rewarded if you looked at the times, looked at nothing else, picked a team in five minutes, you got rewarded. That's what happened on Saturday. Enzo makes me – it just infuriates me. What to does? No Sorry, end. what? Enzo Wopes. Oh, Enzo. That pick. <laughs> oh, my God. It's ridiculous. But, but I – I just what's going on? Like we got, I refunded twenty people. They're it's five just, bucks. Oh, I know. You're questioning just, whether you're like a been a bad person or dude, why is why what? am I so unlucky? I, I get it. I'm with you. I mean, the, like I can go on and on with guys that I picked that sucked and then turned it on the next weekend or vice versa or whatever. Like yep. it is so bad. Yeah, it's it, luck. It's unbelievable, and that's why it's, I it's think this we have fucking guy's fault. It's Marx's fault. If you look at the results, there's mm-hmm. so many. Um, you mm-hmm. point. You pointed it out. There's not that many um, two-digit guys in the no, top, standings top this year. Or whatever, yeah. And yeah, like anybody has a chance to win. Like you don't oh need God. to know much about this sport if you pay attention a little bit. You can win a motorcycle. Do I need to drastically change? Because I feel like I haven't changed my way I play. I feel like maybe I you need like new trainer, new bike, new girlfriend. Like switch you it got, up. I need a new girlfriend. Hold on. Well, <laughs> but you got really Cindy after it started going poorly. I did. You started going crazy, like you. So you got off your game a little bit, I feel. Well, I didn't. I went didn't go Sandy at all, and Ten, I did the worst no, I've ever done. This I week. looked yeah. at Steve's picks, and he was like, "Just go, like, yeah, I'm like, come on, man. You know the chances of success here are really low." Uh, so ten national numbers in the top one hundred right now. Marks just said, and Marks, what's the points for the bike? Uh, so right now, in first is the L Show, the thirty six forty three, and TLMX twenty is in second with thirty five eighty one. So that's a nice so that's, lead, right? Uh, Sixty-two points. I think we need to get that guy on the fantasy pod. See how nervous he is. Yeah, yeah. L show the L show. Yeah. Honestly, oh. the fight for second is pretty tight. Like the guy in third is only four points down from second, 
The guy in fourth but, is 10 oh, points 60 down. 60 points so. at okay. nothing, though. Well, JT and Paul, do you like that 60-point lead? I mean, it's better than of not. Of course. But, but I'm saying, like, does this look pretty good for this guy to take it home? Yeah, I think so, but, man. Would you just totally... Anything can happen at that shootout. <laughs> would you totally just play it, like, eight safe guys? Uh, like, I'm talking Savachi. I'm talking Dino. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, those guys can miss the main. But, I don't but, know. I would, did that this weekend, and I did horrible. They're not locks for double, <laughs> I did though. horrible. Savachi isn't a lock for double points. I'm not, yeah, no, I'm saying just try to get eight in. Like, is that... Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, would be, I would be playing off of what I think the other guy's going to pick. Yes. That's, I would that's, be... I would just be trying to mimic their team. That's it. Yep. You look at you look at who they have available to pick, and you have like you have to do some strategy, right? And say, okay, they can't pick these guys, so I'm not going to pick these guys. Or right. yeah, you have to kind of. Yeah. So you just right. copy them, basically. Yeah. You try that way, that way you can't. Okay. Right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. They can't pick these guys, so I won't pick these guys. Now, who are the best guys left? And then most likely you're going to be sharing right most of them. Yeah. If you, if you eliminate right, if you eliminate the four guys, like yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, right. Yeah. Well, listen, it's been going terrible. I got to turn my season around for the outdoors. So we're giving yeah, away a starting new. Starting fresh outdoors. We're giving away a new 450 to the winner of this Supercross season. We got another one up for grabs for the um, randomizer. And we got a. 250, I think, for outdoors. 250 for outdoors, yes. I think so. Right. And so. and on that subject, Paul, I mean, really all that happened to you is you got on the wrong side of guys. And the same thing happened to Dan. Mm-hmm. Like the Oldenburg thing at Indy. Like you were just in that scenario time and time again. And those guys paid off, and you got burnt, and then you can't really come back from that. You yeah. just get on the wrong side, and then you're done. It snowballs week to week to week because you can't pick. You know, you can't pick the same guys you picked the week before, and it's just, yeah. Sometimes you almost need to just like not play one weekend so you could have a fresh board the following weekend. <laughs> yeah, and that kind of happened with me with Marvin. I got on the wrong side of Marvin a couple times, and then he was just pogo sticking bad to good, bad to good, and I was just getting the bad end of it. And yeah, it cost me a ton of points. Yep. What a dumb game. Stupid. Terrible game. Real stupid. Uh, <laughs> it's just luck, really, well, when it comes down to and it. For any gaming commissioner people out there, it's not luck. It's pure skill. Thank so, you. Yep. Uh, we got That's a question right. about Chad Reed <laughs> from Spencer. Spencer, what's your question about Chad Reed? Okay, so how much is really Chad and how he affects Webb's mindset? They're very similar for a long time, and how much do we credit Webb's success to his time with Yamaha and with Reed on the team there. <laughs> zero, I think, Spencer. Yeah, yeah zero. <laughs> yeah. Right? Paul? Yeah, they weren't, they were not. Yeah. Like, Chad hung out with them before they signed. And then, mm-hmm. like, once they signed, they didn't really hang out anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nah, I think there are similarities, just, but I don't think it was. Yeah. Chad like, taught. I think Webb's always been that guy. Webb has always been oh, chip yeah. on his shoulder. You know, like, it's me against the world. You know, everybody else can F off, and that just happened to be Chad, too. Chad told me one time yeah. Webb had all the wrong settings. It was terrible. <laughs> Remember like, that year? Chad was great when it was hard, and Cooper was great when it was yeah. soft. And then yeah, flip-flop, uh, they were... 16? Yeah. 16, I think. I don't know. Uh, anything else, Spencer? No, that's right. it. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I got- Jay, what you got a Suzuki question, Jay? Yeah, yeah. So it seems like these European manufacturers are just setting the standard with bikes, production, expansion in the sport, gas, gas, and good for them, good for the sport. But I'm still nostalgic from 10 years ago. What happened to Suzuki? Is it the top of the manufacturer? Like, they're just not interested in racing? It just seems like from a common fan's perspective, they kind of just quit. Jay, you should read the new Racer X magazine. 
Uh, I wrote a big feature story on Suzuki. I got some good information. Well, never mind, then. All right, thank Check. you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Well, okay. They just won MotoGP, right, the year before? I was going to say they dumped They money. sell a bunch of scooters. Right. In they bunch of money. Yeah, they dump money into that. Um, all right. Also, I've been th- there. I, went to, I went to Japan to see Suzuki twice in the last few years. Uh, thanks to the folks at Michelin. Our buddy Randy Richardson rode uh, a GNCC e-bike race this weekend uh, with Michelin Tires. So he got 12th in his age group out of a bunch of guys. So good job for Randy. Uh, Michelin Tires for the V-Twin guys, if you're out there, the Commander 3 Cruiser. And the Commander 3 Touring offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. Sport bike and track day, guys. You can check out the Michelin Power GP tires. Michelin Duro Extreme won the Erzberg Rodeo back in the back in the day. And, of course, the Starcross 5 line as well. Crushing it with the folks at Michelin. Motorcycle.michelinman.com. JTWPS sells a ton of Michelin. They absolutely crush it. So they do a good job with Michelin at WPS, uh, among other places. So thanks to the folks at Michelin. If you're looking for a tire for your bicycle, for your dirt bike, for... Uh, your street bike for your touring bike uh, and for your enduro bike. Check out Michelin and, and maybe change your uh, change your current brand. And check look- out my boat, dude. <laughs> or check out the, your boat, either one. Uh, thanks to the folks at Michelin for uh, for helping us out. I really appreciate it. Also, thanks to the folks at ProFilter. Pulp20 is the code to save at ProFilter. Uh, the Moto Concepts team, who are not having a good year, by the way, use ProFilter. Uh, they've been active in the industry for the last decade, and they manufacture top-quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, Street bites, side by sides, and everything in between. I love Pro Filter because they have pro, uh, pre-oiled filters that I just uh, take out of my bike, throw it away, and put a new one in. It's wow, fantastic. You're fancy. It's it's great. I love it. It's it's the best way to do <laughs> filters. Um, also, the Yamaha filter is very easy. Right, on right top. up, right oh, high. Don't gotta no, you don't reach dig down or nothing. No. Yep. God knows when you dig down in the airbox and, and you just figure. Who knows find what out you come out with? Spiders and yep. rats and stuff. Um, Rats. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, motocross talk. Paul, go ahead. You want to talk motocross, you said. So here's JT, and you guys yeah, can talk moto. Who, who are you thinking, JT? What's the outdoor series going to look like? Because I'm kind of uh, I'm thinking Osborne is going to be the guy, right? He's the defending champ. He's been kind of tuning up for outdoors, I think, since Arilla is going to be gnarly. I think Sexton will be good. But, yeah, I, I want to talk some outdoors. Yeah, it's pretty wide open. Uh, I, I think my biggest question is uh, which Eli Tomac do we get? And Steve alluded to this uh, on the race recap because I, I posed the question like, where are we at on Tomac? Is he just a guy now? And Steve made the point that this summer will be crucial in determining that. So, yeah, just to continue on that point, I, I really wonder where Tomac's at because if Tomac of 2020 Supercross and earlier shows up, I think he wins. But if the 2020 outdoor Eli Tomac shows up, then it's anybody's ballgame. And I mean anybody. Uh, there are, I would say, five or six guys that could be your champion, and, and that's not really stretching it, in my opinion. I love the fact that, like, Ace, I've always liked this, whether it's the amateurs coming in or whatever. I love the fact that AC and Osborne have just been doing outdoors. Yeah. Just to get the jump on dudes. But then again, someone brought this up to me, too. We have three weeks now. After Salt Lake. There's so more, three yeah. weekends. Three weekends. Three weekends. Oh, right. I thought yeah. it was two weekends. No. So that's a lot no, of time for these dudes to get, get I mean, on the It's almost game. a full month. Right. Wow. It's, you know, it's like one day or whatever. Like right. It would almost be a full month. And 250s, I mean, are we just giving this to J-Mart? Um, no. Okay. But, I mean, I, I, I was trying to do that in Supercross, and look where that got me. So <laughs> who the hell knows? I do think but it'll the be favorite, a blue bike, right? though. But J-Mart, the favorite? What do you mean? Troll Train? You're not going Troll Train? 
Well, I'm going Troll Train, but I mean, you guys probably won't. I said Blue Bike. I, I, th- I think Paul thinks that Nichols is going to win. Really? Paul? I think Justin Cooper is going to be really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I got into Nichols a, will be good, too, though. Yeah. I got into an argument with somebody who shall go nameless, but you guys both know him. Okay. We were talking Nichols Craig. So I'm going to divert back to Supercross here. Sorry. Okay. But this, this, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. And, and, and you know, be, be straight with me. Don't you, I know you guys all want to side with me. This one time, maybe you cannot side with me. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. That's, that's usually my MO. Right, right. So Nichols Craig. This guy was saying, like, Nichols deserves this because he's been injured so much, right? And it's been so long and everything else. And I'm like, yeah, but Craig kind of deserves this too. I mean, he's got one win. He's been hurt a bunch. You know, he's fast. Uh, you know, he, sh- he should have done better. We all know Christian, you know, is can be on and off and everything else. And I was making a case like Colt and Craig, Christian are kind of similar careers here. Like Colt's got more wins than Christian. Christian's got probably more heat race wins and probably faster times in practice, et cetera, et cetera. Christian outdoors last year was great. So this person I was debating this with was saying Nichols deserves this more. And I'm like, I don't know. Deserves? Well, you know, like it just would be cool. It's a cool story. For Nichols to win. Yeah, it's a and cool I'm like, story for both of them. Right? Yeah. That's kind of where I was at. And this person was very kind of anti-Craig-ish. Like, saying yeah, to me... I'm, I'm not there. Like, yeah. Colt has been hurt more to me. Christian has more been more WTF to me. So, I I don't know. I think they both would have a very unique and feel-good story. Yes. I'm, I'm kind of yeah. with you. Kind of yeah. where I was saying... I, and this person... I mean, this person was, you know, obviously a little bit down on Christian saying if he had... If he ridden for any other team, he would have lost his ride years ago. And I'm like, I don't know, man. He won heat races and he was Dude, fast he in practice. Fast. Yeah, like he goes. It goes back fast. to our question. He's about- still one of the best guys you can hire for that class. Right. Look at him riding outdoors last year. That had nothing to do with him being, you know, Geico Honda. Anybody's yeah. anybody's you know son-in-law yeah, yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah. That guy goes really fast. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I, I was I was kind of that way too. So, anyways, back to outdoors. So, we got J Mart. We got Nichols. We got Cooper. Forkner. Forkner. Who am I missing? I mean, can Forkner hold it together? Where I are we at know. with Forkner? I don't know. I'm going to win. We haven't seen him out. Yeah, I like Hunter. I like Hunter and Jet. Jet. Hunter and Jet, yeah. I, I don't think those guys are going to be right in the mix. Me, me too. I agree. I, we haven't seen Forkner outdoors in a while. I think Hunter might be really underrated. I'm uh, with if you, you look too. at how well he's riding Supercross, and if he translates that into his outdoor form, I'm I'm pretty big yeah. on yeah. where uh, Hunter's at right now. Two years ago, right. he yeah. won two motos. He he had a one mother. He would have won three, but he got passed by with AC on the last half a lap or whatever at Paula or something, right? Mm-hmm. So like he had three moto wins two years ago. Yeah, know? I'm with JT on that. I didn't, I didn't think about that. As long as he can get through and he's been healthy, he's improved so much in Supercross. He's got a win. He'll be gnarly and. Yeah, it's more of a traditional start now, right? We're back on the West Coast. It's not starting do, at a track, you do, know. Do you? Well, he's good at Paula, right? We know how how well he rides that track to start with, so, so he can get Jet, started too. on the right on the right foot. Do you feel, uh, Paul, that Tomac, like, will we just see a Tomac this summer that can win here and there, but is not dominant? JT seems to think we will. I, I'm kind of on the fence, but I would not be surprised if that's the Tomac we see. Like, uh, at the end of the Nationals, he's got uh, three overalls, and he's third in the points. No, I mean, I still think that he's easily one of the favorites, right? Like, we we got, we got can't forget that he did have a double DNF last year. So as long as, I mean, I don't think it, it's going to be domination. 
but uh, it's hard to. I mean, yeah, we're gonna see. There was not, and and I agree with you, Paul. There was, but there was not one race last year. You know, and I went to a lot of them. There wasn't one time where I watched and I'm like, oh man, like Tomac is way better than these guys today. Mm-hmm. Not one time out of nine races that I did I see that or think that. And I've never gone through a series, not going maybe since like 2015, did I watch Eli Tomac on a 450 and be like, yep, that's unequivocally the best guy on this racetrack today. I, I didn't see that once. And I haven't really seen it since. I mean, can you tell me a time this Supercross season where you're like, oh, my God, Tomac, yeah, he's a lot better than everybody. I mean, he's, he's won some races. He's been good, but he hasn't just been the dominant force that is Eli Tomac really since last summer. Yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. Um, I just I think I, I don't think it'll be as dominant, but I think he's going to be there. Like, we're going to have a more traditional series, right? We have 12 rounds again instead of nine. Um, familiar tracks. Uh, I, I just think that he's going to he should be there in the end i got it i can't i can't how do you i mean who are you picking if you're betting money who are you picking over the title yeah i think him, he's the favorite right? I, I agree got, i think right? he's the favorite yeah. it's just not the same feeling right sure Before i think i think we're in going yeah man he's gonna win like give me a break he's gonna win as, i don't feel that way right now as fans i mean i'm i think it's gonna be a hell of a summer in that class there's a lot of guys that can win, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. It's yeah. gonna be, you know, well, it's gonna be awesome. We, we, all, we always do, say that. Do we see Webb finally come into his own outdoors? Because we really haven't seen Cooper Webb do a lot on not a if, 450 outdoors. Not if he wins the title, Supercross. Title. No, really? Nah, okay. nah. I think I think those guys. If you win the Supercross title, you're so, you know, I think that's you've it. you've ticked just the box. Big exhale. Yeah, yeah you just out. exhale, right? And yeah, I'm sure yeah. you. You ride well, and you you know you're in the mix, but you're just like, eh, I got a supercross. Intensity's gone. Like, yeah, yeah I, I I tend to agree with you. I'm just kind of waiting for Webb to show up outdoors. Like, he really hasn't yet. JT, we have a question here about Wageman. Do you want to take this? Sure. What's up? Okay. I picked him in fantasy. Oh, I thought JT did. I, I did think, not. Oh, oh Frank, I did. Uh, what's uh, what's up with Wageman, Frank? What do you want to talk about? Uh, not a problem with Wade. I just was going to ask Jason if uh, if Wageman crashes causes a red. Is AMA going to let him race? Or you just mean a privateer in general, yeah. Right. Yeah, a privateer, right. not Wageman himself. Right, 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 Winners, right. Saudis, Man, whoever. It, I mean, technically they're supposed to, but I, I can certainly so, understand your point. Um, there doesn't seem to be a ton of consistency so interesting, across the board. So, sorry, interesting question. Kate Clayson called me today. He said, I was going to call in tonight, but I'm driving. He said a few years ago when he was racing Supercross, he crashed – at Daytona, and hurt his knee, and it was he was limping, but it was fine. And his uh, wife said, "Why don't you go to the Asterix truck and get it taped up? They'll they'll know how to tape it properly. Like you know, they'll do a better job of this." He said it was after practice. He was fine. It was sore, but he was limping. But he was totally going to race. He went to the Asterix truck, and he says it was a doctor from Florida. So I was thinking it was uh, Casillas. I don't know. I don't remember. He didn't say it was Bodner. He says the guy from Florida. Anyways, he goes, that guy goes, I saw you crash. You're not racing tonight. What? Yes. And Cade was so mad. And he said he tried to line up for the heat race and the AMA pulled him off. No way. And everything. The guy said, I saw you crash. You're not racing tonight. Cade's like, I'm fine. I just need a tape job. What was his reasoning though? His knee's torn. What? Yeah. Dude, that's what I, dude, I, I said that to Cade. 
I said, come on. Oh, he there, said, there is a uh, an incident that requires <laughs> police to be on the scene. If that's uh, me. Uh, Kate said, because because we were saying about you know the you know all this they they can't really stop you if you're yeah. feeling. And he said, no, they stopped me. That's... He said he was so mad at his chick for suggesting to go to the to the rig to get checked out. Yeah, yeah, I'm blown back by that. That yeah, sounds. Me too. Me too. I, I don't even know what to think. Yeah. <laughs> they said you. I saw your crash. You're not racing the night. Your knee is jacked. He's like, what? what? <laughs> uh... Yeah. So, anyways, uh, thanks, Frank. Thanks for the call. Hey, a couple things. Also, uh, I'm trying to buy some raffle tickets. I, it won't go through. And then uh, also Marty and Nancy Smith uh, would like to give their family uh, the best wishes uh, this weekend for their services. One year later, the service. Oh, is so, it this weekend? Crazy. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that was so sad. Uh, uh, Marty was such a great guy. Nancy was awesome. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Mark's, um, we, don't, we don't have a problem with it. Because, Frank, I just got like three people who bought like right now. Um, uh, yeah, I would say try a different browser maybe if, if yeah. you can. Yeah. Okay. Try different browser. Okay, I've got right. phone in Google. Okay, thanks. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, yeah, so Cade can maybe call in if he's listening, but that's that's the true story. Uh, Dark side. What's up, guys? What's up, bud? What's up? Uh, Stop having your uh, your lackeys from other countries calling in and asking you if you can come into the studio. Hey, man, it's the fans are rabid. Oh, okay, all right. Dark side, if you come Dark back side. to the studio, um, Steve says you have to go in the hot tub the whole time. Yeah, I heard that. I mean, whatever it takes, I guess. Whatever it takes. 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Uh, for mesh photos, Dark Side. <laughs> Unbelievable. Dark Side gets what happened. Dark Side gets Dark Side gets legitimate media information <clears throat> on the new gear. He's accepted as a trusted me- member me- of the media right and uh the release for the fly gear is at two o'clock he puts it out at 9 a.m you can't <laughs> even blame a time zone on that one no Dark nothing side. that's nothing. a rookie no, move. no. <laughs> just that's it just 9 a.m hey everybody look at me on the pony pod and here's the new gear so it's like hey never tell dark side a secret i think that's yeah I think that's what we learned it. from this yeah yeah <laughs> now jt did you did you alert mr pony to this or how did he how did yeah he... i called him i called him so Dark side, you had no I idea. I, handled, I thought I handled it pretty well. Like I, I was, I was definitely stressing, but I knew it didn't do it on purpose. Where did he so. put it? Instagram. How many followers? I don't know. Dark side, how many followers? Fourteen. Uh, just a few thousand. <laughs> Not enough to Tits. make a huge impact. But I, <laughs> I, 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 I was fine. <laughs> hey, in, in big picture, it doesn't matter. All I was trying to do is stop a cavalcade of people just starting to post. So and then. Yeah. Screenshot. One screenshot. Yeah. You're screwed. So, uh, uh, yeah. Dark Side, when he called you, were you like, "Oh, JT's gonna probably offer me a deal or something"? What's like, up? were you like, "Check out my boat, dude"? Is that what you thought JT was gonna do? <laughs> check out, check out his boat, and then you're like, "Oh." Yeah, I just he, I felt really bad. You can't I do like, that, dude. I, I, it was early in the morning. I scanned the email. I was excited. I posted the pics. This is why, Dark Side, you can't be an elite member of the media. This is why. <laughs> That's why, huh? That's why. Yeah, I am a shitty media guy. No doubt about it. Yeah. Totally, totally fair, I suppose. Last time you get trusted with anything. It's fine. I Don't hope not. Dark side. You didn't hurt anything. Hey, man, I got, I got inside info that I haven't spilled the beans on yet. Oh, oh God. Boy. Oh, boy. We're, <laughs> we're on pins and needles over here. Should be. Should be. It's big stuff. What is it, Dark Side? Uh, so, wrap-up show this week. Uh, Mason Mill from Seal Savers. Okay. Saving the seals. And the first time, first time ever. Tits legendary. What? 
You know, yeah. Did tits. you know tits is down a cup size, dark side? You're you're in tits. <laughs> I heard you say that. Yeah. I'm gonna give it like a 75 percent shot, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, you're going to just, like, not show up, like, ghost him? I can imagine you enthusiasm. Would be a strong move. move. (laughs) I'll do whatever you want, Poff. If that's what you want. No, no, don't rope me into this. Nope. (laughs) Why doesn't, um, why don't you do it, Paul? Do what? The wrap-up show. I didn't, I don't know what it is. Never listened to it. It's the number one wrap-up show in the, uh. It's the only wrap-up show. Still number one. Still still number number one. one. (laughs) It doesn't change that fact. (laughs) Still number one. You'd bring a fresh take to it. All right. Completely fresh. Thanks to Guts Racing, uh, Michelin Bicycle Tires, uh, Seal Savers, of course, uh, and the folks at Motorsport for coming on board with I'll that. Come on there, Dark Side. Call me up. I'll do it. Oh, JT's in. All right. Oh All right. Scared. You can have my spot if it's a big deal. But Wow. No, just just work me in for like five minutes. It's fine. First, he apologizes to me for being, you know, for fighting me all the time, and then now he's gone on the wrap-up show. What is what the fuck's going on with JT? Mm, I don't know. Maybe well, that's no. Maybe that's how he knows he can, he can get under your skin. What? Living his no, best no life. I, I genuinely am trying to be be better. I I don't like the person I've been the last couple weeks. <laughs> he was quite negative about two weeks ago. Fantasy was affecting. Every aspect of his life. And Fantasy shouldn't affect one iota of JT's life, in my in my opinion. Well, I'm trying to be better. That's all I can tell you. All right. And I'm in the best spot I've ever been in in fantasy. I'm at 817th. Inside <laughs> I think we give out ribbons for top 800. Keep checking your mailbox, Darkside. Huge prize coming your way. I'm inside the top 1,000. Like, I mean, I think in one round I was leading for like five minutes. But other right. than that, this right. is, yeah, right. it's been uh, – right, I got a question about the Marvin neck brace thing. Um, Paul touched on it briefly. So they pay him, obviously, to wear the neck brace. He doesn't wear the neck brace. Gonna, he's going to lose money. What's the benefit of that? Because, like, let's say he gets one position better. Does that does that even play into the him his decision? You think? The no, money? the money doesn't play into his decision one bit. Marv's a millionaire; he don't, he don't care. But but it's just such a mental thing, right? With these guys, it's just yeah. so mental. They, Marv's having an up and down kind of shitty year for him, right? Sure. So I don't know, right, Paul? You just you're just throwing things at the wall. Yeah, I guess looking for a change, right? Right. And well, you're I'm, probably I'm like trying to. Go Sorry, ahead. Paul. No, but, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm sure he's trying to not breach his contract by putting it on on the podium or whatever. Yeah, but if you're fly racing, JT, that is not holding water, right? Oh, I get it. I'm not saying it's going to work. <laughs> right, right, right. That's what right. he's trying. He's like, trying, yeah. Like, for coming, for coming from Renthal and fly racing, do either one of you guys go, oh, no problem, bro? <laughs> like, well, right? Honestly, we do. We do that all the time. Okay. <laughs> we, we let people get away with murder. It's a good um, point. But, yeah, whatever. I mean, I... Who knows? Who knows how it'll go? Right, right. I mean, you let you let a media guy post the gear eight and, hours early, and we're both speculating <laughs> on it. But maybe Marvin spoke to Leah about it beforehand. Maybe he was like, "Hey, yeah, yeah. I don't. I took it off this week during practice. I feel more comfortable without it. What do you want to do?" And Leah's like, "Yeah, uh, hey, we'll pay you, but make sure you're wearing it in every interview." Yeah, yeah. No, maybe, it maybe, could be that. And you know what? If I owned a company and I had a guy that was as loyal as Marvin has, and all, right. I would do that. Yeah, I would say, exactly. "Dude, whatever." Whatever helps you get a better yep. result and feel, make you feel better. But you know? if you see him show up on the weekend and then he's not wearing it and then he's putting it on for the podium and it's on social media and it's being talked about on some janky radio show and you don't know about it, yeah, I would be pissed yeah, yeah. if I was Mr. Yeah, Leot or right. whoever, Mrs. Leot. I wanted him to race with the one that was all lit up. 
<laughs> yeah, the more friendly ceremony. The one that yeah. when he comes out, when the yeah. vibes, when there's yeah, vibes, yeah. vibes, when there's vibes. Right, vibes. Right, out of the Christmas lights on it. I wanted to race in that one. Yeah. Uh, dark side. Uh, you going to Salt Lake? The finals, not the first one. Oh, you're going the second one. Yeah. Wow. Dark yeah, side. Yeah, do the finals. He only comes out Dark with side, the. You should, you should, you should go early and stay with Steve at the Airbnb. Nope. Oh yeah. No. Nope. I'm in. No. Nope. Pony All could right. come and sneak in your bed at night. Stop it, Paul. Just crawl up Whoa. crawl up your shoulder. Whoa. That's a, that's a little crossing the line sounds there, gay. Paul. Yeah, that sounds gay, Paul. Just saying. Be uh, careful. Uh, by the way, speaking of Sean Brennan, who gave Darkseid a pass for the final round, St. Jude, uh, org forward slash Supercross Auction. It is live now. Uh, there's a guitar autographed by, like, four dudes from Dean, uh, Dean Guitar. Uh, oh, that thing was cool. I saw it. Yeah, Webb, Roxon, Tomac, and Barsha all signed it. Uh, so please check that out. Go to uh, stjude.org forward slash Supercross Auction. There's jerseys and crap from Webb, Roxon, Tomac, Barsha, AC, AP, Marvin, Dean Wilson, Chase Sexton, speaking of our guests tonight. Uh, you can also uh, go on there and bid to be an exclusive co-host on the Pony Pod one week. Uh, Darkseid will fly you out, put you up in the co-host as a Pony Pod. So there's an auction for that. Appreciate uh, the heads up on that. Yep. All proceeds benefit the children of St. Jude's Children's Research, so please check that out. Go there. Uh, there's a there's a link on Supercross uh, website as well. Um, all right, Dark Side. Uh, thanks, buddy. Anything else? I think that's it, guys. Have a good show. Hey, what's your? Make sure you tell us about your big news. I can't. Top secret. Oh, okay, I'll get it out of you. It's nine a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, nine a.m. <laughs> Three hours before uh, before it's supposed to the embargo ends. Right. All right, Dark Side. Thanks, man. Yep. All right, so yeah. Thanks. We need to get a we need to get a drop for when Pony comes on of like a horse. What what's the sound oh, they make? Yeah. Like neighing. Or yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah, what you're talking about. It. Can we do that? Yeah. When Pony comes or, on, I believe we have the technology. But yes. wait, that's a that's a horse. He's a pony. Is there a pony? Sound? Is there a specific like the ponies yeah, make the a sound? Thing. Will this one work? Check out my boat, dude. <laughs> we can start playing the My Little Pony <laughs> theme song or something. That's no, I think creepy. you just make that noise like the <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we need to do that. Can we get that? Yeah, we'll work on it. Okay, all right. Fantastic. Uh, all right, JT, thanks for coming on. Fly Racing of flyracing.com. Uh, we'll see you at Salt Lake. You are not staying in between the two Salt Lakes. I'm You're not. going back to work at WPS and uh, and all of that. So thanks, man. I want I to be right. wined and dined. And I'll just say it, 69. Wow. There it is. Coming in hot. <laughs> Drop right there. Uh, Nate Thrasher coming up here as well on the show right away. Paul Parabinos. Brought to you by... Don't say it. AOS, Art of Sport. Oh, cool. I read that in the beginning. I thought you were going to make me be brought by Vortex again. I've done that, haven't I? Yeah, you have. It's great. It's awesome. Chuck is also brought to you by uh, 100% Goggles. He's brought, Chuck, no, he's brought by X-Brand. When, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. By X-Brand, yes. yes. I, I confused myself. When, when, <laughs> Ch- when Charles is here, he is brought to, by X-Brand Goggles. Uh, Paul Pemex uh, bringing you uh, Nate Thrasher on the show. For 25 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components, boasting intelligent race design, a proud supporter of the show. they got exclusive discounts. Kyle at VortexRacing.com. Uh, the V3 handlebar wide range of bends. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of R&D and testing in the super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. Also, uh, when you look at the Vortex Racing sprockets, uh, the Star Riding, Star Riding, Star Yamaha riders all use these guys whether it's ap or mookie or dylan or thrasher or mart jmart or cooper or craig or nichols or fry good job 
think I, you got them all. What about the amateur guys? Romano. Romano. LeBlanc. LeBlanc. Do they all use Vortex Racing? Levi Kitchen. Levi Kitchen. Yes. All using yes. Vortex Racing sprockets. And uh, <laughs> so please check that out. Email Kyle at VortexRacing.com to uh, uh, get a deal on that. And uh, Vortex Racing bringing you one of their riders uh, next on the show here tonight. This man uh, just won two out of the three Atlantas in uh, great performances. We're happy to have him on the show for the first time. It's Nate Thrasher. What's up, man? How are you? Good. How are you guys? We're good, man. Thanks for coming on. Congratulations on the win. I mean, wins. The wins. Uh, do you just do you just have to go to the LCQ, Nate? Is that the key here? Is that the more track time? No, I don't think that's the key. But uh, <laughs> didn't hurt the first round for sure. But the last round was not ideal. But got a little lucky with the gate. Yeah, yeah, really, right? I mean, honestly, the season had been going so so for you. I'm sure you weren't stoked on it. And that win at Atlanta won. Like, what was the difference for you? Was it really like a little bit more track time, or like what was it that you you got the lead? You just checked out. Uh, did you did you find some settings in your bike? Did Will Hahn get uh, you know? Did Will Hahn give you some inspiring words? Like, what do you amount for this turnaround uh, in the season? I feel like it's just been starts. Like we okay. haven't really been up there at the, in the get go as uh, the first start of the main events. You just got to be up there, and I kind of got stuck in some guys' pace in the back. So you just uh, got better at that. And then once I got up front, I just rode like myself, like I know how to ride. Mm -hmm. And uh, it worked out really good. But I feel like the starts was a big key. And then just putting myself up there in the, the top, up there in the, with the front guys and not being in the back, getting stuck early. And then by the end of the motos, you're just they're right. too far out. So oh, that was one of the big keys, I feel. Yeah, I guess as an amateur, too. I mean, you raced some nationals last year, so it's not like you don't know what you're doing. But yeah. I guess as an as a as an amateur, you're not really back there with guys that are trying to take out your front wheel too often, and then you're trying to get change your line to get by them, and like that had to have been a bit of an adjustment to ride in all that traffic, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like uh, the, the level of competition is way stronger when you go to the pros, especially on the uh, West Coast this year. It's pretty stacked, so mm -hmm. got big names on, up there, and I uh, just wasn't just couldn't find my flow, and once I got a bad start, it kind of hindered me to get up there with the front guys because I was getting 15th place starts and right. stuck in the back and I ended up coming up at the end but in the beginning it's so hard to pass because everybody's fresh and not tired and it's uh tracks are just kind of hard to pass sometimes but at the end of the motos when you make up the most ground on guys and uh you just run out of time at the end so there's really not much you can do so you just got to get up there off the start and uh I feel like that was the biggest key and then confidence and is another yeah. main key for me. I mean, once you have got confidence now, it's like a, I belong up there. I feel like I belong up there. So you go out there and just nail the start every time because you know you belong. I was thinking like, okay, so maybe the bigger speedway track gave you more room to move, longer laps. Like I was trying to figure out if that played into your strength. Do you think it did or was it just a, a coincidence that, you know, it was just a start that, like you've mentioned a couple times here or was it the track also helping you a little bit? I mean, the tracks obviously didn't hurt, but right. I feel like it was still pretty super costly. Like, it wasn't yep. really like Daytona. No, no. Uh, they were very physically demanding. I mean, they were, those roller sections and stuff were just killers on your body with super cross suspension. So um, it was very tough. All of them were very tough. We had big whoops, the last one very big, and they were long. So um, it was, and the rhythm was tricky. A couple of rhythms were tricky there. So right. I feel like the tracks, it did help. I mean, they were a little bit wider, mm -hmm. as I noticed. So it was a little bit more into work. And the starts, it was finally just picking the right gates. And just, it kind of just all came together. And 
uh, Tuesday was good too, but just didn't quite get on the plane, just quite didn't have the speed that day, but still a good day. So we know how Bobby Reagan is over there at Star Racing. We know the way he's been with riders over the years. So until your win, like, was he up your ass, Nate? Like, was it, was he, how was Bobby Reagan with you, you know, before the win? Were you getting worried that he was going to take your bike away? Or, like, what was going on? No, I wouldn't say he was too mad. I mean, there, like I said, there's a lot of good guys, and I yep. knew I was riding good. I was just missing a few things. And it wasn't like um, just riding terrible all day right, and practice right. and stuff. I was just a little bit off and just a little bit just not right there and just not perfect. So we just went back and worked on the things that we needed to work on. We had a big break, which yep. was very lucky we had. We normally don't have those. So um, we got the big break, and we just fine-tuned some things, and it just worked out. I mean, you're working with half a second that turn into a lot, you know, during a main event. So you can pick up a half a second, a yep. tenth here, a tenth there. They just add up, add up. And uh, I think that was the biggest difference, just picking up tenth of the seconds around the track. And so up in a win. are you saying Bobby was not – Bobby was cool? He was – there was no – I mean, I mean <laughs> – I put a lot of pressure on myself. Okay. I wouldn't say he was cool. Okay. He okay. wasn't on me. He wasn't on me. On right, me, right. Him. Okay. Yeah, because uh, 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 he told we, – we had Kyle Peters on a few weeks ago. And Kyle rode there years ago. And Bobby told him, like, in his first race, like, well, you better you, – maybe you're just not cut out for this. <laughs> Kyle Peters yeah. is like, what? <laughs> like, like I had one I bad race. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, Bobby's not scared. That's all we're saying, right? So. No, no, he's definitely not scared. He has said a couple things like that, but – um, <laughs> there we go. There we go. No. Just, yeah. just, uh, just turned it around for the main. Yeah, uh, one of them. So, just that was it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, were you yourself? Like, look, you, you're super fast amateur. You had some, you know, you had a lot of success early on. Were you getting down on yourself, or were you con- like, were you questioning yourself? Were you changing things? How how frustrated were you getting? Like, were you uh, starting to uh, punch holes in the walls or kick the dog or something? Like, how, how was your mentality before the win? Yeah, I feel uh, the first two rounds obviously were not good, mm-hmm. and then Arlington. I was we had that little break there and worked on some things and got better for Arlington. I think we mm-hmm. made a couple steps in the right direction there, and um, just wasn't still wasn't where I wanted to be. But we started getting laps up there in the right. races and stuff like that. I was running speed and had good qualifying and stuff like that. So. I feel like it was a step in the right direction, but still wasn't where we wanted to be. And then right. Atlanta came and with the, didn't qualify the best. I haven't qualified that good all year, really. But um, just in the main event, just got out front and just, like, not really shocked myself, but just put in my laps. Wasn't really concerned about anybody else. Didn't ride anybody else's pace. And right. Just started pulling away. And right. I was like, well, I mean, if I just keep doing this Dude. every time, I mean, yeah, I can do it. So that just kind of boosted my confidence a little bit. Yeah. And I would say the biggest thing is amateurs. You know, I know I can win. I go out there, and uh, I know I'm supposed to be up front. I can win. I know I'm the best guy. Right. So you just kind of when you first race in Supercross, you really don't know where you're going to be. You know what I mean? So you're just kind of trying to find your place. And then um, just kind of found my place a little bit at Arlington. The results didn't show. Right, but you felt better. Um, yeah. I had a couple of crashes, but yeah, felt better. Was in the top ten every time and. Mm-hmm. Just uh, just start chipping away, and then we went back work on some more things, and then there I felt really good going into Atlanta. I was really riding good, and um, was expecting a podium that night. The yeah. heat race went really good, even if I didn't make it. Uh, crash, so then I had the fastest time, so yeah. I knew it was going to be a good night. I wrote about this in my column uh, at Atlanta one. Nate had to go to the LCQ, of course. 
after the LCQ, yeah. you win. And Paul, he goes, you know what? I, I'm riding really good tonight. My heat race was great. I think I can put it on the box tonight. And I'm just like, hold on, kid. You've never done better than ninth. Like, and you, and now you have yeah. a twenty. You have the twentieth gate pick, or not? You know, whatever. Uh, you know, the nineteenth uh, yeah. uh, gate 19th. pick. Nineteenth gate pick. Settle down, Nate. Is what I'm thinking to myself. Like, settle down. And and then, dude, you you did it. Like, yeah, that was awesome to see that you you knew how well you were riding. I was just like, okay, sure, Nate. Yeah, sure, on the box. Yeah. You know. But props to you, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was just one of the, it's all confidence based. I feel uh, with a lot of sports. Um, all sports in general, if one guy loses his confidence, it's kind of hard for him to come back. Right. And uh, I feel like once I got that confidence that I knew I was one of the best guys, it just it just is a whole different mentality. Paul, can you think of a guy that you know hadn't been better than ninth and then pulled off a win like like no, we early t- on? We, we talked about it a little bit, and I can't. And that's think why of- I think it's really impressive, and I think the second win just is is yes. a real big deal, yeah, right? Cause, because cause, sometimes you need a little, couple little things to go your way, but if you can get them to go your way and you get over that hump and you get the first win, then yep. it's something flicks in their head and yeah. they absolutely know they can do it again. Yeah. And now that he has, like, I'm really interested to see how the shootout goes too and how outdoors goes because um, obviously he has confidence now, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, the outdoors, you got to be feeling good, Nate, because, I mean, this is something that you're aware of. You did a bunch of motos. You know, you know how it goes. Yeah, for sure. And... One thing going it outdoors, like I'm glad I got to race those two rounds last year, because now I kind of know what to expect and going into outdoors, and we're just going to go out there and fight the best most we can, and we're going to try to put it on the box every weekend. And that's the goal. So we just uh, got to go out there and do the best. Paul, can you imagine how good he'd be if he if he didn't have Will Will there? Like Will's bringing him down. Right. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like Will was probably the one in his ear after the LCQ giving him his lap times. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah, imagine. Exactly. But, um, now, yeah. fuck Will Hall. Will, Wilbur's a great guy, Nate. We're we're bugging you. He's awesome. Oh, yeah. He's great. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, hey, so we all know kind of that off-season stuff with you and TLD and Justin Barsha, and you jump ship and everything else. Uh, you went over the star guys. How much, uh, like, I don't know how much you were caught into that, if it was your dad or your mom or, like, agent slash agent or whatever. Like, were you, was that stressful for you? Were you wondering what was going on? Because there was a point where Barsha was gone, then he was staying, and then you left and, like, Play that out for us a little bit. What was that like in the off season for you? Yeah, it was a little crazy. I mean, um, going into outdoors, I was supposed to race in Millville with right. uh, TLP. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. There was a post, all kinds of was, stuff, yeah. Yeah, and I was supposed to fly out that Thursday. And um, they got some wind of what was kind of happening, and then they were like, well, you're not going to be able to race unless you uh, – because they were going to Gas Gas, so they had right. to uh, – you had to change your deal because right. it was um, you had to sign a different contract, obviously. So like you're not going to be able to race unless you sign this contract and stuff like that. And then that kind of went south, and we just I ended up going with Star. I felt like it was mm-hmm. the right move for me at the time, and uh, they needed Barsha, but they could have held me for 30 days. Okay, that was kind of like where the trade came in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So they could have held me for 30 days, and I, I wanted to do a couple outdoors. So oh, um, we uh, they. Bobby Regan was like, yeah, well, we'll give you him his rights if you like let him go now. So that was kind of what happened, and then they let me go, and I had like a week on the bike before yeah. Thunder Valley. Dude, that was, that had been pretty crazy time for you that whole thing because you're like, oh, I'm racing Millville. It's my first national. Oh wait, no, you're not. You're like right? Like that had been nuts. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. And then I had one week on the Star bike, and it was totally different. I mean, I was still on an amateur KTM bike, so 
is way faster. So there's definitely a lot to get used to, different suspension, different I mean, clutch, different everything. So right, right. it's a lot to get used to in a week, but uh, we made it work. Right. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. That's a, That was a cool, interesting story for us in the media to follow that and, and kind of see what was going on. And then, you know, Yamaha was happy to, to get you, of course, uh, and, and Gas Gas guys, they wanted Barsha all along. So it was really, really interesting to see how that all that dynamics work behind the scenes. Yeah, for sure. I feel like uh, it kind of worked out for everybody. Yeah. Hey, hey, Nate. Who's your mechanic? Because I, I don't. I think I met him when, um, when I w- worked at Pro Taper, and you were part of Orange Brigade. Is that the same guy who works for you now? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's the same guy. That's yeah. what's his name? Yeah, he's uh, Matt Fisher. He's been my mechanic ever since. He's been my first and only mechanic. Yeah, that's so. Like that had to have been, or that has to be cool and and valuable to you, right? That you were able to take that guy into your into your pro ride, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we've grown close over here. It's been here for four or five years now. So, yeah, we're definitely close. And, yeah, it was a big help. I mean, when you know your mechanic and trust him, it's definitely a help for sure. Yeah, cool. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. I really like that. As a former mechanic, uh, I like to see that. That guy gets rewarded for, yeah. you know what I mean? But I don't think he was – he wasn't with you at TLD. Yeah, yeah, he was. Oh, he was. Oh, that's real cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good for him. Yeah, that's a lot of moving yeah. parts to get all that. Yeah, to that work. doesn't always happen, right? Yeah, a lot that's of these tough guys to get, line up. Yeah, sometimes. a lot of these guys get left behind, you know what I mean? So that's cool that you that you yeah, took Yeah, for so. sure. Uh where'd you grow up, Nate? Where are you from? What part? I'm from Livingston, Tennessee. It's a little bit in between Nashville and Knoxville. Oh, okay. Right in the middle and then right in the middle of Chattanooga and all that. So I grew up there and it was a pretty small town, I would say. And then just didn't really my brother used to race our bikes and wasn't very good and uh, we just locally raced and then i kind of got into bigger when i was like seven or eight i would mm-hmm. say and what still was not very good and just been working ever since then i mean i made it to loretta's one year my first year loretta's was i was in the 10 to 11 65 class and then i went to a training facility and then I went to NTF and I've been NTF? there okay. since. Oh, okay. I was on started uh, two fifties, then I went to Alvin Baker's. So from being from Tennessee, and, uh, you must have been super, uh, super looking up to Alex Ray, Tennessee's <laughs> own Alex Ray. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know where he's from in Tennessee, but somewhere out, out there. Um, so yeah. we got we got Mike Brown, Nate Ramsey, Thrasher, and Alex Ray, Tennessee's own. Right? Am I missing anybody? I don't think so. Yeah, brownies uh, I don't for think, not for sure. Brownie's from Bristol, yeah, Tennessee. And, I yeah, think. yeah. Are you buddies with Brownie? Yeah, we're pretty close. And uh, when I train with um, TLD, Alden, he, yeah. he used to stay uh, stay with me at the house, my house in Florida. Dude, he's a he's a legend, Mike Brown. Just oh, yeah. just just an yeah, animal, for sure. right? Oh yeah, it never stops. Never stops. You can't sit still. <laughs> you can't. You're right. It's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Nate Thrasher bringing brought to you by Vortex Racing. He's got Vortex Racing on the back of his Yamaha YZ250F. Uh, email Kyle at vortexracing.com to uh, mention you're a Pulpamex listener, and you will uh, save with those guys. Uh, and so thanks to the Vortex Racing guys for bringing uh, Thrasher on board. Nate. Um, by the way, too, Nate Thrasher is a fucking cool name. Real cool. That's a real cool yeah, name. Like you. I, I could totally pull chicks. If my name was Steve Thrasher or Nate Thrasher. Flash Thrasher. Yeah, or that. <laughs> so good job on that, Nate. I know you had nothing to do with it, but that's a really cool yeah. name. Uh, Weege, Weege like to say Weege like to say he coined your nickname, Nate the Thrasher. I think that's super lame. But he says that's your nickname, yeah. the. 
Yeah, I don't know what he how he came up with that one. It's okay, <laughs> it's the best. But. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah he, he's he's uh, he's very stoked on that. I'm like, no, we that actually kind of sucks. So, um, are you think you're better at Supercross or Motocross? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'd say I've rode Motocross my whole life, so I would say I'm pretty good at both. Yeah, we'll, we'll see this outdoors. I'm feeling good. You feeling good? Yeah, I was going to ask you how's that doing, dude. You go out. And you got Nichols and Cooper and Craig and maybe the 450 guys, and you're just sitting there going, holy shit, these guys are fast. Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> if you know you're close to those guys at the test track, you know you can go win. So. Right? I know. Um, yeah. I hear. I heard, uh, Paul, I heard, uh, and Nate can't really confirm this too, but I just heard that Craig again was smashing everybody at, at Supercross. Like last week or two weeks ago. I think Craig smashes everybody <laughs> during the week, yeah. no matter what they do. Right? He's... Nate, is it just watch, nice to watch Christian ride? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know if there's a better guy in the whoops than Christian. Hammers the whoops every time. He's yeah. Amazing. It's great to watch. How about those whoops this weekend, man? Oh, my God. Uh, they're gnarly, for sure. A little <laughs> bit gnarly for practice, and then they didn't really turn him down for the race, and they had a big gut in him. Yeah, the little bit I saw time. of Nate on TV, he was hitting him yeah. pretty damn good. Yeah, I thought you were doing pretty well on him. So, thank you. Uh, hey, man, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, congrats on the wins. Uh, really, really impressive. Uh, and uh, man, let's keep that up for sure. Uh, great work out there, man. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right, have a good one. Thanks, Nate. That's Nate Thrasher, everybody. Brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah, I think he's really humble. Nice kid. Do you think uh, if you're Fry? who is struggling worse than Thrasher was, does Nate winning help you or hurt you? It could help you because you're like, look, he was in the same boat as me and he turned it around. Uh, or it could hurt you being like, holy shit, now I'm, not, now I'm the worst guy. Yeah, I think that's your mindset. But um, the reality of it is it really puts you on the bubble for staying there. Yeah, so it hurts you. Yeah. Yeah, because you know how the, you, I mean, you know what internal team – well, and and like, they got this amateur who's just crushing everybody right now. That's right. coming. Who's that? Levi Kitchen. Okay. So he. And I'll believe it when I see him. I don't know if you know. I don't know if he's ah, gonna. Fry's coming. Ah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Cantrell's coming. Like, uh, <laughs> watch out for Swole. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. He's we'll, race good. Him, he's, we'll race him when it's time. Right. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, good. We'll race Ryder D. We'll get there. We'll race him when it's time. But, yeah, Kitchen's good, and, right. and there needs to be room on that team yeah. for him. So I would imagine right now Fry is the one on the, right. you know, in danger. Uh, Cameron McAdoo coming right up here on the show. Uh, race Tech rant time. I want to thank the folks at Race Tech for coming on board. Motor work, suspension work. They do the nuclear blast Yamaha as well. They offer CNC uh, machining uh, uh, skills as well. If, you want, if you're a motor builder out there and you want to get the exact same uh, modifications done to each and every motor. Uh, you can sign an NDA with the folks at Racetech, and they'll do the motor for you. Uh, Zombie Blows, uh, get well soon. He uses Racetech. Uh, again, the Nuclear Blast Yamaha guys do. Get your motor work done. Paul, your former mechanic, get your suspension oil changed, people. Yeah, that's like, a big seriously. <clears throat> How many people are listening to this that probably just have this garbage oil in there? Tons. Tons. It's, yeah, you, changing your, your oil just is a huge right. deal. Just pushing sure. seals oil. Yep. Just do that. Yep. Way more often than you think. Right, absolutely. Race Tech, uh, call them, mention Pulp MX, save with those guys. Uh, my rant of the night, my Race Tech rant of the night, it's it's, it's not even, it's, it's just going to, it was in my mind today. I had a, a race-related one, but fuck it. Uh, my mountain bike trails uh, today, There's a, I ride the same one a lot, and there's one of them, 
that, okay, so there's a bike shop that you can rent the bike from, right? And then so all sorts of people rent bikes, e-bikes and regular bikes, and they go on these trails. And they're really easy and basic, right? From from the truck, okay. from the from the from the bike shop. Okay. There's a there's a there's a, a trail that goes bends to the right, kind of swoops down a little bit, and then you have a rock. I'm gonna say it's three feet tall, pretty slopey, steep backside, little kick, little starter rocks on each side, and you ride over the rock. Right okay. now, when I started mountain biking, I did not ride over this rock. It was a little scary. It's a big rock. How am I supposed to ride over this thing? Okay. I walked this rock for, I don't know, a month, let's say. I don't know how many times. Six times, eight times before I rode over this rock. My buddy did it. It looked really easy, but I don't know, right? Okay. Point being is there's a, a, a line to the left of the rock, and you just go around it. Okay. Okay? Just go around it. It wasn't there when I was doing it, but it's been there now in the last eight months, let's say. I'm confused how you're going to get to a ramp, but go ahead. Keep going. Okay. So, my point being is these assholes, and I think they're Strava assholes. I don't know who they are. If I caught them, I'd, I'd ghost, buy, ghost ride my e-bike into them because parts are free and tits will fix it. LaRocco, Kudrowski, yeah, yeah. Redbud, ghost because, into them. Like, look, this rock is a little intimidating. There's a lot of people out there that just ride mountain bikes for the first or second time. They rent them from the bike shop and they take off. It's, it's 10 minutes from the bike shop, so it's early in the ride. Okay, so what is the point here? What's the rant? These fucking guys keep stacking rocks up. Oh, around the cheater line. Next to the, around on the, the cheater line. So you can't go around this rock. Like, who the fuck cares? Okay, like there's people, like I see chicks, older people all the time getting off there to to walk their bike over this rock. Oh, so the trail's not labeled like advanced trail or no, something. No, no, or... no, 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 none of that. So like... Who's moving these? Who's stacking these rocks up, Paul? Getting off your bike to stack rocks. Yes, that's said, a bit ridiculous. You're, you're taking thirty minutes, twenty minutes out of your ride to find. So every so often, these rocks are gone. Like people, are like fuck your rocks, and they move the rocks. So so that 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 fifty percent, whatever number you want to put on it, fifty percent, thirty percent, whatever number you want of people who cannot go over that rock. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I would bet again, being a bike rental shop, blah blah blah. Let's go 30%. 30% of the people that can't ride over that rock have to walk their bikes because these assholes are stacking rocks on the cheater line because the Strava fucking idiots are worried about people cutting over this rock when realistically, Paul, it's uh, 0.3 seconds to go over this rock. You know what I mean? That's no big deal. Like it doesn't... You think it's because of Strava? Well, that's my point. Who else would do that? Who's, who's blocking this trail? Who's letting... Who's so angry about yeah. this trail over this rock... That they're stacking rocks a foot high. The same people that are keyboard warriors, I would imagine. That, that was actually me. Sorry about that. I was. I knew it'd get to you, and I wanted. I was hoping to watch you crash. And uh, you don't know what I'm talking work. about. You don't go right out there. Ever. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I know I've seen behaviors like that where just, they, they keep you from going off okay. for whatever reason. I get mad enough at the people who put stack the rocks for the for That's the cheater the lines. That's the mountain bike community. Sometimes though, there's like the real freaking weird ones in that Sounds gay. in that what i don't get right that like yeah like like this is a this is not an easy rock to ride over for people who aren't mountain bike experienced get it, so why do you want to ha have them get off their bike and walk over this rock why don't you just let them ride around the rock mr rock stacker <laughs> i don't know what's uh, do we can we get some a uh, you're a mountain biker what, what do you think the reason is um 
Fuck you, Rockstacker. Yeah. Mr. Rockstacker. Mr. or Mrs. Rockstacker. Is there, if you looked on the Strava, like for the segments, is there, I mean, I is, it, is it competitive? I don't know. I mean, uh, it's. I mean, there is a segment. That is a segment, but I don't know. Usually yeah. when you've got like a section where you've got your switchbacks, right? And then they'll go and they'll do stuff right. like that to make sure people don't go to, you know, sort of cutting corners right. or, or stuff like that. But, but I don't know that I've actually seen. Something where it actually gets keeps does it keep getting rebuilt? Yes, it keeps getting rebuilt. It's probably been built three or four times. I think it's just a bitch move that you're actually stopping right. your ride, your yeah. exercise to do something like that. I agree. Or even oh, the I, one that's you know, stops to people, take. I hundred percent agree. Right, that's, like that's, that's their life is they go out there and they build trails and but stuff like, like that. This rock, it. if you're a beginner mountain biker or whatever older, like you can't ride over this rock. Like it's intimidating. Like yeah. I again, I, I walked it. Right? Sink or swim, man. It's like I just don't get these jerk offs. This is riveting. I want you to just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that, that one. I don't have that one. They all, the, 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 all the ones that are shitting on me, they have. Oh. I don't get the shitting on Steve ones. Got so it. that's my race tech round of the night. Mr. or Mrs. fucking Rockstacker, fuck off. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's what I got to say I, to them. I want you to make a sign and then plant it in the ground and say, please stop doing that. Now, I've thought about kicking all the rocks over, but again, yeah. I don't want to stop. I just want to keep going. And I ride over the rock. I ride over it. It's no problem. I'm going to put this on Instagram. Next time, yes. I'm riding. I'd I will like Instagram this, and I will Instagram story this for people, and you will I get really an idea care. what I'm talking about. All right. That's my rant of the night. <laughs> Fuck off, Marks. Uh, what's yours? I don't have the... Um, okay. I, what's, what's your what's your I don't rant? have the motocross stuff to drop. I bet it's on there. Oh, okay. What's my no, rant? It's, it's not. I, oh, my it's rant. Not. Me, and, me and Marks will get on a rant here. So I'm watching Race Day Live, and... I don't like to complain or say anything because I feel like everybody does that. Everybody's always critiquing these guys, and I get it. It's hard to run a production and do all these things. I'm sure it's harder than I think, harder than most people think. But Race Day Live is for us dorks. The, like, I pay the whatever the monthly fee is for Peacock. I don't care what it is. It could be $5 or $50. I'm paying for it because I'm a fan. I want to watch. This week's Race Day Live, I it, it was horrible. I didn't get to see anything. I didn't even know the whoops were tough because – they showed the whoops, but it was always unseated guys or it was whatever. But like in the fact, in like the A practice, the 450 practice, I got to see one guy go through him fast. It was Mookie, and then they kept showing me McAdoo's crash, or they kept showing me this or that, and all this. And I was, and I pay for practice. I want to see the fucking practice. Like I didn't get to see Anderson one time. I didn't see Wilson one time. I didn't see Chase Sexton one time. We kept going to Kenny Rolling. We kept going to Cooper Rolling. Like literally. 80% of the practice was Cooper rolling around, talking about Cooper, which I know I know the storylines. I'm following the sport. I feel like Race Day Live should be for us dorks that know what's going on and, so we can see the track and, and watch practice. They can put all that fluff in the, in the, the regular show. You that's have a good kinda, point. No, you have, you have a I great mean, point because the people who pay for that, who watch that Race Day Live, like they're into it, dude. That's what I mean. I'm right, into it. Right. I want to see it. Um, I heard I got a lot of complaints. Generally, I don't care about you people complaining about the TV. Like fuck off. Like, yeah, I, I get you it. People. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't want to hear about it. Uh, it does suck. There's things that suck, but just watch the race. But having said that, like, I got a lot of tweets that people are like, "Dude, they literally never showed a fast lap." I, I, I honestly, I didn't. Who, but, I didn't see one. I didn't who, see a full fast lap. Not one. What is? I mean, they see this. Who's making those? I don't know. I don't know. But he was shitty at his job this weekend. He or she my opinion Marks, would you like to weigh in I, I mean i don't really have a whole lot other you know to say that paul hasn't covered um 
like you said, the people that are watching qualifying are involved. You know, new fans aren't really going to be watching that. They're still trying to dump stuff down. You got what's his nuts trying to like explain things as if somebody is watching for the first time and they actually care about it. Like they don't. Like just give us what we want. It's like they purposely miss who's on a fast lap. You'll see them start the lap and they switch. Yeah. To well, someone rolling around and then they'll switch to someone that just finished the fast lap and they're like, "Oh, he just did a heater." He just crossed the finish line. We missed it. I like, pay for it's this. It's so bad. I pay for this package, and I'm watching the goddamn AMA live timing. That's been the same for 20 years. That's what I'm watching because there's nothing of value on the TV. It's rough, man. It's rough. Oh, Marx is Marx is this is Marx's rant every and week. And again, I never I I never right. bitch about it, but like I noticed it this weekend for some reason, and it was just again it was because Anderson was going fast. The whoops were apparently big. But I didn't see any of that. Again, all I saw of Anderson was his interview. That's it. I didn't even know what color his gear was if I didn't have a phone and go on social media. I didn't know he had different color gear and, you know, whatever the right, hell he was right. wearing. Do you feel like they're doing it on purpose at this point? Dude, it's like they're trying to spite us. <laughs> like, they, they're tired of us complaining and they're well, they're not tired of us, but they, yeah. they think it's funny or something. And they're just doing it. Because they've been doing it a lot this yeah. year. It's not just this weekend. Like, Paul, you know, Kellen was here. We did the same thing. We had the same rent. And yeah. It's COVID. I think they're it's just rough. losing. They're losing what Race Day Live is, is for or who it should be targeted to. Again, that's not, I think, your general or new fan. Like Right, right. No. Um, you know, like. The TV show, I don't agree with it. But I understand. I what understand. It. I understand. I it. But understand the race it. day live, yeah, no, you, that's you like, guys are into it. People yeah. who are watching that are into it. Right? I mean, hey, Braden was good on that. Oh, yeah, first two. yeah, he's Braden been there really a good. lot too. Yeah. Like the last three, he's done. Yeah. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's hanging it. So that's your race stack rant. I guess so. And yeah. mine is the fucking rock stackers. Yes, it is. You don't like the rock stackers. Are you a rock stacker? Is that? I noticed you didn't say much. No, I, I want. I I'm want not you even to... a. I am a. I don't. I've never worked on a trail even. I want you to pick up the rocks and literally throw them as far away as you can. Yeah. So they have to take the time to go find them again in every direction. This is Vegas. I'm sure there's rocks everywhere. But. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but still. Yeah, but still. Uh, I, I don't think you should let their idiocy bind you up so much. Just It doesn't. It doesn't bind. I just feel sorry for the old ladies and older people that rent bikes mm -hmm. and are like, I got to walk over. Like, I just want to, I'm on for a nice bike ride. Here I am. Red Rock Canyon. Yay. And then, ah, you know what I mean? Like, wall. I, I feel bad for those people. Like, I don't care. I ride over this rock like all day long. I could ride over this rock. Why don't you set up like a, like a deer camera and catch somebody in the act? That would be as much as bad as stopping to stack the rocks. Yeah, you're right. There, at, my, <laughs> at, at my other trail. There's a, uh, there's a check out my boat, dude. There's a switch back up a hill on my other trail, mm -hmm. and there was a trail going straight up it, and it was steep and it was gnarly, but it was a good little climb. Or you could take this switch back. So, Mister and Mrs. Rockstacker have been stacking rocks to so that you can't go up the steep line. Like I'm like, like first of all, Strava would know that that's not a a segment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Strava, it's so off of the switchback. That Strava would know you're way over here instead of doing the switchback. So why are you stacking rocks there, Mr. and Mrs. Rockstacker, to stop me from going a harder climb? I don't know, man. Like right. I said, I'm not right. a mountain bike guy at heart. Like right. Whenever I go mountain biking, I literally peel out of my driveway and try to pedal the entire time till I get back to my driveway. I, I don't stop. Right. I don't take some... Actually, no. I go to the top of our mountain, I stop, and then I go to the bottom. But like... That's right. it. Okay. All right. Well, but I'm not, yeah, like checking out the sites and stuff. I'm trying to go. Are you checking out your boat? Yeah. 
Check out my boat, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, DJ, what's going on? DJ. Hey, guys. Huge fan of the show. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Um, during the race on TV, they said that Justin Cooper had the championship clinched at the race ended at that point. So what was the chanceability that the AMA had the championship trophy there at Atlanta 3 if Cooper won that championship? Probably not high. They had number one played, I would think. By you then. think? I would think by so. By then, yeah. Okay. Maybe they have. Nah, maybe. I don't know. I would say no, but maybe. I do know You know, they've always had it at title-clinching stuff. I feel like if you work at the AMA, you just know, like, hey, three races from the end, we may, we have to have number one plates there just right. in case right. something happens. Right, just in case something happens. happens. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Good question. Good though. question, though, DJ. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks, guys. Thank Good you. Night. Uh, two is no, 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 no. Yes. What up? No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, well, I just read an article on the vital uh, that uh, Star Racing uh, protests uh, pro circuit racing for Atlanta two, and I was curious of what the protest is actually about. Other than the McAdoo, uh, I don't know what it could be. Yeah, I have no idea because we there's a certain time after the race where you can't protest anymore. You know what I mean? Like a, a time limit for protests for the result, results to be official. Right, and they've you're right, and they've been posted. Wait, wait, where did you read this? On on the vital on the forum <laughs> on the vital. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, don't worry, don't. There's. there's I mean, they might. They, they protested a lot of things, so maybe they did. I, you know, I don't know, but I, I don't know what they could have bought, done that. You know. Yeah, it's against. Uh, according to this article here, it's against Kawasaki or Pro Circuit Kawi. Yeah, um, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I guess I'll wait and see. Who knows? Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Typically, if it's on vital, it's about four weeks old from when it actually happened. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Cameron McAdoo coming right up here on the show. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Ride Engineering, of course. Ride-engineering.com. PulpFan20 is the code to save. Gas Gas Riders can get rid of their hard-mounted bar-mount clamp combo with a set of uh, red split triple clamps from Ride Engineering. Three components are required. The one-piece anti-twist bar-mount hardware kit consisting of polyurethane cones, bolts and machine sleeves and the triple clamp set that comes complete with stem and bearing cost is 835 bucks but you can save 167 dollars using pulp fan 20 code only 10 sets in stock for gas gas riders please check that out use the code pulp fan 20 to save on anything at ride-engineering.com thanks to those guys for coming on board please check them out i want to thank the folks at uh, motorsport.com we got the tweet at tit segment coming up fly racing decal works vortex racing race tech suspension and engines vertex pistons x-brand goggles michelin starcross 5 maxima usa firepower batteries and chains pro filter skosh orw guys at fmf atlas neck brace of course the cheers using atlas brace pour one out for the cheers he's hurt god damn he's hurt Poor I guy. thought Cheers was going to go 17 for 17. That would have been cool to with see. His, with his X-Brand goggles and his Atlas neck brace and his firepower. Works Connection, Pulp MX-20 is the code to save with Works Connection. Uh, Kenny Roxon using the uh, Works Connection Pro launch device, among other riders, of course. Guts Racing, hey, Andy from Guts called me to tell me they are looking to hire uh, for a, um, a an office manager there. And they... Uh, they're doing big things at Guts Racing. So please, if you're in NorCal, contact Guts Racing uh, and email a resume over. They're also looking for some office people as well. So uh, if you're in NorCal and you want to work with an emerging great company, the guys at Guts, you ever dealt with Guts for anything? 
No. They were Pro Circuit uh, sponsored. I know Not that. when I was there. No? Okay. No. Nope. Uh, GutsRacing.com. Please check them out. They're looking for some people to work there. Get Data, OGO Power Sports. If you want to deal on a 9800 or you want a backpack uh, like I have with a laptop sleeve and all these cool compartments, uh, or they want the rig bag as well, uh, email us using the contact form on pulpamex.com, and we'll pass it on to the folks at OGO. They'll give you a deal. Art of Sport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Works Chassis Lab, Intense Cycles, all on board with us. The guys at W, John and the boys down there doing great. Their edge wheel sets. I just got a instagram message the other day a guy uh, called there used the code save some money on his edge wheel sets so thanks to the folks at w they're supplying uh, a lot of teams in the pits with uh with wheels so uh, whether it's a talon whether it's excel whether it's the edge uh they'll build a wheel for you at the flat track they can do flat track they can do older bikes uh the guys at wusa will dial you in no matter what um we gotta go on hold for three hours what what the guy on no, aj is on aj you there? I'm still here. Dude, you've been on hold for three hours. It's all good. I was listening to the show while I was cooking. Um, What's the question? What you cooking? Uh, some trout, some sweet potatoes, and some strawberries. Okay. That's okay. Strong, yeah. Yeah, trying to go on that JT keto life. But, oh, boy. But anyway, um, I was listening to that um, the rhino thing on uh, – uh, Gypsy smells or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, Gypsy. And dance, yeah. he said something around like, uh, like the bikes are too much, and it takes away the talent and the skill level. Do you agree, or is the yeah. skill level up? And no, I've been saying that for years. Uh, if you if you add it up, all the times I've been saying four fifties have ruined Supercross. Uh, you'd have a lot of money. Uh, they're way too powerful for these stadiums. They they absolutely ruin the rider's skill. It's so easy to come out of a corner and go four four and make a turn and go four four again. I mean, two strokes uh, you could you had to be mistakes. You had to hit your shift points. You had to be in the right power band. You had to rail a turn perfectly. Absolutely, yeah. Four strokes have have, and, have made supercross yeah, way and, easier. And also, too, because you guys are both former uh, mechanics, and I feel Paul doesn't even Paul doesn't have a summercross title at all. So. <laughs> Yeah, Was that so, AMA sanctioned like, even? No. Yeah, <laughs> even uh, even with like the technology, how the bikes are e- e- evolving and uh, upgrading uh, every so often, do you think like I'm not saying it's kind of pointless to have a mechanic, but like all the what the mechanic went to school for and what they train aim for is kind of taken out of the door because they yeah really just well plug it through. I would. I would say more because Anthony mechanics don't uh, they they don't do the motors not a lot of them do motors anymore and uh, suspension they don't do suspension and so they really are just bolting motors and suspension onto a frame you know and torquing everything yeah. so yeah more than ever there's there's a there's a EFI guy now there's a data guy mm-hmm. so like yeah more than ever mechanics you don't even jetting a bike anymore I used to have to jet bikes mm-hmm. um, you know so you're not even doing that anymore right so you're right the mechanic has never been and riders have trainers and coaches. And so they're not even asking a rider or a mechanic for like lines advice or you know what I mean. They're not asking. Yeah. So you're what right. Would be your solution, where to fix it? What's that? What would be your solution if you were to fix it? Uh, yeah. Bringing back two strokes. Yeah, the, the horse, that horse is out of the barn, man. I don't know what you do anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I would. Yeah. I, I proposed uh, to an AMA guy. Hey, maybe we should put ignitions. You supply the ignitions, and and they're 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 severely uh, restricted. 
on that was RPMs. The MXGP talk for a while. Right, right. And they're they're restricted on they're, they're restricted on RPMs, and and here's an insert for your exhaust that chokes the thing down. But then the AMA guy's like, okay, but what if the ignition fails and a rider crashes and we get sued? Yep. And I had no comeback for uh-huh. that. So, yeah. um, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's what, how I feel like that. Yeah. But um, hey, you know what, man? You've been on hold for so long. I'm gonna give you something. All right. Because uh, that, that that's dedication. I like that. Three hours and six minutes. Um, <laughs> give us your shirt size to Tits Legendary here. We'll send you out something. All right, AJ. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Appreciate all right. It. Thanks, man. Thanks for holding dedicated all right orw if you've got a truck and you uh you're you want to go to uh, one of the shops you can go to temecula you can go to uh san diego you can go to out here in vegas you got one in corona uh, a lot of spots to go to um uh, uh orw to check it out or you can go to their website offroadwarehouse.com code pulpamex to save you money offroadwarehouse.com they're, su- they're supporting team chaparral with mumford and shock shock had another good race again this guy has been really good ORW is the place to go for all your truck and off-road accessory needs. Uh, please check them out. Latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, racing products from all the industry's leading brands. Everything. They sell everything from suspension kits, tires, and wheels. ORW, offroadwarehouse.com. Use the code PulpMX and save with those guys. ORW is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest of the night. He's a friend of the show. He's been all over the news. It's Cameron McAdoo. What's up, man? How are you? Oh, I'm sore. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, How are you guys? Mark's here told me you got 25,000 new followers after Tuesday's race. I don't know if you care or if you noticed. Yeah, um, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people were, um, into that, I guess. Yeah, dude. Um, it's not really, I guess, not really the way I wanted to, uh, to gain fans, but, um, right. yeah, it was, it was a crazy night, that's for sure. I guess I didn't really, yeah. Honestly, throughout the night, I didn't even really know anything was so special. I was just like, I, I'm okay, and I'm, I'm still able to do my job, so I need to go do it. Right. <laughs> and, uh, right. you know, a lot of people thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was It was pretty neat. It gave uh, a lot of us to talk about it and everything else. Um, obviously, look, the race didn't go the way you wanted to Atlanta 3. Um, was it some of it due to being sore being uh you know being uh, a bit weaker in spots did you did you feel like any of that held you back from riding uh, and then of course you had to crack the scratch too but do you feel like any any of your tuesday stuff resulted in the poor race on saturday you know that's obviously been like a, a big talk you know since right. saturday i think it that uh you know whether i was maybe a a hazard on the track or whatever people might want to chalk it up to. But um, actually, I, I really don't feel that way. Uh, in practice, I did the least amount of laps as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. And, and I actually was, I felt like the, the few that I did do were, were good laps. And, and I felt pretty good on the bike. Like I was, I was obviously very, very sore in, in my, my left leg was the the biggest thing. Like I, I wasn't really able to put it out in corners because mm-hmm. it was my, my groin is so um, it was partially torn. So um, that was a big deal. And, and uh, the, the practice crash, that was literally on the last lap of the last practice. And uh, I just came up short on that, that quad. And, mm-hmm. and I, I do feel like that was uh, the, the crash was caused by not having um, maybe full strength in my legs to, to really hold on. And right. when, when I, when I came up short on that, I don't think it was maybe just so much strength, but it shocked my leg and uh, kind of did the same thing as when it originally happened. And that's kind of why I went off the triple the way I did. Right. Um, 
you know, I, I, I'm usually pretty strong in a situation like that. And I guess I wasn't able to be, but, um, yeah. So like that was, that was a big crash. That was not what I needed at all. And, uh, and then going into the heat race, I was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to get through it and see how I feel. Like, right. so I, I mean, as I mean, everyone could probably see, I was, I was very conservative in my heat race, um, just to make sure I was good to go and, and could string some laps together. But, um, when it came to the main event, uh, obviously the first crash in, in the first section was, uh, I, I just, I kind of ran wide that, that section kind of favored into everyone running to the left a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was, I was just on the left side of styles coming into that double in and, and, uh, I just, we doubled together and I totally ran out of space. I had, I had nowhere to go. So I ended up on a tough block and which shot me back into the track and, and then, you know, there I went right in front of Blos and he kind of frame cased me yeah. in a way. So, um, that was like a super big bummer. I was crazy bummed to, to have that happen. And then to see him laying in the track, you know, unconscious, yeah. that's always scary as a rider. So, um, but that absolutely had nothing to do with, with any of my injuries or any, um, anything to do with my crash on Tuesday. That was just a right. a total like racing incident, 20 guys going into a rhythm section. Um, in my opinion. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then, and then the rest of the stuff in the main event, like I, I got a pretty decent start in the second race and I think I was running maybe fourth or fifth and, uh, felt like I was going to have some pretty good pace and, and a chance to, to have a good race night. And, um, it was, I don't remember who it was. Someone else in my teammate, Seth yep. actually were right in front of me and they kind of came together in the whoops and, and they were, uh, seemed to be like they were crashing and, and I was middle of blitzing them. That's obviously kind of been one of my stronger suits this year. So I was, uh, I was in the middle of skimming them and I had nothing I could do. I just, I smashed right into the back of Seth right. and, and fell over. So that was, um, another deal that really had nothing to do with what I was dealing with, with my injuries from the, from the two day race and, uh, got back up and I was in seventh or eighth and then, um, had another little, little altercation with, with someone else. And, and, uh, that, that really put me back. I was on the ground for a little while there, but (laughs) but yeah, that, that, uh, I, I, I would imagine it's pretty fair to say that you really can't chalk that one up to be, have anything to do with no, what uh, I was no. dealing with. So, um, you know, honestly, the the string of events kind of led to look like it was because I was injured, you know. But uh, I, I mean, I was I was definitely not at my full form. That's pretty obvious. I don't think there's any way you could be after what I right dealt with on Tuesday. But there's also but, uh, other racers out there many times that are not on their full form for sure. You yeah, know? yeah, totally. I mean, I mean, I mean how often is everyone on full form like, right right you know I, I don't think anyone goes through a full season and is at every race at their at their perfect form that's you know we're racing their bikes but right. um you know I, I i definitely don't think it's fair to say that i was uh it was dangerous for me to be on the track i, I qualified third out of practice and and i mean i you know i was i was riding Okay, you know. Yeah, do you So, I mean, obviously you saw that I mean, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree less with the AJE owners social post. Uh Hunter Lawrence came out in a Honda PR 
I don't agree with him either. You saw some of that stuff. I mean, what what's your thoughts on that? Are you kind of like, ah, whatever? I mean, you just explained that side, you know, your side of things. But the backlash a little bit, are you taken aback by that a little bit? Oh, uh, I, I guess I, I didn't even really see anything that AJ posted or, oh, okay. or anything that Hunter said. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, I've seen obviously a couple little things here and there that – uh, Hunter, I'll read it back to you. Hunter said, uh, I came through the pack in fifth, and then Cameron nearly fell off his bike going in the sand section. I don't think he was I don't think he was where he needed to be mentally or physically. He swerved right in front of me. Oh, wow. Huh. <laughs> so and yeah. then and then the I AGE mean, guy was basically saying, you know, obviously Blos is is riding for that team and he put out a post yeah. that I, I just can't agree with. I'm just like, come on, guy. So Yeah, I mean, whatever. I guess yep. uh like I said, uh, everyone is entitled to their opinion and uh, whatnot. I did actually, I did actually get a little, uh, a little bit sketchy in the sand um, right before that, mm-hmm. for that over and under bridge where uh, Hunter kind of ran into my back wheel. I, I didn't even know any of that happened actually until after the race when I rewatched it over mm-hmm. um, with Hunter. I do remember kind of getting a little squirrely in that sand, but uh, the whole deal with when he kind of ran into my back wheel, I think that was. Uh, that was a total uh it wasn't my fault right right <laughs> you know yeah um, um yeah and, it's and yeah i guess nutty. I, if, if you know me like and and me riding through a sand section it, it's not always going to be straight <laughs> whether i'm at my full form or not yeah um, yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah i mean like i said everyone could be you know right. entitled, entitled to their opinion and and that's what that is but um yeah i i felt like it was uh a good choice for me to race that night and it was um you know what i was gonna do yeah um the march bank saying paul parabinos here said he would have went back to his pit and uh and would you say punch him deck him i would have been pissed and then you one. said you would let the air out of his rental car a year later yeah I, to, I would have held a grudge for that one that one right. would have pissed me off uh so props to you uh ram it for maintaining some class there because that was greasy and march banks actually i saw tonight march banks put on social media he apologized to you. He apologized to the, the Pro Circuit team. He said he's taking a break from social media for a while. Uh, so he seems a little contrite about it, but that was greasy. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. Um, yeah. That was uh, it was a bummer. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, we're racing, and, and I, I honestly don't – I mean, there's a reason that even after after the race when they pulled me down to the podium to do an interview. Like I, I, I don't mention those things because mm-hmm. um, that's that's not something that I can control afterwards. And right. and uh, letting my emotions fly is not. It's never going to be a positive. So um, yeah, I can pr- have my opinion on, that. on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can have my opinion on how that should have gone or why that happened, and and so can anyone else. But um, I just keep it to myself, kind of, and right. and uh, go on because you know I I want to race forward. Right, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, it was an eventful Atlanta for you, Ramit. It's very it was. eventful. Good God, uh, yeah, and yeah. you know, it, and the thing that's kind of a was the biggest bummer for me is that I really um, I've really worked hard and spent a lot of time on on uh, my consistency and and being like a, a more solid you know version, mm-hmm. and, and I felt like I've done that, I've done well with that this year so far, and like, I mean. Six. I mean, out of eight races, I've been had six podiums, and and I've had a lot of heat race wins, and I've, mm-hmm. I've had a lot of consistency. I felt, and then you know, there's been just those couple times that it's just like 
dang it, you know, like, and that, that was how, that was how it seemed like, you know, I got the ball rolling in Atlanta and, and, and it was just, um, you know, a few of those things and, yeah. um, n- nothing more made, wanted me to, uh, you know, prove JT wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What JT uh, I, I've, I've always, I've kind of, I know that JT's always been a little, uh, I always kind of, I know that he's, uh, got a lot of question marks on, on me. So I'm like, I want to prove him wrong this year. <laughs> wow, listen, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, generally speaking, this is a career year for you. You've looked 100% better, and Atlanta didn't go well. Uh, you know, it was very exciting, but it didn't go well for you. But generally speaking, I feel like, yeah, you've taken some big steps forward. And, and to call you a title contender uh, next year, indoors and out, it, it, you, know, you know, you will be one of the guys, you know what I mean? And that's the kind of step you've taken. You went from a fill-in ride to a last-second ride to being a title contender indoors and out. Uh, that's pretty damn impressive. So, uh, yeah, I think you've stepped it up big time. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, and yeah, like I've, we've, we've worked our butts off for it. And, right. and, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of things I need to improve on too. And I, and I still can like, um, you know, a lot of the things that happened in Atlanta, um, I've even, you know, Nick, my trainer and I have gone back and watched film and, and gone over the reasons why each thing happened and, and what we can do to not let that happen again and and you know you name it so like I, i'm doing everything in my power <laughs> yeah to uh you know be do be you, the best version of myself that i can do you think you hit neutral on the the tuesday crash i didn't no, no okay. I, I i really don't think i did like okay that was that was one crash that i i guess i even when i rewatch it i'm like dang like what happened? That's, that's gnarly. That happened. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Most most of my crashes, I can be like, all right, yep, I did this. Like, <laughs> I, you know, like on the the yeah, whatever. And most most every crash, I'm like, yeah, I was, I did this wrong. Right. You know, and right. But I rewatched that, and I'm like, dang, like that's that's gnarly. I, I don't really know how how that all went together and happened, but right. um, it happened quick. Um, do you have any injuries that are going to hold you back? Anything, obviously your general soreness and your, your everything else, but do you have anything that's going to kind of, you know, you got a week off here, anything that's going to hold you back? Um, the biggest thing for me right now is, is my groin and my leg. Okay. Uh, it's, it's not, uh, not great right now, but mm-hmm. we're not, we're 48 hours from the last time I was on the bike, you know? Right, so, right. um, it's super swollen. It's black and blue. But uh, I've been at therapy all day today with Dr. G and doing cold hot therapy. And I, I mean, I've been doing. We're going to do everything we possibly can to get it, uh, you know, back to perfect. So right, right. that's definitely the uh, the goal for to be back in in form to to fight for a race win here in two weeks in Salt Lake because that's uh, you know obviously the the title's a, a pretty far shot right now, right. but. Um, I still want to, you know, go do my job the best I can. Yeah, absolutely. Off-road warehouse, bringing you Cameron McAdoo, or whether you uh, have a truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, whatever it is, they'll dial you in. They install everything they sell from suspension kits, tires and wheels to steps, bed accessories, and more. 5% off with pulpamex.com code. They support the team Chaparral guys with Mumford and Shock. How about Shock, McAdoo? Cody Shock's been good. Wow, he has. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's actually probably been like, the the most uh like improved surprise of a guy oh yeah uh this year in my class i think like 
I agree. You know, and and nothing nothing against Shock at all either by saying that. Like that's not taking anything no. from him. I'm like, you know, I I think I remember the first time I remember seeing him was I want to say Salt Lake City last year. Yeah. Um, and jeez, yeah. he's like. Dude, he couldn't you know, get through the whoops. He couldn't get through the yeah, whoops. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> when uh, I rewatched, I think it was Daytona, I was like, holy crap. Yeah. That dude, like, he was in, like, fourth for forever. Right. And, uh, yeah. but then, yeah, like, multiple times he's been, you know, like, inside the top ten, well inside the top ten. Right. No, um, he's been, been doing good. So Off-Road Warehouse yeah. supports them with Umford and Shock, ORW. It's a place to go for all your truck and off-road accessory needs. Marks. I feel like with, with McAdoo, like I wrote this in my column, but I feel like we we knew McAdoo when he was like a small club band selling out 200 <laughs> seats. You know what I mean? And we were going to all the shows, and we loved him, and we were on board. And now McAdoo is like playing the stadiums. He's the band He's, he's the band that you say that, oh, yeah, we saw them in this little venue. Right. I feel and, like and we knew McAdoo there. before he blew up. We started the mosh pit. Right, right. Yeah, I like I, that. Yeah, I feel like Paul Bamex was, was there when, before McAdoo just went worldwide. So... Just FYI. Yeah. Cam. Yeah, I definitely um yeah, I raced a two stroke at straight rhythm. <laughs> I I remember going up to the top of that little uh the little drop in thing and being like, Holy crap, I haven't ridden a two stroke since two thousand twelve, uh Y Z one twenty five, you know, and, and that was when I was in high that was back when I was in like middle school or high school just riding yeah. with my buddies on the weekend. Yeah. And uh yeah, this this guy just was like, "You want to fly out to California to race straight with them?" Right, and you're like, "I got no money, you know? so I got no yeah. money, so I'm, I'll, you Why know, not? I, I need the uh, was it two grand? I think you made two grand. I don't know what it was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and I'm, it was and, worth it. Oh yeah, you were like, "Cool, all right, I'll make my." I said, "I'll guarantee you, like, I don't know what I said. I'll guarantee you fifteen hundred bucks, and then whatever goes from there or something." Yeah. Oh, yeah, good that times. Was, that was a fun weekend though, and then even just like. There was so many different times too, you know, like uh, Geneva and, yeah. and even even Paris. Uh, I'll never forget some of the stories from when we went to Bercy and the club sandwich and oh, yeah. and uh, yeah. Mathis was just like, "Geez, get over the club sandwich." We're dude. in Paris, you guys, and we're like, we're like, dude, it's the only thing that we know is safe yeah. to eat. Like we're good. I'm and like, I got a Caesar salad in Paris. I'm like, Caesar we're in the salad. best city in the world for, for food. food. Yeah. And Brayton and McAdoo are like, nah, we'll go our club sandwich from the hotel. Yeah. That, ain't, like, you that ain't me. I would be out. I'm like, you guys disgust me, <laughs> but Hey, yeah, but, you know, but then I got a Caesar salad and it came with like anchovies, probably anchovies on yeah. the top. Yeah. Of it. That's yeah. the proper then, Caesar. Yeah. Yes, it is. But, but when you eat it at six and your night show starts at eight <laughs> and you have a heat race mine and you're burping and Toby's about to throw up. Yeah. Not so great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Great. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, we got a call on you from one for, for Cameron McAdoo. It's Sam. Sam, what's up? What do you want to say to Cameron McAdoo? Hey, McAdoo or whackers, whatever you want to be called. Uh, look, I just want to say you're a badass straight up you're a fucking badass i want to say i wasn't a fan before but for mm. sure you 100 percent made me a fan with everything you've done look you're a lot younger than me straight up like i'm 26 i don't know how old you are maybe 20 years old but you're an inspiration straight up you're an inspiration and yeah. honestly you're you're a badass straight up you're huh? a fucking badass. Oh, look at Sam. And, uh, he's just I, all over it, McAdoo. He's a fan. I just want to say you're a fucking badass. Why were you not, Sam? Bad. Why, Sam, why were you not a fan? Like, what, what happened? Yeah, what? Uh, no, yeah. Say, uh, he didn't say, I, I, know, 
it's not that I said I wasn't a fan. Yeah, it's just yeah. like he's a lot he's a lot younger than me, so right. it's like I, I don't it's like he's he's a kid. He's a kid to me, you know. Right, right, got, so, it, got uh, it. It's not like it's not like I wasn't a fan, but it's just like he's a kid. Yeah. You know, I, I don't I don't like I wouldn't say I wouldn't look up to a kid, but Got it, got it. In, the, in this case, you know, like he's a kid and honestly at this point, you know, you can't you can't help but look up to him, you know. It, it was incredible. It was simply incredible. Love you know? this guy and right here. Prop, major major props. Major props to what you did on uh, Saturday, Tuesday. It was incredible. It was incredible to see, you know, to see you getting taken out and get back up. Don't, like don't talk shit. I would have absolutely gone off on the podium if I was you. Like, absolutely gone off. Absolutely. Yeah, Paul would have taken the rental car tires and stabbed them. Oh, worse than that. I would have fucking, oh, you don't even know what I would have done. Right. right. <laughs> like, it would have been terrible. And right. major props, you know, for keeping it classy. And, yeah. Uh, that's well, all I wanted to say, you know. Like, thank- I, I appreciate that. And, uh major classy move and i hope nothing but the best for you you know you uh you definitely gained a fan and hundreds of thousands of fans for sure you know and uh major props um cool thanks sam yeah Cam. Sure. yeah thanks a lot yeah i appreciate that Absolutely. um thank you thanks yeah. thanks, boys. thanks man appreciate it yeah uh, thank well, you yeah i bet you your dms must have just been insane ramen <laughs> insane right yeah yeah it was wild like i i guess like i said earlier i yeah. was like i didn't i didn't expect that to be like such a thing i was just right you know in the heat of the moment i'm like i got a race like you know yeah I, 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 I'm, I, I'm honestly i wasn't that I, I just you have a lot of heart if you're gonna race you're gonna race i wasn't i mean i thought it was cool like i'm like oh that's awesome you know what i mean yeah but i totally. wasn't you know if you weren't knocked out which you weren't and the doctors assessed you as being okay and you you know you acted you know like you were there like yeah he's racing like i i don't know i just kind of sound yeah, like yeah, yeah exactly right I'm just he's like, not mathematically think, eliminated no he's not yeah i know right i mean he could cooper could not make the main event at a shootout he can get hurt between now and then at least he's you still have a chance <laughs> I, I mean totally. granted it's not great but right, right. it's better than especially in a shootout where anything can happen a shootout totally. a lot of shit can yeah, happen yeah. in a shootout um, I mean, there's there's uh, there's basically two circumstances that that makes me be able to win the championship. So right. Um, um, well, hey man, uh, thank you for coming on. I appreciate. It. I'm sure you've been uh, hit up by a ton of people, and uh, you know, you're all of that. So I really appreciate you taking the time to come on the show and talk about your yeah. very exciting Atlanta. <laughs> just <laughs> just very exciting. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's great. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully Salt Lake's, uh, very <laughs> exciting in, in different, in yeah. different ways. Yeah. And, uh, maybe I can, uh, start recouping my, uh, rental parts budget from Parabinos. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, been... I racked that thing up. <laughs> I think I'm on my way to yeah. go to all the dealerships around here to, to start buying bars. If, <laughs> if, I, if I ran the PC team up on the, uh, the budget, <laughs> I'm sure, um, Peyton is just like, Oh my God, this guy, he's just Peyton. Uh, is, yeah. It's great though. It's awesome. Um, and uh, so thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, good luck with the Salt Lake City. And uh, yeah, thanks again, Cam. Yeah, thanks guys. Thanks for having me on. All right, thank you. That's Cameron McAdoo. Everybody brought to you by OffRoadWarehouse.com. ORW supporters of the Chaparral team. What'd you think? I I love it because he just doesn't give up. And there's not 
I feel I don't see that as much in younger kids anymore. So right. I think it's cool. And again, yeah. like this is a, a goal for him, right? Like he won a race this year. That's a goal. He won a heat race this year. That was a new goal. He had a red plate. That was another new goal. And now he's gone to the final round of the season mathematically with a chance to win a title. Yep. Like those are all big goals and, yeah. and things that you need to Dude, tick off before you can win a title. This was a guy driving Craig's motorhome for a while, filling in at Troy Lee, getting the last spot at PC and like kind yeah. of like, like – Dude, Good for him. In, he has worked a guy his way go. into yeah. a career. Right. I had to give him 400 bucks to upgrade a flight one time. Yeah. I felt so bad for him. That's so, cool. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I love it. Good good dude. Uh, all right, commercial break here. We'll come back with the motorsport.com tweet at tit segment. Uh, commercial break here. And uh, so thanks for sticking around, everybody. We'll be right back after this. Ha, 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 ha. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook.
Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So uh, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work. Or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and Rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. 
visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Hey, Pulp Nation, Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships in my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of works connection products for 2021 i've got the perch on my bike i've got the engine plugs i absolutely love it great product i've got the uh, 
start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto, not so much. WorksConnection.com, PulpMX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. Marks, I just didn't want to go through the. Am I plugged in? I can't hear the drop. So I just check out my boat, dude. Yeah, you know, we, know, we know how that went the first time. Right. That's right. We no music. No music. Don't want to cause any confusion. Right. We'll just we'll just move on. We'll just it'll just be easier. Just let Paul play drops instead of music. Check out my boat, dude. <laughs> he likes that one. He does like that one. Chicken's awesome. Chicken was amazing when he was in studio with I Denny. Bet. It was an amazing I show. Bet. Do you have uh, any other chicken ones on there? No, no. you need to have more though. Do we chicken have more? needs his own column. Yeah, I have a chicken. Oh, I guess I only have. Uh... Oh, I'm muted. I'm not stupid, dude. Fuck that guy drinks a lot. <laughs> Maxima USA, minutes. Eli Tomac, Adam Cien Cirillo, Cameron McAdoo, all the pro circuit guys using Maxima USA. They got their new peak system additive in the four-stroke engine oil. They have the SC1, the uh, fast FFT filter oil, grease as well. Of course, SC1 suspension clean. Uh, contact clean. What's your favorite Maxima product? Um, they're also good. Uh, I do like cleanup a lot. I don't have the cleanup. Cleanup's I need to good. Get cleanup. I spray it on my chain sprockets every oh, single time. I, ha- I have cleanup for mountain bikes. I want the same stuff. It's oh. it's, it's a it's a uh, bottle. You just reminded me of something. Don't let me forget later. I got a mountain bike product. You need to test for me. Oh yeah. Don't let Am me I in that? You're. It's in my backpack. Nice. I'm a tester. Yes. And I got an email from the Intense guys today asking me my thoughts on a new taser. Like. Not coming anytime soon, but they're going to develop You're, a new taser. You've just been included in product development. I'm R&D, bitch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maxima USA, Pulp 20 to save. 927. Uh, they've changed the racing oil when they introduced 927 in the 1970s. It is still the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. MaximaUSA.com for more information. Please check those guys out. And, uh, yeah, Pulp 20 is the code to save with Maxima. So whether it's two-stroke oil, whether it's four-stroke oil, whether it's, whether it's uh, mixing Pro plus. oil. Pro Plus is the oil I use in my KX450. Okay. It's awesome. All right. Fantastic. Uh, Maxima USA. Also, uh, Paul, have you ever been in a motorcycle car accident? Did somebody or some idiot take you out? Yeah. You need to call attorney Arthur Draper. He's a friend of the show. He's a slow moto guy turned attorney. In fact, ambulances chase him now. This is a buddy of mine that was a mechanic back in the day. He's now a respectable attorney. One time, I got taken out on a parade lap at Loretta Lynn's. Wow. Just cruising down the straightaway. Yep. Some kid comes ripping by, tags my handlebar, and I went flipping. Wow. Yeah. Did you go let the car air out of his tires? It was a rental no, car? No, 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 no. Okay. I just barely was able to get it back to the starting line time for the to take off. Arthur takes the time to know the clients. We'll take the time to talk to you personally. Consultations are free. You just need to call. More importantly, Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. He can practice in Nevada, California, a few other states. Visit ArthurDraper.com, A-R-T-H-U-R Draper.com. Help is only a phone call away, and Arthur's got your back. So thank you to Arthur Draper for coming on the show. Thanks to all our sponsors, by the way. It's been fun. So, Paul, uh, before we go to the motorsport tweeted segment, um, your Loretta's dream, is it over because you're all jacked up? Are you okay? Are you going to do Loretta's this year, or what are we doing? I don't – that's my tentative plan, but, yeah, I'm dealing with some – You got – I got a back issue. I got a rib issue. Right. So that's my plan. I really would like my my son and I to both race. 
I think that would be really cool. He can make it? Is he, I don't know. Okay. It's going to be close. Because Kiefer's he, on this program, too. If Aiden doesn't make it, he ain't, he ain't going. Yeah. I don't know where I'm at. Like, I would hope he makes it, and then if he does, I'll I'll just race one class. If he doesn't, I'll race two, most likely. Okay. It's kind of my plan. But he's been improving every well, time he what rides. What about your injuries? Um, I, I got time to – Okay. There's still time. Um, But, yeah, he's been – We have time. We'll race him when it's time. Yeah. Well, yeah, when it's time. Yeah. Um, but he's been improving quite a bit, and this is his last year in the four to six class. So I want to give him the opportunity to make it, and I because I think that would be really cool for both of yep. us to race there. Now I didn't think he was too much into it. He is. Um, he wasn't into he was racing. Karate. He was into karate. Yeah, and he wasn't into racing for a bit, but now he really enjoys it. It was just weird. Something yep. flipped, and I I took him racing the first time and didn't tell him we were going racing. I just said we're going practicing, and I was like, hey, you got four practices, but yeah, we're gonna go behind this gate. By the way. <laughs> And I just kind of, and but then he he just had such a good time hanging out with his friends. And the cool thing about him is he doesn't get nervous. Like he doesn't under, I don't know if he doesn't understand or what, right. but he's he's just a free spirit that kid. Like nice. He's, so 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 do you, have you done the area with him yet? Yeah, we did an area. He got through um, no problem. Yeah, the area all you have to do is show up. Okay. And uh, but yeah, we'll see how the regional goes. I think it'll be tough, but we'll see. But he's playing football too. He likes that. His right. he's got a nickname already. It's mm-hmm. called the Tank. Oh, the Tank. Yep, yeah. he's the Tank. And uh, he likes football. It's flag football. He wants it to be tackle. Okay. But yeah. it's flags. Right. So we we'll got settle down. We got to settle him down yeah. there. He yep. really likes being on defense. Right. But um, he's nice. into Fortnite. He plays Fortnite with Dino sometimes. Okay. And uh, yeah, just the things that come out of his mouth, man. He this is, is amazing. unique. Right. Right. Yes. Um, well, uh, good luck with that. That process. Yes. Pops. Uh, um, all right. Motorsport.com. Tweet at tits. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from Motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Motorsport.com, I'm sure they sell rent all over there. The folks at Motorsport, they do a great job, whether it's uh, OEM parts, aftermarket parts, UTVs, ATVs. Dirt bikes, street bikes, whatever it is, they got the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry. Uh, free shipping on anything over 79 bucks to ensure you never miss a ride. Uh, great guys, Ryan Villapoto, myself, and the new Motorsport.com athlete, Filthy Phil Nicoletti. Suck it, Steve. Yep. Is, uh, is also on board, so thanks to the folks at Motorsport for coming on board. Use the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com. It takes you right to Motorsport. We have a whole section for our uh, product guys on there, some special deals and things like that. So if you are if you uh, don't shop at motorsport.com uh, and you take your business to another e-tailer, check out Motorsport, man. You'll be more than happy to uh, see what they've got. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. These are uh, tweets submitted to at Show. the guy in the corner. Picks the best ones. What did you make of uh, Talon's intro? New intro. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Yeah. Well, sure. It's not as good as mine. Right. But, you know, it's, <laughs> okay. it's fine. So t- Talon borrowed a Taser MX for me. And broke it. And broke it. Yep. He oh, says... Uh, that's He's an off-road guy. Freaking people, he says man. He's, yeah, he's fucking off-road. Be careful of those off-road guys. He said Rough he's on equipment. three miles into the road or five miles into the, into the ride. He broke it. And he got a stick in the chain ring... And somehow that broke the chain. The chain. It doesn't doesn't add it's up. All but I, 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 at this point, it's broken, and you know, calling him a liar isn't really going to solve anything. So I just figured. <laughs> so the bottom line is, I want to take the Taser MX up to up to SLC. I'm leaving this weekend or this week. Okay. And uh, 
Tits is now roped into fixing the uh, chain that Talon broke. On short notice. Before he leaves mm. on like a, Before, what, a Thursday yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. yeah. And so. you're staying in between the yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To do some snow biking? Mm. Or what's your plan? I don't want to talk about that. Oh, why not? But, but I, there could be a chance of my race set rant being very animated after Salt Lake City 2. Snow. I may have made a horrible decision. I want you and Darkside to go snow biking together. I think that'll be cool. I'll let you guys know. I've, I may have made a horrible decision, and we'll see. So, all right, I think tits. You made, a, made a big mistake. Let's uh, let's do this. <laughs> all right, uh, from Snowman MX. Besides oh, the one, snow. yes, snow. yeah. Besides the one with JT, have you considered starting a feud with some other podcast just for entertainment purposes? No, I should though. Yeah. Why? Why is good. there beef podcast to podcast? Is there beef? I feel like there's beef out there. Not, all you guys are just kind of like a little, uh, a little chippy towards each other. I don't think so. Like, DMXS guys are cool. They I, are. Uh, I get a lot of. I don't get them anymore. But at one point, I was getting a lot of tweets about how my show was way better than DMXS, et cetera, et cetera. I never retweeted those. I never liked them. You know what I mean? I, I, I respected those guys what they were doing, and I didn't want to like you know so. Uh, I made a comment to Hammer at Red Bull that I didn't think the Gypsy Tales guy should be in in the show, yeah. but I didn't think anybody should be in the show that wasn't going to the races. That was I was here last time. Oh, was that you? I think well, so. He got he got angry at us. I like his his. That's fine. Show. I just my whole point was if you if you don't go to the races and know what's going on, can you really comment on them? And that goes for any podcast out there. Like I I don't listen to, I listen to hockey podcasts and baseball podcasts from like the writers that are following the teams mm-hmm. that are in the locker rooms. Not anymore, of course, because of COVID, but generally speaking, are in the locker rooms and really have a handle on the sport because I want to listen to the guys that really know what's going on. Sure. Anybody can sit on the couch and watch the race and not really know what's going on. You don't really see who's fading. Armchair quarterback. Right. You don't see who's fading. You don't see who's uh, coming up. You don't see any crashes late in the race. I mean, God knows we complain about the TV show enough that they don't really, you don't really know what's going on, right? So to me, to cover the races, you got to go there. Mm. So to me, if you want to have a program that covers the races, you need to cover. You need to have the guys in it that go to the races. That's my own opinion. Now, but that's you. That's, that's my opinion. That's the, well. That's oh. your. That's what Pulp Mex is. Well, yeah, but there's other ones too. I mean, it's not just me. I'm, but I, I was making a joke that I should be the only podcast in there. That was more. <laughs> that of a was joke. a joke. That yeah. was a joke. But uh, uh, so I don't know. Like I feel like I don't feel like there's podcast beef really. But maybe there is. Uh, I I don't know. Everybody's just trying to find their own lane. Listen, right. I, Without seeming super conceited, I think we're the biggest one. I think you are. I think we do the best job. I think you are. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. That's how I feel. Um, There's other doesn't mean every other podcast is garbage, but I feel like we do the best one and uh, we do the best job. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Beef causes awareness and increases numbers, especially on the smaller podcasts and stuff like that. Doesn't matter what sort of beef it is. Like I do believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mmm, delicious tomahawk (laughs) beef. Um, I do believe there's guys that bring me up. Yeah, because they're like, hey, I want to take a shot at the you know the number one show. Worst case, they address it on, or best case is that you address it on your show, and also now all these other people have no idea about him. Yeah, I didn't have anything personally against the Gypsy Tales guy. I'm just like, he doesn't go to races, so. Should he be in the show about the races? That was, but that goes to any of those podcast guys. And David Iser called me from DMXS and said, "Hey man, what's this? I hear you're shitting on us for for being in the Moto Spy." And I said, "Well, I was shitting on anybody who doesn't go to the races." I told him. I said, I, I, "I told him exactly that on the phone." I said, "It wasn't your show specifically, but if you don't go to the races, I don't know if you should be in the uh, in the call, talking about the races." And he was like, 
all right, well, that's not, you know, I thought you shit on us. <laughs> like, he's like, I thought you, like, said DMXS sucks, which I never mm. did. You know what I mean? So, anyways, that's okay. where we're at. Next one is from Robbie Renner. Uh, Paul, are you still extremely high on Fry like you were when Star stole him? You were big on Fry. Yeah, I was. Um, I have obviously simmered. A bit. <laughs> not as I, I, just, I, I just I again I think I said it earlier I don't know when, when yeah. we were talking if it was on there or not but yeah I just thought he had a lot of the ingredients of what it would he would be a really good pro but I, it just looks all, like he's lacking the confidence all of you amateur guys no not calm all of them the fuck down <laughs> no 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 I mean you amateur experts and oh. you're not the only one the fucking guy like I just calm the fuck down like I, I like to you know that's see fine. where they're you, coming you from. know a lot about it I get yeah. it but. I heard from so many people about so many of these fucking amateurs coming. What are you, you know hearing? I mean? Let me hear what you hear. What do you What do you know? Well, now everyone's fucking gargling kitchen's balls. Yeah, he's fast. They're just fucking deep into kitchen balls. Just ah, he's fast. Like okay, but dude, we don't know. He could he could meet a chick. He could uh, you know do this with the, with the money when he got a bunch of money. Yep. His parents could have issues. Like nobody knows, man. You don't know. Now, obviously, with Stu. Ricky, you know. Barsha, right? You, AC. AC. Yeah. You know. But I'm saying uh, we haven't had that type of guy for a while. So yep. calm down. I don't think Kitchen is on that level. Maybe he is. I don't believe no, he is. No, no. He's not right. Not RC, right, AC right, right, right. That's level, what I'm saying. So but. when you don't have a sure thing, JG was a sure thing too. I remember people telling me Josh Grant, like, unless he beats him, but like Grant is good, you know? Um, I just feel like you're just like, you never know. You just never know how these guys are going to take it, man. So that's all. I just like to see, you know, watch them. You yeah. Know, see how good they are. Yeah. Guess how they're going to fit in. Sure. Talk yeah. No. It. I mean, when when you look at the NFL draft, or yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah that's yeah, all part yeah. of yeah. it. I get it. But yeah. me, I'm just like I've seen too many failures, especially in the last five to ten years, man. There's been kids that have just been eaten up and spit out by yeah, no, the no. pro scene. You know, it's so. true. All right. All right, the next one is from the voice of the drunken people. Uh, blame pie for hard tramps, hard tramps wow. season. Jesus, whatever his name is. Uh, injury, <laughs> bike, just plain not being used to. Hey, he never tries to get better. He just like, like just he just moves on. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Injury, bike, what else? Just not being used to the 450s, or what What, what do you attribute to his Heart poor season? Hartraff's uh, poor season is a surprise to me, right? Yeah, I guess I, I would have thought he's... A main event guy every single week. Yeah. Right. So, what are we trying to do? But a like blame, when a blame you pie? See, do you know what blame pie is? I would imagine I give a percentage based on the options. Yeah. Correct. And it adds up to 100%. It's okay. a pie. Okay. Uh, you know, you look at the, you look at the bike... It's a Suzuki, sure. Anstey looks good. Anstey's fine. He's a 15th to 18th place guy. So, you know, I don't think the bike's the problem, right? Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I like Brandon. He, he crushes it. He's a good dude. He writes, works really hard off the bike. I've yeah. heard that from numerous people. But it's just not been good. So, I don't know. I'm going to blame um, 100% on uh, Dustin Pipes. It's fair. Yep. 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 Paul? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. 80% injury, 20% dirt bike. Is that that okay. I fit meet your yeah. Suzuki is that works. the 20% Suzuki blame. That's what you're saying, right? Yes. Yes, okay. All right. The next one's from Trevor Githved. Wow. <sighs> what you is the next that. <laughs> You should you should work for USPS. 
The you postal work, service? You hey, should work for the postal service. Print out, they have good benefits. There's yeah, nobody sure. who mails it in like you. Print out some <laughs> MXGP nobody. results and have him read their names. I should, yeah. Okay. Uh, what? No, yeah, you can tell he works for the family business. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, you can just... Silver spoon? Uh, yeah, and just... Dada? Uh, yeah, never had dada. To, I never had to work a day in my life. <laughs> dada, dada money, very successful concrete company. Him and Koi could probably totally relate. All right. I'd, I'd like to be putting Koi's, uh, like, comparison, sure. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, you can, what never, get, you can get, never get knocked out. That's right. If you were Koi. That's, that's right. something. Right. Yeah. Uh, what team do you see moving? That's, he says to Florida, but let's say out of California next. Well, Star's there now. Uh, I, I think other teams would, would like to follow that lead. Land yeah. is getting tougher. Places to ride is getting tougher. Like all of that. Taxes. Well, you know? it won't be any of the OEMs. It won't be Cowie, Honda. I don't know. I mean, Yamaha's all there except for the race team. Yeah, it would take a big move. It would take, yeah, them moving. But right. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I believe there's another team going to be out of Florida, but <clears throat> another team like a, a non OEM team. Yeah, I think so. Okay, who's that? I don't know. Okay, great, great talk. I think you do. I no, think he does too. I don't know what you're talking All about. right, the next one is from Gator. Gator, I got, I got that name right. Uh, 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 is that like uh, my pimp? Nobody calls me Gator. They what, used what? to call me Gator. Yeah. <laughs> Gator's bitches better be wearing jimmies. Yeah, Gator's bitches better be wearing jimmies. Yep. Uh, why does KTM have a stigma for being bad in the whoops when Barsha and Anderson seem to do they well? They don't have a stigma. For they have a stigma? Bad. Yeah, who has a stigma? According to Gator. Well, Gator can fucking KTM suck it. KTM does. No, like, uh, I mean, Marvin. Marvin, Marvin yeah, Dunge, Coop. None of them are great whoop riders. When like, Dean was on a Red Bull KTM, he crushed the whoops. Yeah, Mookie would go through the whoops on a KTM. Yeah. That, so would Kenny. There's no... There's no Stop rider, that. rider. Stop that question. Okay, so Gator, you're wrong. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one is from VB Steve. Last week, Ryan Hughes suggested on a podcast that by 2025, all manufacturers should agree upon only making 350s instead of 450s. I usually don't agree with Mister Know It All, but I'm not against the idea. What do you think? Yeah, we talked about that earlier when you were maybe sleeping. But um, uh, <laughs> power nap. But <laughs> yeah, no, the four fifties are too much, right? So yes. yeah, absolutely. Like if they got together and said, "Hey, we're making three fifties for the premier class," then great. Yeah, I mean KTM thought that was really coming, and, right. and Giuseppe Luongo one time said he thinks that that's the future. Also, like it hasn't happened, but yeah, four fifties too much bike, man. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, but getting all oh, the OEMs on yeah, the same page. Good, good luck with that. Give me a break. Right. Yeah. Fresno Smooth, this is for you, Paul. Uh, what's the next frontier for handlebars? New materials, new design. Is there much room for real growth or uh, advancements in handlebars? I, I mean, I think we have the next big advancement already in, in Fat Bar 36. It's, it's essentially as light as a mountain bike bar. And then besides, like, anything that would be just kind of a gimmick or, or an ad as far as a true new innovation, man, I don't, I don't know. Like I, again, I think we we have the latest, and I can't even guess what the next one would be. You, uh, you I mean, you it can't be materials really. Like you don't want to make a carbon fiber motocross bar. Right. We've experimented with that, and it's just, it's not the right material. It's not the right thing for a dirt bike. It's stiff. It's brittle. Same thing with titanium. We talked about that. You, um, you help do, uh, you help develop a, a really good job, a really good product for your competitor. The micro bar is a really good idea. Yeah, that is a legit great idea. 
Yeah, I love that idea. And and it's already been adopted by OEMs, right? So like Cobra's 50s come stock with a with a micro bar or micro-sized bar. It's actually a pro taper bar. Um, KTM 50s, Gas Gas Husky, they all come stock now with a downsized yep. grip. But so not from pro taper? They made their own? They made their own. Oh, boy. Yep. Uh, that's a good idea. What about, have we talked about bending the bars back like a, like a beach cruiser? I Have no. we ever thought, thought no. maybe that could work? I'll let you um, get that idea so throttles going. here, clutches Steve here. wants to be a test rider, so I make a, him some handlebars like that. So yeah, I'll get you him. that bend. You let me know how it yes. goes. Right, okay. Uh, Chris Vancers wants to know who you guys think will win their first 450 Supercross championship first, Roxon or Sexton? I'll still go Roxon. I'll hold. I'll hold on to that torch. It's a tough one. I mean, it's not guaranteed either. One of them win. Right. Why you gotta put me hey, on the JT, spot? Hey JT, just like pick that. a guy. Just pick a guy, JT. No one's gonna hold it to you. No one's gonna run around. No one's gonna make a flag. Sponsor these guys. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Next question. <clears throat> Uh, the next question is not a question. No. Uh, just, just want to issue an apology to anyone who picked Wageman at any of the Atlanta rounds in fantasy. Sincerely, Team Solitaire. So, Yo, no joke. You know how, like, um, I don't know if you follow Wendy's on Twitter. I don't know. Of the fast food chains, Wendy's is the best Twitter. Okay. Of the race teams, Team Solitaire, by far the best on yep. Twitter. By yep. far. I don't know who runs it. It's my buddy Chris from Canada. Great job, Chris yep. from Canada. Yep. Got some sense of humor, some right. personality. Right. Yeah. I, I like them on Twitter. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Follow Wendy's on Twitter. You'll have a laugh. Really? Yeah. I think I've seen it come up in the news where they make fun of the other Oh, all, fast all food the place. time. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Right. <laughs> all right. Uh, Marks, do you follow Wendy's? Uh, I don't, actually. I, I should because they are quite entertaining, but uh, I don't follow them for some reason. Okay, I'm punching in right now. I'm doing it right now, Paul. Yeah, do it. Okay. While Wendy's. he's doing that, Paul, I'm going to ask you a question. Follow, uh, 3.8 million follows, and they just got me. Right. This is from Joshua Anderson. Uh, is Tomac's deal official? With that said, what does that mean for Forkner and his future? Yeah, I think I think Tomac, I believe from the people I talked to, he signed for two more years. Um, did you hear that? Uh-huh. Okay, so I don't know what it means for Forkner and his future. AC's deal is up at the end of 2022. At this point, are they like, hey, Forkner, unless you're – I mean, he's not going to point out because even if he wins – Next year, he'll be fine. He hasn't gotten that many points. Because you get a year to defend it. Yeah, only, you know? but if you win in your fourth year, you don't get a year to defend. Mm, good point. I think he. I, I, I think if next year goes well, he would be in the 450 class in 23. All right. Well, maybe Cali would, would make a room or let him go. Or I think they'd yeah. go three wide. You think? Yeah. I think so. Right. They didn't go three wide for Joey, but it's not Forkner, right? So. Um, all right. Doug wants to know, can Zacco repeat this summer? Yes. Yeah, I think he can. Yep. I think it'll it's gonna be Will he? tough. Eesh, I don't know. I do like that he's you know, he seems to be completely healthy and now he's already prepping for outdoors while guys are still having to race supercross. I like those chances. Um I don't know, man. I think that class is gonna be so good this summer. I don't know. By the way, uh St. Jude dot org forward slash supercross auction please check that out a lot of cool stuff from a lot of riders so uh yeah support it all of all the money goes to saint jude all right. 
John Henning, uh, this is for you, Paul. Is there currently a shortage of G089 grips? G089s, yeah. G089. Also, when are cloth bar pads dropping? It would literally be like printing your own money. Bring back 90s-style vinyl pads, too. Um, we're working on cloth bar pads, so it, it will happen. Oh, big news. Yeah, it will happen. Um, <clears throat> and, yeah, grips is just, dude, it, it, I guess try to look at a at a dealer in your area or um, I know the next batch of product into the U S was just air freighted last week and that went to Tucker. So a Tucker dealer should get some product here, but man, it's like, it's we're dealing with what the same thing. A lot of businesses are We're we've been depleted on inventory because of the strong, steep, you know, uh, kind of surge in power mm-hmm. sports since returning from COVID. We lost three months of production because of COVID and now we're trying to play catch up. So, um, we've been kind of delayed by raw material shortages. I mean, even things as is, is stupid as a cardboard box. Like Amazon's bought every cardboard box from every vendor around the world, and our cardboard box lead time went from two weeks to two months. Jeez. So it's little stupid things like that that we're just we're at the mercy of all these different businesses that were affected and shut down and slowed and stopped by COVID, and, and now we're working to um, – get back going but that's and that's says like, that, says that's just an excuse it's not really true i was gonna say you forgot to mention suez canal that was part of your problem as well yeah well yeah. our stuff just, comes from no, england i just nobody, didn't want to look like a retard nobody looks at a map but um but yeah i mean we're we're running night shifts we've hired more employees in manufacturing we're doing everything we can but it's pretty crazy how uh, it, it basically if you have have inventory right now you sell it <clears throat> All right. Uh, next one is from Chris Riesenberg, a.k.a. Checkers. Uh, does the Supercross Championship hangover that seems to affect guys for the start of the outdoors apply to Webb if he wins a second title, or is it a first title only thing? And also, will yeah. the extra break help? Yeah, the extra break will help. But I, I said earlier, I think he just, you know, I mean, I don't know if he just goes that one extra percent you need for outdoor title. I think the the extra break time, which I didn't realize, I think that's going to be huge. I think um, we haven't really seen a guy do both in a while, right? Since hmm. Dunge? Yeah, would have been Dunge. So it's been a bit. I think Cooper's a guy who could do it. So, we, yeah, we'll see. I mean, and he has already put effort into riding outdoors, right? He's been out yeah. here riding outdoors. Yeah, he did some of it. So right. I think that extra time is going to be cool. All right. Uh, last one is from Jordan. I believe Tomac has said his competition has gotten much faster over the years, resulting in less race wins for himself in 2021. Is there any off-the-bike issues? It's just odd to see Eli only dominate a few times in 2021. Yeah, it is a bit odd, for sure. I don't know of any off-the-bike issues. We, we, we wouldn't know. They keep a tight lip over there, uh, the Tomacs do. I mean, he's 28 years old. He was the fastest man in America for four years straight. Six feet tall. He's six feet tall. Um, so, you know, it's just like we talked about with Weege, talked on our review show, like you just have that 1% that you don't do. He's got a kid now. He's got, yeah, he's a dad. You know, he's a lot of, you know, he's 28. You, you, you get a little bit worse as you get older. Like maybe this is just, yeah, this is how he is. He can win if all the, everything falls into place, but those fucking amazing rides from 10th to 1st where he's two seconds a lot faster are gone. Yeah, I and, I, and I think, that's okay. Like I, I think we're we're seeing like a change in our sport with these guys not wanting to retire so early. Yeah. And I think that's because we've seen 
a few guys now retire early and all kind of hint around making a comeback. Yeah. Right? Like RV came yeah. back out and rode Monster Cup. Dungey was talking about coming back and doing Supercross. I think all these guys are kind of like, I don't want to retire at 28 or 29. Like, I want to retire at 33. You got to find something that makes you, that takes up your time. Dunge hasn't done that yet. RV yeah. has. RV's got a nice little schedule. And I think it's hard to do that when you're in your, when you're 29. Right. Like, right. I, th I think they could just go a little longer. So I think that's yeah. what we're going to see out of some of these guys. Just go yeah. a little longer. All right. That's old news, right? All right. Uh, thanks to the motorsport.com, guys. Please check them out on the web. Uh, Paul, Sexton, Wilson, McAdoo, Thrasher. Check out my boat, dude. <laughs> Which interview did you like the best tonight? Dean Wilson. Oh, God. Here we go. Right. <laughs> um, uh, I liked Chase. Yeah. I like Chase. I think, I think I think so, too. Right, Mark? So you think Chase was? Yeah, I did like Chase's uh, the most, I think, it, it, it was really they good. They were all really good, but did, I, I, Chase yep. stood out. Uh, don't forget to get the tickets for the Yamaha LCQ Challenge as well. All the money goes to privateers. I'm gonna get some. Okay. I've gotten, I've gotten one the last two years. If if Marks reads out Paul Parabinos for the YZ450, we're gonna have a fucking riot. I don't get it. Yeah, you do. Cool. Yeah. Can't we, can't imagine it will go without complaint. No, but we uh, but that's we, okay. We video. I don't it, right? win these don't, things. Don't we do the video type thing? Yeah, I just How put the we? little. I could put a little screen up here. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that doesn't really right do a lot, but. Just, just, I'm gonna yeah, buy yeah, mine yeah, the good. day before the drawing. A man of your skill can easily program it to go directly to Paul's name, even if it's on camera. So yeah, that, that, yeah. I mean, thanks, I, I don't want to get too far into it, but it, the screen <laughs> is just a visual thing. It's, just, it's, <laughs> it's that's like uh, smoke and mirrors. I'm like yeah, we got Paul a semi. It's wrapped. Win. It's an awning. Nothing in the drawers. Well, I, have, <laughs> I have posted the code. Uh, to oh, Twitter, did, yeah. to Twitter, like the last couple yeah. years, uh, to allow the coders to know and, what it is. So anybody that knows oh, what nerds. it is, like, yeah, they can verify that it's legit. So they right, can go right, to their right. coder buddy and they, say, "Hey, I think just, these guys are up to no good. Is this legit? Can you validate, can you yeah. validate this? <laughs> Tech man, does that look right? Tech man, bring it to me now. <laughs> oh boy. Um. All right. Uh. Thanks to our sponsors. Uh, sponsor deals on pulpmixshow.com. As always to uh, get the deals and the codes and everything else. Uh, Salt Lake City next Monday. We will be remote. From the Fuel headquarters in uh, in Salt Lake City. Fuel socks and clothing and all that. Oh, uh, I didn't know they were Salt Lake City. Yeah, I didn't know either, but they moved a few years ago. They're in Park City. Cool. So there'll be no video next Monday. I wanted video. Mark's told me no. So there'll be no video um, next Monday, but then we'll be back after that. Uh, I think Starling and Kiefer are coming in studio for after SLC2. So uh, check that out as well. Uh, oh, look, Patty Marlowe shoot, take, take a shoot out on the game that he passes yeah, Gordy Howe. Yeah, we should have won this the, already. Uh, this is stupid. Oh, oh he gets oh, shut bummer. out. Uh, so thanks to uh, you people for listening. Thanks to Pookie and Swisscore and, uh, and Marks. Thank you. Tits, really, really good job tonight. After that quick power nap, I was good to go. Right. So, yep. Fantastic. Everyone needs a nap. <laughs> Everyone needs a nap. Uh, Parabinos, thank you, man. Always fun to have you in studio. Check Thanks. out my boat, dude. All right. It's Thanks. great that you got the, got the drops. That's, just, that's awesome. Got a drop. Uh, uh, so thanks again for coming in. I appreciate it. We'll get you back in here at some point. Right. No doubt about it. Good luck with everything at uh, Renthal, Renthal.com, of course. Uh, appreciate that. And, um, yeah, man, it's really been really fun to do all this uh, this show each and every week for you people. So thank you for the nice words. We, did, we added up our stats. Uh, doing really well video and audio again. So every every can't wait to get my quarterly report. You're gonna get it. Uh, your quarterly report. The, th the three quarterly reports. We're that actually we get. doing quarters this this year. Are you? Yeah. Good. Yeah, I was God, to, I, that was I, bothering I was me. Taking so much flack, I'm like, fuck it. Let's just do it. <laughs> Let's just do it right. Um, so thanks everybody for listening and appreciate. Thanks for the sponsors again and uh, and uh, and everything else. It's been a lot of fun. 
For Paul Parabinos, I'm Steve Mathis. We're out of here. Check out my boat, dude. My chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.